Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is letstruck.com. Today is Saturday, November 11th. We are here live. Pick up the phone and call me, 8888 Road Dog. We'll get to those calls in just a little bit. The show is all about the business of trucking. We'll take your calls and answer your questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, taxes, technology, health and fitness on the road, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight, working with brokers, getting your authority, you name it, we'll talk about it. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call. Uh, if you call right now, you should be able to grab an open line. The uh, There's a couple open on the board. That doesn't happen very often, and uh, I've got a little bit of an open. So if you jump in right now, we'll be able to get to your call here pretty quickly. 8888 Road Dog. Uh, I've got a couple things. Uh, along the lines of what I've been talking about for over a year now, this transformation that we're in. We're we're in a, a disruption or transformation in the trucking industry itself. I also think we're in a very um, critical time as a country and we're transforming business and our economy and a lot of things going on right now. I have talked primarily about two technologies kind of in the big picture that are changing trucking. One is autonomous vehicle technology. Um, Little interesting story there. I don't know if you caught this or not. I posted uh, an article on Facebook the other day about Las Vegas is now running a driverless shuttle. This isn't a test. It's already on the streets. It's already happening. They were launching it that day, whatever day I posted it, Wednesday or Thursday, I think. Um, Within like two hours after I posted this, there was an article that the shuttle got into an accident. And I thought, oh boy, here we go. Well, it turns out it wasn't the shuttle's fault. The shuttle was parked and a tractor trailer backed into it. So yes, Autonomous vehicles are going to crash. Autonomous vehicles are going to hurt people. They're going to kill people. It's going to happen. But we kill people every day with vehicles. The, the, the autonomous technology is going to be safer. It really is. The transition, you know, you're going to hear a lot every time one of these things crash or somebody gets hurt, you're going to hear it. But we know that people die in vehicles every minute of every day. So I... Just thought that was interesting. One, I thought it was interesting that we have already moved beyond testing. There are companies putting vehicles on the roads already that don't even have a driver in them monitoring anything. I still don't know where this technology is going. I I read another article by um, one of the higher-ups at General Motors guy that knows a lot about the auto industry, and he says we are in for such radical change that you're not even going to recognize it. The things he predicted, I'm not even going to repeat them. They were so wild. But these aren't lunatics standing on the street corner. These are people from industries that are very involved in these technologies. So I'm not trying to predict where we're going with autonomous technology. All I'm saying 
is don't close your mind to this idea. Don't be the guy standing there saying, that will never happen. That will never happen. That's not going to happen in my lifetime. That truck can't do what I do. Stop saying those things. Just open up your mind. I'm not here saying we're going to have driverless trucks in two years or 20. I don't know. All I'm saying is so much money is being poured into that segment that you got to pay attention to it. So I'll continue to post. I, I probably get 20 to 25 articles a day on autonomous technology. I might post two a week. I only pull out the ones that I think are you know, really relevant. But there's so much going on. You got to pay attention to that. That's one technology that's going to be part of the disruption. The other technology I've been talking about, we could group together as what is what are now being kind of referred to as digital brokers. That seems to be the the term now. For a while, we were calling it the Uberization of trucking, but Uber is now in trucking. So we don't want to use that one anymore. So we're, we're kind of referring to these companies as digital brokers. And you could even break these into two groups. You have the true digital brokers that started that way. The two big ones would be Uber and Convoy. And I, I've said I don't want to have anything to do with Uber. Uh, as much as I respect them as a company and the amazing things they've done, because... Uber's part of the other technology as well that's putting drivers out of business. Uber is investing a ton of money in autonomous technology in cars and trucks. I, not that my little protest is going to matter. They're going to do this either way, but I, I don't want to partner with them. I just don't for that reason. I am partnering and working with Convoy right now. It's not official. Um, I've been up to their place um, I'm, I've got a, a date to go back up there again. They're in Seattle, so it's pretty easy for me to jump up there for a day. Yeah, and I've probably been on um, several, maybe even four or five conference calls where we've talked about ideas. Uh, I, I, and I'm not totally sold on the digital broker idea, but we're heading that way. So those would be the two primary digital brokers, but you have to look at the traditional brokers that are adding a lot of digital tools. You know, nothing to say that TQL can't do exactly what Convoy is doing, or any brokerage for that matter. They, they just need to add those digital tools, and they are. We don't know what that's going to look like yet. There's another technology. If you haven't heard this term yet, you're going to. This, is, this came out of the blue, I remember reading about this technology actually a couple of years ago, but when I read about it, it had nothing to do with trucking then. This technology is migrating into trucking right now, and it is the big thing. So, you know, autonomous technology was big. Digital brokering was big. We're on to the next big thing already. We haven't even figured out those two. But this is the kind of stuff that happens in a disruption, it's why I've been devoting so much time to these. So here's the term that you may or may not have heard yet. It's called blockchain. Blockchain. Now, blockchain on its own has nothing to do with trucking. Blockchain is a technology or a group of technologies or a framework of technologies that could be used in almost any industry, 
and it is already being used in other industries, the big push now is in trucking. So keep in mind blockchain is its own thing and doesn't have anything directly to do with trucking. But there is a new group that's being formed right now. In fact, they have a meeting coming up in about a week, I think. Um, Yeah, less than a week. They have a meeting in Atlanta where they will vote in officers and and formally create this group. It's it's called, well, BIDA, capital B, small I, capital T-A. So it's that stands for Blockchain in Trucking Alliance. So, and this is typically what happens in an industry. If an industry wants to adopt blockchain technologies, they create a group like this. The group gets together and designs the standards. How are we going to use blockchain technology in trucking? That's what this group, BITA, BTA, I'm not sure how they're pronouncing it. um, That's what this group is for. They're going to create the standards. How does this get used in trucking? I have a feeling by the time I'm done trying to explain this, you're going to be more confused than when we started, but don't worry. Um, This is going to get more clear over the next couple of months. Basically, what blockchain does is it pulls together all kinds of information from different technologies that don't talk to each other and creates a framework within an industry so that information is shared in every direction from everybody to everybody and everything is very transparent. It's hard for me even to come up with uh, kind of a scenario to help you with this, but uh, imagine a manufacturer in China, their system says this order is completed. Either then or even before then, the entire logistics chain from China to your local store is notified. Uh, And there's going to be a lot more than that. I'm trying to simplify it somewhat, though. So virtually everybody in the entire logistics chain is going to have access to this information that that order's finished. Well, that order needs to get from the factory to maybe a railhead somewhere in China, from the railhead maybe to a port somewhere in China. It's got to get on a boat. It's got to come across the ocean. It's got to get to one of our ports. And so on and so on and so on. I'm going to get to a break. We'll come back. We'll talk more about this right after this. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rothberg. Beatles Channel. It touched a lot of people. It was a very exciting time. Throughout the weekend, Sirius XM Channel 18 and streaming on the Sirius XM app. 
What is the future you doing right now? The answer is driving for UPS. UPS is hiring tractor-trailer drivers nationwide. Tractor-trailer drivers at UPS are paid competitively and receive weekly and attendance bonuses in select locations. Drivers typically work weekdays and get to spend the weekends at home. Applicants must be 21 or older and have a valid CDL. Apply now at upsjobs.com. That's upsjobs.com. How does the future you become a tractor-trailer driver? Get there at upsjobs.com. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. Do you know the top three promotional items for driving new customers? We do. Do you know how to make your logo come alive and magnetically attract new, long-lasting customers? We do. And do you know how to ensure your logo is delivered on the right promotional items on time at a great price? We do. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Who are we? We're 4imprint, the nation's leading team to make your logo shine on your choice of thousands of promotional items. And right now, we want to share with you, for free, the top three promotional items for driving new customers. Discover them now by texting ACT77 to 88988. Let us show you what a difference the right promotional items can make to help grow your brand. With 4imprint, you'll get high-quality products, exclusive items, popular brands, on-time delivery, and outstanding customer service. That's what we do. Discover the top three promotional items for driving new customers by texting ACT77 to 88988. That's ACT77 to 88988. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no obligation quote. 1-800-700-9920. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-700-9920. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-700-9920. 1-800-700-9920. Weekday mornings, 11 a.m. East, freewheeling. We talk about pop culture, talk to celebrity guests, and hear what drivers have to say about the world at large. For- Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. I'm going to get to those calls in just a minute. Um, so the, the blockchain has a lot to do with uh, another way I've seen it described as an electronic ledger or a spreadsheet. And each transaction has its own ledger or block. And then you build on these, and that's where the blockchain comes from. And trust me, I I get it that this is still really, really hard to picture what I'm talking about. But I want to start introducing this to you because I think this is going to be big. And I'm going to stay on top of this. This also has a lot to do, if you've studied cryptocurrencies at all, like Bitcoin, 
Another really hard concept to get your head around. Bitcoin is money that is is purely digital. It, it only gets spent online. But Bitcoin is growing like crazy. There are tons of other cryptocurrencies out there. It, it's another hard idea to get our head around because virtually everybody listening to me, our whole life has been built around dollars. And we understand, you know, the difference between um, the value of a Canadian dollar and the U.S. dollar and the exchange rate, and it's changing all the time. Cryptocurrency changes all those things. But again, Bitcoin is a really hard concept to get your head around. Blockchain is building. Bitcoin was built on a blockchain. Bitcoin will be a part of blockchains. There, there are a couple things that blockchains are going to do that we do know for sure. It's kind of the big picture of what's going to happen. It's the little stuff that I have no idea, and I don't think anybody does. But two big things. Blockchains, if they're implemented properly, and that's why you have these groups starting to set these standards. We have one in trucking now. will automate a lot of stuff. Now, that's good and it's efficient. It also means people lose jobs. You start automating things and that really reduces cost, which is good, but the cost you're reducing is somebody's job. So blockchain technology is a threat to people who work in offices. And if we're talking about blockchain in trucking, all the people that do billing and invoicing and contracts and proposals and All of that goes away, the way I understand this. It all becomes computerized. We even have things called smart contracts, which aren't even written in English. It's not, or any language other than computer language. It's not a contract you can read. It's a contract that's purely digital and executes. So on one hand, you could see a lot leaner, companies because of blockchain they won't have nearly as many people doing some of these jobs that also means people are going to lose their jobs no different than autonomous trucks and cars will eventually replace people who drive for a living the other thing that this does and this is the big worry um, it it makes all of the transactions in the chain All of the financial transactions, pricing is completely transparent. So everybody sees all the pricing. There are some advantages to that, but it tends to really benefit the larger carriers who operate on very small margins. And the more efficient they can become, the more money they make. But making all the prices transparent tends to drive prices down in most cases. That, trans- that transparency tends to become a race to the bottom. Again, big carriers can actually benefit from that because they operate on very small margins already, and they just need to become more efficient. Very, very small carriers don't work quite so much on being hyper-efficient they work on not being a commodity, that, that they are the problem solvers and the, the, you know, they can bring more value than a big carrier. But I'm not sure that I see how this blockchain 
is going to benefit the carriers on the smaller side yet. That's why I'm staying on top of this. So I, I will tell you right now, I have no idea whether blockchain technology is going to be really good for trucking overall or not. And I don't have any idea how it's going to affect the little guy, which is all I care about, the small carrier, the owner-operator. I don't know how this is going to affect you yet. And I think anybody that tells you for sure that they do know how is either lying or they just don't understand this. This is too complicated, in my opinion, to really see what the outcomes are going to be. So I'm not here telling you blockchain is the greatest thing that ever happened to trucking. I have no idea. What I'm here to tell you is it's big, and it's getting bigger, and it's getting big fast, and it is going to be a part of this disruption we're in, this this major technology shift in the way we do things. And I think it's going to come a lot faster than what most people think. So I do know that in any disruption, there will be big, big losers and there will be big winners. And it doesn't mean that every small carrier is going to be the loser because of blockchain. I don't believe that for a second. Could it hurt small carriers? Absolutely. Could it hurt big carriers? Yeah, it's a disruption. That's kind of the point. We, we don't really know. If you were around when we went through deregulation in trucking, that was a crazy time. So much was changing and nobody knew what to expect. But what you saw out of deregulation, look around at all the big carriers you see today. Most of them exist because of deregulation. They didn't exist before it. The carriers that did exist before deregulation are all gone. That was a major disruption. The predictions are that this is even bigger. And, and again, I've already outlined three technologies that are driving this, and there could be more. I, two months ago, I wasn't even thinking about blockchain and trucking. Now I read five articles a day. That's how fast this is moving. So we have autonomous technology. We have digital brokering, and now we have blockchain. Add the three together, and anybody that tells you they know for sure where we're going in trucking is just either delusional or lying, because this is way too complicated to figure out right now. But I like complicated stuff, and I like taking complicated stuff and making it uh, easy to understand I'll try to help you out with this. Right now in blockchain, I just don't think I can make it um, much more clear than mud right now. But I'm going to stay on top of it. We are going to get to some phone calls. Let's start off in Texas. Zachary, welcome to the program. Hi. Hello? Yep. What can I help you with today? Yes, sir. I've been thinking about buying me a truck and start pulling a van. I've been talking to some different companies recently owned. And I'm debating whether getting one like the Peterbilt, like the 567, or like getting one of the Volvos, like the 670s or 730s. And I was wondering what your opinion would be the best one to get for fuel mileage. Well, before we even talk about a truck, tell me, is it sounds like this is your first truck, correct? Actually, it would be my second truck. I had a 379 Pete about five years ago and couldn't make no money with it. And so I ended up selling it and going back to company driver. So what what do you think the number one reason why you couldn't make money with the first truck was? 
Well, one, I was too young. I was only 21 at the time, and no one wanted me to lease on with them. And so I was just trying to do some local work with different uh, farmers, like that, hauling hay and stuff like that with it, and just didn't make much money with it. And then fuel was outrageous at the time. I was only getting about three and a half miles a gallon out of it. Those are two big problems. So what what are you so what really happened back then we could point to those things and say those are two big reasons why you failed but there's a bigger reason and the bigger reason was you did zero planning Yes sir and that's why I'm trying to do better planning this time Well I'm not sure that you are yet I know you want to but that's kind of what I'm getting at Tell me right now you're asking me about trucks already I, I'm, I teach a course on how to get started in this business, and buying the truck is about number 17 on the list, I think. Okay. So tell me what else you've done to set this business up and plan for things so far, because it looks to me like you're all ready to pull, pull the trigger on a truck. What else have you done so far? Uh, I've been trying to find different kind of freight markets I'm trying to get into. Um but other than that, I really haven't done much planning yet. So I, even I needed a truck, but I didn't do much more. Well, no, you don't. You don't need a truck at all. I just said it's step number 17 if you do this right. And I, I'm, I don't know if it's 17 or not, uh, but it's way down the list. You don't need a truck. There are lots of things I can and should do before I ever buy the truck. And that, that I could answer your question today, but I don't think it would do you any good. In fact, I think it could be damaging to you. If I tell you which truck is better for fuel economy and you run out and buy it, you're back in the same boat you were before. You haven't done any real planning on this yet. So let me get to a break. I'll come back. We'll talk about this some more right after this. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. North America, the number one source for Western sports, Rural Radio 147. Whether it's Western sports, hunting and fishing, or the latest in ag markets, Rural Radio 147 will take you there. Rural Radio 147, or listen on your phone with the Sirius XM app. Hi, my name is David Price, Snyder's 2017 Ride of Pride driver. The Ride of Pride is a rolling tribute to military past and present, and it's just one example of Schneider's military support. 28% of Schneider's employees have military experience, and the Credit for Military Experience program gives higher starting pay. Learn more about Schneider's military program and quickly pre-qualify at schneiderjobs.com slash military. That's schneiderjobs.com slash military. Warning. If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back because you don't. 
What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-900-8407. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-900-8407. That's 1-800-900-8407. 1-800-900-8407. Owner-operators, looking for a reconditioned pre-emission long hood with a fresh manufacturer's certified overhaul, including a nationwide manufacturer's engine warranty? Road Dog Truck Sales has them. We specialize in reconditioned 379s and W900s with fresh certified engine overhauls. Easy financing, too. We sell pre-emission long hoods that look new, smell new, and with a fresh overhaul protected by a four-year warranty, run like new. Call Road Dog Truck Sales at 833-ROAD-DOG. 833-ROAD-DOG or RoadDogTruckSales.com. I'm Todd Boyd. The Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. Not a lot of activity out there in terms of precipitation across the U.S., but we still have some rough conditions and spots. Be careful out there. Also some windy conditions as well, and mainly across the northern-tiered states. As we take a look at the east-west interstates, I-94 and I-96 in Michigan, some gusty winds there, but also watch out for some flakes of snow and a drop of rain or two. That will continue through a good part of the overnight also be dealing with that same type of thing as you work your way down along I-90 and I-80 in parts of the Midwest. Cells were across I-80. Some drops of rain and flicks snow will be around your ride from Iowa into parts of Nebraska as well as Wyoming. I-90 in Washington State, some lower elevation rain showers and some higher elevation snow showers. Also some gusty conditions along that ride along I-90 in the Pacific Northwest and I-84 as well. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers Twice Down the Road Dog Series. It's at 146 and I'm the Series. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. I'm going to go back to Texas. I was talking with Zachary. So one of the things you just said to me was one of the things you kind of sort of did was look at different segments in the industry. What do you want to haul? Don't you think that that has a huge impact on which truck is going to be the most efficient? Sir. So don't you think you should decide that first? I'm more wanting to do more uh, van or reefer work. I've been in the nomadic business, and I'm not really enjoying it too much, so I'm trying to get on with a van company. But right now I'm working for a company that does nomadic work. I know I can go work with them and use my own truck. But hear, hear what you're saying. You're not making any decisions, and this is going to lead to the same failure you had last time. You're, you're being very wishy-washy. Make a decision right now. What kind of freight do I want to haul? I mean, starting a business is a big thing. And, and you realize that. You failed once, and I'm sure that wasn't any fun. I mean, it costs you money. It hurts. It's, you know, I don't want to see you do that again. So 
you know, I, I'm trying to lock you into decisions, and you might say, well, I'm not ready to make that decision yet. And you might not be. Well, then you're clearly not ready to be asking questions about a truck. Asking the question today about this truck is a complete waste of time because you haven't made the more important decisions that will lead to this first. So let so we. it sounds like maybe we kind of sort of narrowed it down to van or reefer. Which one? They're both very different. Hello? Oh, we lost Zach. Um, Zach, try to call me back because uh, you are on the road to disaster again, and I, I want to help you avoid that. I really do. Um, but me answering your question about which truck today just was not going to do you any good. You have a lot of planning to do and decisions to make, and you've got to make some hard decisions right now. It's time. It's one thing to sit back and say, well, you know, I'm just thinking about things. I, I, maybe I want to do van. Maybe I want to do reefer. I'm not sure yet. Well, if you're not sure, you have to figure out what steps are required to get you to the point that you are sure. That's what business planning is. We can't sit around and say, well, you know, I'm, I'm doing pneumatics, so I know I could put a truck on here, but I kind of want to do van or reefer, so let me go look for a truck. No, don't do that. Those are three very different trucks. And every step of this process is crucial to success or failure. Many, many people fail with their first truck. I see it over and over and over. Uh, The course I'm teaching right now, 16 weeks to help you build this plan. We do it in a very specific order. I tell people all the time, you follow these steps that I'm going to outline in this course and you do it, you will guaranteed to succeed, really. But if you don't do any of those things, the odds of you succeeding are almost zero. And and way too many people do none of these steps that I outline. You know, the, the most common comment I'm getting back right now, we're only two weeks into this course that I'm teaching, and the comment is people are overwhelmed with how much homework I'm giving them every week. And we're only covering one topic that week. But I'm giving them a lot of work. And and the comments and the feedback I'm getting is they are overwhelmed and blown away with how much detail and how much information and how many things they would have done wrong if they would have tried to do this on their own without the course. You know, this course that I teach is my 30 years of experience, not only me doing this over and over, but I've helped thousands of people do this. That's why there's so much material in this course. But that was a great example right there of you are about to do the exact same thing you did last time. You kind of blamed it on the fact that you were 21 and you bought a truck that didn't get good fuel economy. Well, both of those things were in your control. You should have known that both of those things were a problem before you started the last business, but you didn't because you didn't have a plan. And I'm telling you, you're not going to make those same two mistakes again because you're not 21 anymore. And hopefully you're not buying a truck that gets three and a half miles to the gallon. But I promise you, you're going to make 10 new mistakes because, again, you don't have a plan. You're just randomly going out to do things. You need a plan. 
And by all means, call me. Call me back today. If we can get you back on again, I'll, I'll take you again today. Call me tomorrow. Call me during the week. I, I'll help you every step here on the air. Um, I can't get you into the course right now because we already started, but we will be doing that course again. Let's uh, let's go to Ontario. Jack, welcome to the program. Good day, Kevin. What can I help you with today? Can you? Okay. Uh, I like what you said to Zach. Unfortunately, the line was cut, but I kind of get. I kind of need the same advice. Um, so it's been a year now. Um, I used to be a company operator, uh, but bought my truck lease the truck to that same company, uh, work my ass off, and paid off the truck Wow! months later. Congratulations. That's awesome. Uh, it, it's a used truck. Uh, That's 2005 okay. Volvo D, 2005 Volvo D12. As I went along, instead of putting money aside, I repaired whatever broke down on the road. Uh, I'm doing long haul Canada, U.S. Okay. Uh, Roughly 3,000 miles a week. Um, I'm about to make a $10,000 loan uh, to put the truck in shape um, for the next year or two. It has a million, uh, okay, let me give you the number, 1067448 miles on it. (laughs) Okay, all right. Um, My question is, is it a good idea to... Borrow, stop the truck for a month, uh, fix everything that needs to be fixed on it, or is it a, be- a better strategic decision to uh, um, fix with my income, basically, as I go? Do you, do you understand my question? I, I do, and the only way I uh, would... Sorry, my... Yeah. So, Sorry, my English is not perfect. I'm oh, French, so oh, no, you, you, bear with me. <laughs> you did a perfect job. I understood exactly what you're asking me. So the okay. only way I, I would say stop everything you're doing, borrow money, fix everything all at once, is if these things are real safety issues or you know they're, they're going to get you put out of service, clearly we need to fix those things right away. But a lot of times we look at things like, oh, you know, I'd really like to paint the truck, you know, whatever. It's not absolutely necessary. So I, I'm not a big fan of stopping work unless you say, hey, look, the holidays are coming up. I'm going to take two weeks off for the holidays this year. I'll borrow a little money. I'll get it all done at once. I'll start the new year off great. Nothing wrong with that. If you can afford that's it. Plan. Sorry. And, and if you can yeah, afford that's, that's that. my plan. Okay. Um, it's a good time of year to be doing it. Things will slow down over those two holiday weeks or so. Um, if you can get into a shop, know that the shop's going to get the work done, you can afford this, you wanted to take the time off anyway, then it's a great way to do it. Just make sure it's not going to put you in a huge bind because you also remember while the truck's down, you're not making any money. So as long as you've looked at your finance, and it, it sounds to me like you're good at managing money. I mean, you bought the truck, you paid it off quickly, you've been fixing things with cash flow. Uh, well, well, 2008, I want to apply the things the way you do business so, so I get to the next level. But yes, I did it on my own with my, with my own, uh, uh, how do I say that, um, uh, means. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you could keep doing that. But if you look at this and go, look, I've got this. I, you know, I'm going to take two weeks off. I realize I'm not going to have revenue. I'm going to borrow some money so I can get all this done at once. That's a nice, clean way of doing it and starting off great next year. The only thing I would say is just make sure you can afford it. Okay. Uh, point five question, I'll let you go. All right. Obviously, they've been good to me. You know, I, I, buy, I buy tires out of them and everything. Uh, they, even do, they even do, I'm talking about the, um, the company I'm leased to, uh, they even do some repair for me and then take it off my pay. Okay. My settlement, I mean, uh, over time, if it's too big. So it's been a good two years with them so far. One year driver, uh, uh, driver for them and the second year owner-operator. But I've heard you speak about Landstar. And everything that I heard you said about Landstar, which I'm thinking about going, maybe not next year, but the year after, is it the same uh, with Landstar Canada? Or is it just for Lentor US? No, the, the basic stuff that you hear me talk about is the same. Clearly, there are going to be some differences in the two countries, but the big stuff you hear me talk about, it's all the same. Um, maybe today we could get some uh, Canadian BCOs to call in and kind of share their experience as well. Sounds like you've got a good plan. Keep working it. We're, uh, we're going to get to a break. We'll be right back. Kevin Rutherford. Sirius XM holiday traditions, the timeless sounds of Christmas past, Bing Crosby, Andy Williams, it's the most Ella Fitzgerald. Frank Sinatra, and more. The weather outside is frightful. Vintage Christmas songs for cookie bakers, gift shoppers, eggnog sippers, and Christmas light untanglers. Merry Holiday traditions, now featured on Spotlight Channel 4 and the Sirius XM app. Wheeler Trucking, a leader in the light and medium-duty truck and transportation business, is looking for drivers to run in all 48 states and Canada. If you love what you do and your record reflects your fashion, then see what Wheeler Trucking has to offer. Company drivers average 70000 annually with over $100,000 potential. Owner-operators average 230000 annually with over $300,000 potential. Want more reasons to make Wheeler Trucking your new home? How about anniversary, sign-on, and driver referral bonuses? Top quality health insurance for the whole family that's 65% company funded $10,000 in free life insurance 401k and Roth retirement with up to 4% company match and no equipment or lease fees owner operators also enjoy paid tolls loaded and empty fuel and tire discounts and wheeler trucking has the best equipment in the business they have a custom low boy that surpasses all others apply online today at wheelertrucking.com that's wheelertrucking.com or call 810-638-5900 Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. 
National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-985-0104. 800-985-0104. That's 800-985-0104. Some truck drivers prefer shorter routes. Some drivers prefer to go the distance. But more drivers prefer prepass. It's the hands-free, distraction-free solution to way station and tolling bypass that keeps qualified trucks on the move. In fact, prepass drivers are pulled in for inspection less than with any other service. Don't just take our word for it. Try prepass today and enjoy your first month of service free. Call 888-559-PASS and mention promo code ROADDOG. That's 888-559-PASS or visit prepass.com slash roaddog. Stay safe out there. The Dave Nemo Show, 7 a.m. East. Your talk and conversation open to uh, everybody in trucking. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. I'm going to get right back to the phone calls. We're going to head off to Illinois. Joe, welcome to the program. Oh, hey, thanks for taking my call. I called you before about my waitress exploits. What we do is we sit around and we talk about what you talk about. Okay. So that's really is to the point to where I go in there and they feed me. I mean, kind of neat. Yeah, you know, talking about the food and all the rest of that. But well, what we've been talking about is my smoothie. Now, according to one of the waitresses, which is really nice, she's a real nice elderly lady. I I do raw cacao and turmeric. Throw it in the smoothie and then start adding oils. So what? And I add black seed, MCT stuff like that. Uh, nobody has an argument of that bread, bread, apple cider stuff. Uh, uh, but what she said was if you mix the wrong two oils, it can be really, really bad. A bad deal for you. Wait, so what did, I did was I just started doing one of the oils. Well, hold on. Just, hold hold, hold know, on. Because you just had an opening for my favorite question. I, I have a favorite okay. question in the world. And it's only one word. But I use it a lot, and it's how I learn. Because when somebody says something like that to me, that if somebody came to me and said, hey, wait a minute, you start putting two different oils in there, you're going to have problems. My next question is, why? Explain that to me. What do you mean? Because I've never heard of such a thing. I have no idea what you're talking about. You said you could play with those oils, but if you do it absolutely wrong... uh People have been getting hurt from it. Well, no, so stop, 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 work, stop, took, stop, 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 stop. That tells me nothing. How did people get hurt? What two oils did they mix? What was the outcome? I, I don't believe people. Well, I, I'm, I am a huge think, skeptic because people tend okay. to repeat things they've heard without understanding why. Yeah. 
Now, she could, she could well, be I, the eighth person that has been told this, and nobody ever questioned why. I'm going to be the one to question well, why. I actually asked a DNC guy about, or gal about that, and what she says is what you really need to do whenever I'm doing what I'm doing, and everything I'm doing is cheap. I mean, Rocket Cow, that's cheap. America, that's cheap. Uh, she said what you really want to do is you don't want to confuse your liver. Or it'll just dump whatever it is you take out. That's not true. That, that, that's my oh. point. That's why I want to know why. The, the, this explanation of if you get the wrong two oils, it's going to cause problems. What problems? I've never heard this. So, so maybe I'm, oh, okay. I, I'm wide open to learn something new. That's why I ask why. Maybe I'm about to learn something. Or maybe I'm about to find out the advice you keep repeating is just plain wrong. Because nobody ever stopped to ask why. The liver, the liver performs over 500 functions in the body. I, I don't understand where she's coming from. Again, if somebody could give me an, a, a hard example. If you ate this fat and this fat together, give me two specific fats that I shouldn't eat together, and then tell me what the liver's going to do, then I have enough knowledge to tell you whether that's true or whether it's bullshit. But, I, but I, I, based on what she's saying, there's no details here. I'm not even understanding what she's talking about. Well, they're getting what I'm getting off you, and they appreciate it. Nobody has an argument with your, with your brags. Everybody seems to think those are common good things. And I actually did what she talked about, and it seems to be working for me, and that's what you say. Is you say, try, I, keep trying something oh, until it works for you. I, you know? I, I get that. Let's go back to this. Did she give you an example of two fats you shouldn't put in this at the same time? I can I can have her email. Is there a way to email it to you? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm I'm again I'm totally confused. I, there's no reason why you can't these put are, these are these. Are, I'm in there so much. These are friends of mine. No, so. I, I I know, and I'm, I'm not. Pretty, I yeah. I want everybody to have the right answers, and there's so many mm-hmm. wrong answers in today's world, and it's getting worse all the time, because with social media, everybody's an expert now. And we, we tend to share all these things. And Do you remember the game Telephone? Did you ever play that? No. So it's really interesting. So you take 10 people. We used to do it with kids all the time. And you tell something in secret to one in the line. And, and it doesn't even have to be all that long or complicated. But you tell a story. And then you say, okay, now tell it to the next person. And they whisper it to the next person. And then you go down to the 10th person and have them tell it back to you. And watch how many things changed. The story is nothing like what it was the first time you told it to the person. And that's what happens. And in today's world, it happens in a split second because we share everything. So all I try to do is, is let's stick to the facts. Let's be careful what we just heard. Let's verify it. And again, I am, I've studied a lot of stuff about nutrition. I do every single day. And I don't know where we're coming up with these, we shouldn't mix these two oils things. Well, it may be the amount of the oils. Even that is very... I have no idea. Like, I tell people, if you're going to use brain octane in your bulletproof coffee, start with a teaspoon. Well, I do four tablespoons a day. 
That's, there's a huge difference between one teaspoon and four tablespoons, but that's something I've worked up to. So I explain to people, here's why I'm telling you to start with a teaspoon, because if you don't, you're going to get disaster pants. But tomorrow, you might be able to do two teaspoons. And then next week, you might be able to do three. And the goal is to work up over time. So amounts can make a difference. But again, I've put butter, ghee, brain octane, coconut oil, MCT oil, flaxseed oil, goat ghee. I've put dozens of different fats in Bulletproof Coffee. There's no reason you couldn't mix all of them if you wanted to. Well, I'm going to tag my name to their answer, and I hope you see it. Okay. I, I want to see that because, again, I'm not saying I always have the right answer. I'm always open to look at something new. But when somebody tells me something that, that either I've never heard before, doesn't make sense to me, or I just don't know, my question is why? To t- explain that well, they, to me so I can understand it. They really enjoy our conversations via you. Well, good, good. So maybe I'm about to learn <laughs> yeah, something. So then they are listening. Yeah, they maybe are listening. maybe I'm about to learn something. So me and the TA in Oklahoma City appreciate it. Okay, well, thank you. And if I can ever uh, answer thank questions you. for you, and everybody's there, let me know. The oil thing. I, I'm wide open to learn because I'm, I'm not getting the mixing of the two oils. I mean, oil is just fat. We eat all kinds of fat all day long. You know, I might sit down to a meal that has pork ribs. They're very fatty. I might eat broccoli next to it with a big load of butter. Then I might cook something else in coconut oil. Then I might even finish it with some avocado oil. I mean, we mix our fats all the time. Our body's really good at that. So, I, I'm, again, I'm open to learn. Maybe I'm missing something here. Somebody can explain this to me. I'd love to hear it. Let's go to Indiana. Jared, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for taking my call, man. I'm kind of going back on the first two callers about starting your own operator business. and I'm trying to plan it out and wait out and see what happens with the ELDs and a lot of the changing in the industry. But my, my main question is, I'm sure I can get this answer online somewhere, but with everything changing, uh, in a couple of years, probably early 2019 is when I want to start. How much should I really be looking to, to have saved up cash-wise outside of, you know, down payment and all that? How much should I really have saved up to be safe? Okay, you know I mean? good, good question. And, and let me say this. The Internet is an amazing place. I, I love the Internet because I love information, and I search stuff constantly. I can almost guarantee you, you try to ask that question on the Internet, you're not going to get a good answer. Right. So yeah, it, it, it probably, it, it'd be really all over the place, you know what I mean? Everybody's got their own opinions. You know? Exactly. And, and it's hard to know who's telling you what and what their background and what their experience is. So um, the answer I'm going to give you is going to sound really sarcastic at first. But I mean this when I say it. The, the amount of money you need to get started and succeed as an owner-operator is somewhere between zero and 100000 Right. And honestly, there is no... And, and let me explain that. So when I started, um, I had zero, literally zero. 
um, I found a truck deal that I could buy the truck with no money down. And it wasn't a lease. It was an outright purchase. My name was going to be on the title. But it was only an $8,000 truck, and I didn't need to put anything down. They just let me take it and make payments. Wow. But I needed $400 to get the plane ticket to get down from Ohio to South Carolina to get the truck. I didn't even have the 400 bucks to get down there. That's how broke I was when I started. Now, I'm certainly not recommending that, but I did it, and it worked. I succeeded. I wouldn't do it again. Well, maybe I would. I'm kind of quite a bit of a risk taker. But having 100000 isn't the greatest idea either, and I'll tell you why. We'll come right back and get to that answer right after this. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. vehicles. Pay for the bill for infrastructure. I'm Mary McKenna. I'm Terry Scruton. I'm Mark Reddick, and this is Landline Now on the Road Dog. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, Series XM 149. This is Tim Ashoff, president of Creek Carrier Corporation. At Creek Carrier and Schaefer Trucking, we believe that drivers deserve more. We work hard to provide you with a full benefits package and industry-leading pay. With the ELD mandate taking effect, we know that many of you are worried about miles. We have been ELD compliant for more than five years, and our top drivers average more than $72,000 per year. We believe you deserve more out of your career. Visit CreekCarrierJobs.com for more information or call 888-5807. Hey, girl, have you done something new with your scales? Using new moisturizer? Nice. It really brings out the hazel in your eyes. Oh, hold on. Are you using whitening strips, too? Your fangs look good, girl. Really good. A really charming snake charmer? What's not surprising? How much you could save by switching to Geico. Wait, what? Have you been doing Pilates, too? Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Hemorrhoids. The pain, itching, and swelling can be unbearable. Now there's Recticare Complete Hemorrhoid Care System with two effective medicines that provide multi-symptom relief. Recticare Complete has the highest concentration of lidocaine and phenylephrin, HCL, without a prescription to relieve pain and itching and reduce swelling. Use Recticare Complete for noticeable results after the first use. Get Recticare in the blue and white box at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS Pharmacy, Rite Aid, and Meyer. Use only as directed. October 29th, the Eagles made history once again as they performed at Nashville Story Grand Ole Opry House. Yeah, man, it may have been the best show I've ever seen in my life. Love the Eagles. You didn't want to leave. It was solid listening to the Eagles. They're just an awesome band. Hear the intimate Subscriber Eagles concert captured live. Plus, Eagles hits, rarities, influences, and more on the band's very own channel, Hotel California. A limited edition Eagles channel coming later this November to Sirius XM. 
I'm Todd Bork, the Weather Channel, with an interesting weather update. Take a look at the north-south interstate starting west. We have some lower elevation rain showers and some gusty winds along I-5 in Washington State and parts of Oregon. Even a higher elevation flake of snow. Also dealing with some spotty light rain and spotty snow all parts of I-29 Dakotas into Iowa. I-75, some snow showers and rain in there in parts of Michigan. I-39, I-55, and I-57 in Illinois. We have drops of rain and flake of snow possibility, particularly in the parts of Illinois that does extend along I-55 elsewhere into Missouri as well. I-35, we have that light rain and snow mix and turning over to all snow. That'll be along your ride in parts of Iowa and Missouri in the parts of Kansas as well. Of course, the farther south you are, the more likely it is rain. The farther north, the more likely it is snow. We also have some spotty rain showers, I-95 and I-75 in Florida. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather for Drivers Twice Down the Road Dog Series. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. I'm going to go back to the phones. I was talking with Jared in Indiana. Jared, go ahead. Okay, and, you know, another kind of follow-up question to that was, you know, I've only been driving since about July. I started with Celadon. I'm still a company driver here. I was wondering if you could recommend, if not Celadon, another company to maybe start a lease purchase operation, although I hear everybody saying stay away from it. But is there any place that that would be a good idea to, to gain some experience, you know, as kind of like that mid-range between owner-operator and company driver, you know what I mean, and, and save up money? Is there any viable options for that? Not in my opinion. I, I, I'm not going to say there are none, but I'm certainly not going to recommend any. And I, and, and I think that the lease purchase has a lot of problems, not just one or three or five. I wrote a whole book on why you should stay away from lease purchase programs. There are so many problems. It takes me 30 minutes to just outline them all when I'm talking to somebody, so I wrote a book on it instead. Um, I think they're awful. Yeah, I hear a lot of bad things about it. Stay away from them. Seriously, they are not the way to get started in this business. Now, I help people that are already in them, and I have some people that I work with that are being pretty successful at them. But I still tell people there are better ways. Don't, if you're already in one, I'll do everything I can to help you. But if you're not in one, don't get into one. There are better ways of doing this. It's not to say you can't succeed at them. You can. But the odds are horrendous, and there's too many things that can go wrong that are out of your control. If we go buy a truck, almost everything is in our control who we want to work for, do we want to get our own authority, when do we want to... All the choices become ours. You go sign one of these... Unlike Zach, I have have pretty much everything, all those decisions made. I know what truck I want. I want to haul dry van and reefer, you know what I mean? It's just really going to boil down to how much money I have saved up and getting experience here, you know? It's kind of generational in my family, but I have only been driving since July, you know what I mean? Let, let me give you a, a good number. I gave you zero to 100,000 just to make a point that you can do it at zero if you do everything right. And at 100,000, I've watched people crash and burn. 
Because sometimes when you're starting a business, having too much money is a bad thing. You make really bad decisions sometimes because you can. So I'm not wild about somebody having a lot of money to get started. You You need to be on that edge where you're thinking about every dollar you spend and making sure it's spent correctly. Otherwise, you tend to just yeah, blow I, money. But if, if somebody yeah, came to me... Too much, you just kind of go through it. Yeah, you, just, you, just, you don't think about your decisions because it feels like you have this endless pile of cash to fix things, and you don't. It will run out. Right. So if you had... I mean, if, if, if I were, you know, in my early 20s and wanted to get started again, if I could manage to scrape together 15000 in cash, I'd be pretty happy to get started with that. And, and I, I might even put all 15000 down on a truck. I may buy a truck for 10000 and have 5000 in cash. I'm, I'm big on starting with a really cheap truck because I can always upgrade later. If I start with a truck that was right. too much, it's, it's almost impossible to go backwards. You go buy a $60,000 truck and find out you're struggling to make the payments, go try to sell it and watch what happens. You're screwed. You're, you're going to be lucky if you get 45 yeah. for it when you go to resell it. So now you're probably upside down. But if I buy a $10,000 truck and things are going really well, how hard is it for me to go buy a better truck? It's easy. Just go do it. So I'm a big believer right. in, in start with a really, really cheap truck. So if I had 15000 I might spend ten on a truck, put a couple thousand into fixing it up a little bit, and get started. If I go lease to a carrier, I'm going to get a fuel card. They're going to pay me within two weeks. I mean, I don't need a whole lot of money. I can get started on cash flow if I do it right. But if I do it wrong and I haven't made good decisions, I could crash and burn pretty quickly. So my point is how much money you have isn't critical. I mean, it's certainly a big decision. Which truck you buy is a big decision. But the bigger decision that everybody skips over is are you going to do the hard work to get this down in writing and actually have a plan? Right, that's what I plan on doing for the next two years. I don't, I don't want to get started until about early 2019. So after all the ELD stuff blows over and everything's kind of set in stone and figured out, and the, and the industry kind of settles a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, then my my answer to your question would be: save as much as you can. Right. It, okay. It, well, it, thank you for your advice. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Yeah. Instead of putting some number on it, just it's kind of like when people ask me how much money should I save for retirement. As much as you can. There's no number that's too big. There are numbers that are too small, but there are so many variables. So let's not get too wrapped up in in the numbers, and I'm a big numbers guy, but I I see people that want to get started and they're asking the wrong questions. They don't want to do the real work of planning. They just want an answer that says, well, if I do this, it's all going to work out. It's not that simple. If you plan it right, it's all going to work out. But just thinking that some magic number or the perfect truck or the right carrier is going to make this all work, not going to happen. That's why I don't even recommend carriers anymore. Uh, I have a couple that I really like to work with, Landstar and, and, uh, you know, Traffics in Canada. But you don't see me coming on saying, oh, go, go sign on here. Everything will work. 
no. It, it might not be for you. But I don't know that, and you don't know that because you don't have a plan. And that's really what my course that I'm teaching right now uh, is all about. Having a plan, doing this in a step-by-step way that leads to success. Everything else, just a crapshoot. Let's go to Ohio. John, welcome to the program. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks for taking my call. What can I help you with today? Well, my question is regarding the uh, propagators. Yeah. Uh, mine is currently a mess, and I'm going to uh, continue to get that fixed. But I think what my problem is, is when I started putting in my settlements and uh, getting all that taken care of, I went ahead and I synced up my fuel gauges. And so now uh, I believe what's happened, and you can uh, you can verify this if, if you like, um, is that uh, now it seems like my fuel uh, has been entered twice. Yes. Once on the expenses side through what's been uh, synced. Yep. And then uh, when it's been added from my settlements also. That's exactly what's happened. And there's two easy ways to fix this. And, and we give you options okay. and we can walk you through. And you can call our tribe care team and we'll take more time and walk you through the steps. But I'll give you the big picture right now. You can either stop sinking and run fuel gauges on its own and then you know continue doing what you're doing in profit gauges or leave the sinking on. And when you enter a settlement, you will always enter fuel as retained earnings. And that, that will fix this. So if you have, you know, $1,832 deducted for fuel, instead of putting it under the category fuel, you put it under the category retained earnings. That will balance your settlement, but it won't put that expense towards fuel because you've already done that in fuel gauges. Right. Yeah, I already went ahead and uh, unsynced the fuel gauges. And what I was going to do was I was going to go back in and uh, delete all of the entries on the uh, expenses side. And that way, when I go back to my receipts, the only ones I have to enter are the ones uh, where I uh, paid cash for fuel. Uh, Yes, that's correct. Um, The reason we give you two options. One, I, I don't want people to stop using fuel gauges. Because fuel gauges is such a powerful program on its own, then some people will say, oh, well, why would I enter it in fuel gauges? I can just do it on my settlement and be done with it. You're right. You can for an expense, but you're not tracking your fuel mileage per tank anymore. So we give you both options. I like the benefit of both. Yeah. So so you can do it either way. Turn off the sinking, which you've done. Then you're right. You've got to go back through and delete those for now. Um, And then just use the two systems separately. Or leave the sinking on, but don't categorize things on your settlement as fuel. Just call them retained earnings. Either one works fine. Right. And uh, just, you know, just for information reasons, I am one of your uh, loyal listeners who uh, did things uh, incorrectly to start. And I am in a lease purchase program uh, and I am making it work. Good. But, you know, I, I realized uh, the errors that I made. And I kind of had an idea what I was getting into before I jumped into it because I did some homework before I went ahead and signed the lease. And I accepted those risks when I did it. So I knew kind of what I was getting into. And uh, now I just uh, continue to try and make things better with the information I get from you. So I'm very thankful for uh, all of your hard work and uh, your willingness to share. Well, perfect. Thank you. And and that's, that's exactly what I like to see people do. 
Look, if you're asking me, should you be in a lease purchase? No, don't do it. If you're already in one, I'll do everything I can to help you. And you can succeed. just have to be careful how I say that because I don't want to encourage other people to do it. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. gift, visit SiriusXM.com slash 2017 employees and check it out. And be sure to check out our show, Mad Dog Unleashed, weekdays at 3 Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio Channel 82. Happy holidays. Owner-operator truck drivers. The freight market is hot. Rates are up, and the e-log mandate may push them even higher. Lease your business on with a leading freight board so you can immediately share in the higher rates. Schneider's Choice Program, the premier choice for owner-operators for years, now boasts even more access to freight in a hot market, plus lower operating costs and ELD compliance. Lease on now as a van or tanker owner-operator with Schneider's Choice Program at SchneiderOwnerOperators.com. That's SchneiderOwnerOperators.com. Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice for you. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text RELAX44 to 543543 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. You can get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. Even better, right now you can get your first filter free plus free shipping. Text RELAX44 to 543543 with a huge range of brand and non-brand filters available. Filters Fast is the nation's largest filter home delivery company. You can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? And why not get your first filter free? Find out how by texting RELAX44 to 543543. That's R-E-L-A-X 44 to 543543. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. Do you know the top three promotional items for driving new customers? We do. Do you know how to make your logo come alive and magnetically attract new, long-lasting customers? We do. And do you know how to ensure your logo is delivered on the right promotional items on time at a great price? We do. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Who are we? We're 4imprint, the nation's leading team to make your logo shine on your choice of thousands of promotional items. And right now, we want to share with you, for free, the top three promotional items for driving new customers. Discover them now by texting ACT77 to 88988. Let us show you what a difference the right promotional items can make to help grow your brand. With 4imprint, you'll get high-quality products, exclusive items, popular brands, on-time delivery, and outstanding customer service. That's what we do. Discover the top three promotional items for driving new customers by texting ACT77 to 88988. That's ACT77 to 88988. If you got it, I'll bet just about anything that a truck brought it. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Serious
Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We're going to get right back to the calls. We're off to Minnesota. Matt, welcome to the program. Well, happy Veterans Day. Hey like there. To say thanks to you and all of our other veterans for uh, serving our country. Well, thank you, and I'll, I'll echo that. Thanks to uh, all of the veterans. What's on your mind today? Uh, autonomous trucks. Well, not even autonomous trucks. Yeah. <laughs> autonomous technology. So a while back when we talked about this, we figured, you know, the trucking industry was where it was going to happen because that's where the most money is to be made. Right. Or saved. Right. And I thought about that. I never talked about this on the air, that there is a lot of money in the automobile industry especially in big cities, can you imagine if a company set up the carpool where you just have an app and you say, I'm here at home or wherever you're at and I want to go to wherever, and you don't need to own a car? That it, Did you read the article that I posted earlier this week from the GM executive? I wrote a, a little bit of it or read a little bit of it. Um, that's... Yeah, that's that's his prediction. Could happen. Yeah. And and when you there the auto industry is really really worried right now because it, part of the problem is from my perspective as a 54 year old and growing up in the Midwest, you had a car. I mean, everybody I knew had a car. That was like all you dreamed about. You know, was be turning 16 and getting a car. And we are very, very dependent on our vehicles. But you look at millennials today, and if they live in a city, they don't even want a car. They have no desire to own a car. And and I'm generalizing, obviously, but that trend is getting very strong. So now this, this GM executive says, look, why would you own a car when all you do is open up your app and one shows up in minutes or less? And you get in, you read a book, you talk on your phone, you work, you do whatever you want, and the vehicle takes you where you're going to go. And if you look at how logical this becomes, and somebody responded, oh, well, our infrastructure can't handle that. Well, what a better way to solve some of our infrastructure problems. Because the biggest, do you remember the book Traffic? I think you read it too, right? Yep. Yes, I did. Yeah. Uh, uh, was it Tom? Or Vanderbilt was the last name. Yeah, I think so. Um, yep. Almost all of our traffic problems are caused by humans. Take, take yep. the human element yep. out, and all of a sudden, the speed limits on an interstate could be 130 miles an hour. And you have vehicles moving. Vehicles could be two inches apart. Exactly. Now the same amount of space that we've dedicated to roads handles four times more traffic even more efficiently than we do today. Yep. So, you know, you exaggerated something a little bit when you're talking about the accident. And, you know, autonomous vehicles are going to have accidents. They are going to have fatalities. Yes. You said somebody dies every minute. Oh, I meant to say somebody crashes every minute. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's only every 14 minutes. <laughs> every 14. United, United yeah. States. Right. Yeah. Yep, yeah. There, there I go again. 16, 100, 102 people a day was the average. Yeah. It comes out to 14 minutes. And, you know, I, I thought, oh. and, and, and I, I'm the guy that's sitting here saying, look, I know these things are going to crash. They are. They're going to kill people. They are. We know that. But you have to look at the big picture. They are going to be far more safe and far more efficient than human drivers ever will be. And human drivers are getting worse, not better, because we're so distracted by so many things. We don't want to just drive anymore. Yep. We want to drive and be looking at Instagram and posting on Facebook. And we have, you know, all kinds of devices in the cab or in the car with us making noises and pointing things out. And, and I am to the point now where I don't even like to walk on a road or ride a bike on a road unless I have a sidewalk that is way away from the road. I don't trust people driving anymore. You know, you almost have to be more attentive walking on the edge of a road than you do driving I know. on a road. Yeah. I, I don't even like doing it. There's too many people not paying attention to driving. There's too many distractions now. So the autonomous yeah. technology lets us do whatever we want. Let the technology drive the vehicle. Now, again, I know I'm going to get blasted for this because, you know, eventually there won't be truck drivers anymore. But we have to understand, we're heading that way, and I am still blown away every single day by how fast we are heading that way. I was shocked when I saw on Las Vegas there is a shuttle bus running around with no driver in it right now. And it's not a test. This is the real thing. I was really shocked when three hours after they announced it, it got into an accident. I thought, oh boy, here we go. The technology's already failed. The technology didn't fail at all. It worked perfect. It was a truck driver that backed into it. Yep. So the other technology you talked about, the, um, I already forgot the term. Blockchain? Um, well, yep. The, <laughs> it's funny how you mentioned it was all transparent. Right. And then you said that more than likely will drive rates down. That's what I'm afraid Evan, of. Truck drivers have been <laughs> complaining we need more transparency with the brokers. I know. And I've said for years, no, be careful what you wish for. You don't want transparency. Transparency in rates yeah. always, every example I can ever find, transparency in rates drives prices down. The bidding process drives prices down. Look what happens on eBay. Well, so I commented on one of your posts well over a month ago, I think, on this subject. So all of these technologies, it's the brokers or shippers or whatever kind of funding them and buying them. Yeah. How come trucking companies don't turn this around the other way where we post our available trucks and allow everybody to bid up what they're going to pay us? Right. Because in an auction, auctions benefit the seller. Correct. So if the broker is the one 
selling something on auction or a shipper, if like you ship, whatever, they're getting to the best deal they can possibly get. I think trucking industries should be selling their service on auction so we can get the highest price we can get. I, I, yeah, exactly. Now, I still can't get my head around the entire blockchain thing. I've done a lot of reading on it, and I'm not sure that anybody really gets it because I've even read articles where they say, we're going to explain blockchain. And when I get done with the article, I'm like, uh, you didn't do a very good job explaining it. I'm pretty intelligent, and I'm still confused. Yeah, I mean, I get the, the big picture of it, but I... Yeah. How it's ever going to play out is the question that nobody can answer. Exactly. Because I'm sure you remember when they opened some time capsules from one from like 100 years ago. And the prediction was, you know, because 100 years ago, the automobile was fairly new. Right. And people predicted back then they figured a horse would be more expensive than a car. (laughs) Right. Now, today, 100 years later. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't happen. what people thought. Yeah, yeah, it turned out a little different. So, you know, it's just, you know, we had the autonomous technology, which we're still talking about, which is a big, big thing. I don't want people to forget that piece. That's big. We have the digital broker technology, which is big. And, And now all of a sudden, blockchain gets thrown in here. And on top of blockchain, you have the cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin. There's another really, really confusing subject. I can't get my head around Bitcoin yet. Yeah, I've had a few people call and ask me about investing in that. and Just because they've heard the buzzword, right. you know, because it's been in the news. Right. And they want me to explain it to them. And I got the basics of it, but I I don't know how to explain it correctly. I, I don't either. and And that's always... You know, I tell people all the time, the best way to learn something is to teach it. And that's kind of what I do when I come on the air. I go talk about something, and then my goal is, can I go on the air and teach this so that you can explain it, so that you can understand it? And as I was trying to explain blockchain today, I realized I was failing miserably. So clearly, I don't understand this well enough to teach it yet, which is my goal. As soon as I can teach it to somebody and get them to understand it, then I'll know I've got it right. So, alrighty. Well, there's the music, so we'll catch you another day. All right. Well, thanks for the call. Good stuff. I'm going to get to a break. We'll be right back. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. City, Missouri. From the West Virginia coal mines to the Rocky Mountains and the Western skies, Road Dog Truck and Radio is everywhere. Next time you're in the neighborhood, make sure you stop by Sirius XM Channel 146. 
Aero Truck Sales has just purchased a large package of well-maintained 2013 Freightliner Cascadia XT mid-roof sleepers. While supplies last, make a down payment of $5,000 or more, and Aero will add a $2,500 bonus to your down payment. The 2013 Freightliner Cascadia XT has a huge payload capacity and excellent fuel economy to maximize your profitability. All the trucks from this reputable fleet come with Detroit Power, six aluminum wheels, and virgin drive tires. All trucks in this package come with a ParkSmart HVAC system and Wabco tire pressure monitoring. Prices start as low as $40,950 with mileage from the low 400,000s to the upper 500,000s. To find your nearest Aero location, call 800-250-2776. That's 800-250-2776. Or find us at aerotruck.com. Aero Truck Sales. Going strong for over 65 years. Hey, everyone. This is Edgar Hansen from Discovery Channel's Deadliest Catch. I'm working with Chevron to find some real game changers, people who have found smart, new ways to improve how they do business. For me, that includes helping my crew save time and energy when they're caught in a 36-hour grind and finding ways to make my 40-year-old boat run like she's almost brand new. When it's 20 degrees outside and we're sitting in the middle of a 60-foot wave, we want to catch that crab fast, get it in their tanks quick, and get home safe. Chevron Dello heavy-duty diesel engine oil is a real game changer. I've been using it for more than a decade because I can rely on it to deliver the protection and performance my engine needs to keep running strong. After all, I'm not just a fisherman, I'm a businessman too. Like Dello, I plan to go further with the Northwestern, keeping her on the seas for another 40 years. Dello, let's go further. Are you a game changer? Know someone who is? Share your nominee at chevrondello.com slash game changer. Dello, let's go further. I'm Todd Bork, the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. Not a lot of activity out there in terms of precipitation across the U.S., but we still have some rough conditions and spots. Be careful out there. Also some windy conditions as well, and mainly across the northern-tiered states. As we take a look at the east-west interstates, I-94 and I-96 in Michigan, some gusty winds there, but also watch out for some flakes of snow and a drop of rain or two. That will continue through a good part of the overnight also be dealing with that same type of thing as you work your way down along I-90 and I-80 in parts of the Midwest. Cells were across I-80. Some drops of rain and flakes snow will be around your ride from Iowa into parts of Nebraska as well as Wyoming. I-90 in Washington State, some lower elevation rain showers and some higher elevation snow showers. Also some gusty conditions along that ride along I-90 in the Pacific Northwest and I-84 as well. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers Twice Down the Road Dog Series. It's at 146 on the... Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. Just to give you an idea, this statistic is so crazy that I have a hard time getting my head around it. But if you would have bought $10 worth of Bitcoins in 2010, that was less than eight years ago, $10 worth of Bitcoins in 2010 is now worth almost $14 million dollars. 
that that how do you get your head around that? I can't even get my head around the whole how Bitcoin even works yet. The value of Bitcoin is set forever, which I, I'm a little confused about that. Not the value of each Bitcoin, but the total Bitcoin. Getting your head around a, a, a currency can be really difficult. Comparing currencies can be difficult. Bitcoin is such a new concept that that it's hard to wrap your head around Bitcoin, but this new blockchain technology is kind of wrapped up in that same idea. So I'm not really able to explain this well yet, obviously, uh, but it is my goal. I want to understand this well enough that I can explain it because it's coming. I have no idea what it's going to do, but it's coming. Let's go to... Uh, Jimmy, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. I was going to tell you, I heard a comment the other day. Uh, I was thinking about a wing it. You know how he talks about it's not the have and the have-nots, but it's the, the wills and the will-nots. Yeah. Well, I used to show horses. Another day I was listening to an interview by an old man. He trained cutting horses and a lot of stuff. I mean, I mean he, like, he won the world five times. You're talking to somebody that knows what he's doing, right? Right. And um, and they asked him a question. They said um, uh, about training. Then they asked him, what makes a good cutting horse? Now, they, you know, there's they got to be bred for it. But he said, you want me to tell you what makes a good cutting horse? One that makes a good cutting horse that says, I will. In other words, some of them don't want to do it, and some of them, it, their attitude is, I'm going to learn, I'm going to do this no matter what. Right. When he said that, I thought about. I said, "My gosh, you got a, a top trainer of the world and says what separates them is the one that says I will." Yeah. Isn't it crazy? It, it, Even in animals. Yeah, you're right. It is crazy, but it's a great example of you know. And I see this over and over because I, I try to help people accomplish things. But until I can get them to understand what's really important, and this is an important aspect, this this world trainer, this world class trainer, didn't get down to this little nitty gritty detail or do this. Or th- he just said, "Look, just have the willingness. That that's it, right there. If you have the yeah. willingness, everything else can happen." Uh, and he said, "You know, you can tell. I mean, you can tell as well." I want to make one other comment. You know, he was talking about the, the time capsule deal from the horses and the cars and being more expensive, you know? Yeah. Um, I did um, hear a few weeks ago a four-year-old mare, never had a foal, but sold to be a brood mare for $10 million. Isn't that, That's nuts, isn't it? Isn't that crazy? You know, the, the values we have put on things. The other day I saw one diamond. It, it's some giant pink diamond. And it's worth some ungodly amount of money, just tens of millions of dollars. And I thought, you know what? When it comes right down to it, it's a rock. It's just a stone. It's a pretty stone. And it's a big pretty stone. But is it really worth $11 million? It's just a stone. It's not, you know. I I listened to a guy the other day that he's, he's got the number one album and song on the country music thing, and he's the first one. The first one that was was on an independent label, like his label. You know, he didn't go through the big labels. 
yeah. to achieve this goal. And he said, uh, and they were talking to him, and he said, well, I did, I'm going to the CMA Awards. And he said, I did go buy me a new shirt. You know, I did go buy some new clothes. And he said, you know how much I paid for my shirt? And the guy said, no, how much? He figured he was going to say, you know, a couple hundred bucks. Right. He said, I got me a brand new shirt for fourteen ninety nine. <laughs> right. I know. <laughs> He said, I ain't got to press nobody. I'm not pressing nobody. And it, it's nice. It, and you, here's the crazy thing. I'll be the first one to admit. You could stand him next to somebody that paid $1,400 for their shirt, and I won't be able to tell you the difference. Uh-oh. No. Hey, I, I know you got to go. I do want to make one other comment on something that you just said about teaching. Kevin, when I was in college... Um, I can get into something that I like and enjoy, but something that I don't is hard for me to even study. And there were some classes like microbiology and classes like that that I just hated, but I knew I had to pass them to graduate from college. You know what I did? Honest truth. Every day I would go into my room and I would teach that class. I would literally call on people. I was in my bedroom. I would stand up, put my stuff like on the desk, I would stand up and teach that stuff. I would call on people, and I would say, no, that's not the right answer. Don't you remember we, we covered it here, and I'd hold my notes up? And then the <laughs> next class, I did it every day, and then I added, what? but I kept, I reviewed it every single day that way. And when it came test time, I could look in my mind and see that answer on my page. But I had to teach it. Yep. I literally didn't like the class, but I liked pretending I was teaching you know, that was really, really intelligent of you to develop that. And you just reminded me of a story. And it's really good timing because we're, you know, kind of celebrating Veterans Day. And this happened to me in the military. And I remember it clearly. I forgot all about it so you just told this story. Um, basic training. The, the whole point of basic training is to kind of break your mind and, and retrain you on how to do almost everything. You know, you got to start doing right. things the military way. You walk different, you talk different, you address people different. You have to learn a lot of stuff in a short period of time. You have to learn what all the ranks are. You have to, there's just a lot to learn. And I remember the things like you had to learn how to tear your M16 apart, clean it, put it all back together in so many minutes. You had to learn CPR. You had to learn how to get your gas mask on correct. There was a lot of stuff. And, you know, every time we would have like a little session, okay, today we're going to, you know, work on tearing your M16 apart or, or you know, CPR. And I, I learned pretty easily, but I was struggling. I felt like I was struggling because I, I, I really want to do well on things. So I wanted to ace everything. And the one day we were supposed to be learning CPR, which I was just not comfortable with, and I got stuck kind of being the instructor. And, and I realized that day I learned CPR so much faster because I was having to teach other people. And I barely knew it myself yet, but by the end of the day, I knew it inside and out. So I started volunteering. Yeah, let, let me teach everything. And I did. I started teaching all the little things, and it made it so much easier to learn them all. Yeah. Well, it is. Well, that's what I did, and I made an A in the class. Matter of fact, my last semester, I made all A's but one B in college, and that's how I did it. That, uh, I, uh, I didn't like what I did, but I liked the process of teaching it. That's and, a uh, great and it idea. 
Yeah, what what a great idea. Uh, and I tell people all the time, I never took it quite to that level. Like your study session was, I'm going to teach the class today. Um, for me, I, I learned this in basic training. The more I work to teach people something, even if I didn't understand it yet. It's kind of why I opened up my show today trying to teach you about blockchain because I'm struggling to try to understand it myself. So the more I try to explain it to other people, the sooner I'm going to understand it myself. So anytime you feel like you're, you're trying to learn something and it's difficult, turn it around and try to teach it instead. And I know that sounds crazy. Like, well, how can I teach it? I don't understand it myself. Well, just try. Just be willing to try. There we go back to that. Are you willing to try something? Um, I did a horrible job today explaining blockchain. I know I did. That's okay. The next time I do it, I'll be a little better. And I'll start to understand it more. Let's, uh, let's go to Montana. Scott, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. I was listening to your power hour here midnight here a couple nights ago, and I had a question uh, regarding, you had a, a couple oil samples that you were talking about with Bruce uh, that had really high metal contents in them. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that Bruce, uh, and I also have another question after this, but one of the things that Bruce uh, um, talked about was uh, changing the oil every 10,000 miles, getting an EcoPure or a spinner. And my question is, is I, I've, I've got the EcoPure. I haven't put it on yet. One, because I can't get the plug out of the side of the engine. But anyways, when you have an EcoPure on, how does that not mask those two yeah. problems, those two oil yeah. analyses that you have that had high metal? Yep, Re- really good question. So let me, I've had that question before. It's a very common one, but it's a good one to understand. So let me get to a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about that right after this. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rothenberg. Are you tired of using disorganized freelancers and losing money? Here's your solution. Auctionsoftware.com has ready-made high-quality software and developers to customize your dream idea into reality at an affordable cost. We can make your dream idea go live in as little as four to eight weeks. A team of developers will be assigned to work on your project. They'll tailor your next big idea in forward, reverse, silent auction, marketplace, peer-to-peer marketplace, or e-commerce site with the power to own all the code we write for your project. Our developers are experienced in Node.js, Ruby, iOS, and Android. Based in Dallas, Texas, we've been in business for over five years. Our wealth of reviews speak for itself for building web and app projects. 
Try us today. Create your online business with a single vendor or multi-vendor marketplace connecting buyers and sellers. If we don't deliver what we promise, you'll receive money back guaranteed. Go to auctionsoftware.com. Downloadable software at auctionsoftware.com. That's A-U-C-T-I-O-N software.com. If you're dealing each month with credit card or other heavy debt, the best thing you can do is find ways to get out from under it. One way to alleviate the crushing interest is to refinance your home. That way you consolidate high interest debt into a more manageable monthly payment. And it just takes a 10-minute call to get started. The salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing will listen to your unique situation, discuss your financial goals, and then help customize a loan program to meet your needs. And with access to every loan in the industry, you can feel confident they have the solution you need for lower monthly payments and less overall debt. They're currently saving customers up to $1,000 a month. Call now and you may be able to close in as fast as 10 days. 800-910-4055 or online, AmericanFinancing.net. That's 800-910-4055 or online, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. Meet happy with Zoom video conferencing. Zoom gives you flawless video, crystal clear audio, and instant sharing across any mobile, tablet, or desktop device. But the best thing about Zoom? It just works. So ditch the distractions, join the movement, and meet happy with Zoom video conferencing. Visit zoom.us to set up your free account today. That's zoom.us. Zoom video conferencing. Boat Dog Live with KC Phillips. It's going to be some great conversation. It's only going to be that way if you join us on the show. Weekdays from 4 to 7 p.m. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. I'm going to go back to the phones. I was talking with Scott in Montana. So, Scott, really good question. So, first, for each different type of contaminant, there's a slightly different answer. Let's talk about wear metals first. The interesting thing about wear metals is the, the best filter on the market which I think is the EcoPure, but there are actually some filters out there that go a little smaller down, a a little uh, smaller micron size. Um, The problem is no matter how small you make the micron size, you're not getting the wear metals out. They're too fine. They stay in there and they continue to build up over time. And that's why one, one oil sample you might hear me review and say 40 parts per million on iron is too high And I might look at another sample and it might be 120 and I might say it's okay because it's based on how many miles are on that oil. The more and more miles we put on the oil, the higher the wear metals are going to go because they're too small for us to filter out. But we also know that they're so small they're not doing any damage. So when it comes to wear metals, we're not really filtering them out at all. So we're getting a good indication of what's going on. If we look at something like fuel, okay. um, fuel, 
the the eco pure actually has the ability to boil the fuel out of the oil it has the heating element which most bypass filters don't have then people will say well if we boil the fuel out how are we going to know we had fuel dilution because there are trace elements left and that's what we test for we're testing for the trace elements that are left it's also why on our samples we don't look for coolant because the OPS could boil the coolant out, we're looking for sodium and potassium because those are the trace elements that are left that we can measure. So we look okay. at, that's why we want to know, is there a bypass filter on the truck when we submit the sample? And we need all those numbers. How many miles are on the oil? How many miles are on the engine? Because we look at every reading differently based on those variables. It's the other reason why people have asked me many, many times, Kevin, why don't you just put out a chart that says if iron's this high or if silicon's this high? Because it's not a chart. It's not static. It's, it, it's dynamic. It changes based on all the other factors. Okay. Okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah, so that's, that's why it, you'll, you'll hear me sometimes give two totally different answers um, that, that seemed like it should have been the same answer, but I answer it differently. Because looking at oil samples, we look at all the factors in the big picture. What engine is it? What year is it? How many miles are on the engine? How many miles are on the oil? If soot is this high, then where metals might look different. If the base has dropped, then that's going to change the way we read this. It's a really dynamic, changing um, formula that we use to determine when a reading is too high or too low or right on. So that's why. Um, It's one of those things that I wish I could simplify, it's just you just have to have the experience of looking at oil samples or being taught. And I've had both. I've been trained in reading oil analysis, and I still continue to take courses on it. And I've looked at, not exaggerating, I'll bet I've looked at more than 10,000 oil samples. Let's, uh, let's go to Portland. Alex, welcome to the program. Hey, Mr. Rutherford. Uh, if I can get you to do me a quick favor and put on your fuel consumption hat for a moment. I can do that. What's on uh, your mind? 20, I have a 2013 T700 MX-13 motor, 13-speed transmission, uh, full of step deck. I'm 75 to 80,000 pounds. I'd say probably 60% of the time. The rest of the time, I'm in the 60 to 65,000 pound range. Um, looking for ways to get this 5.98 30-day average up, and I'm also looking at ways to get my 6.27, I believe it was, uh, lifetime, which is August of last year, up. Okay. Um, Being that I pull a step deck, I pull a lot of machinery, a lot of trailers, a lot of uh, that kind of thing. I don't really get into the tarp loads and whatnot. I prefer the equipment. So aerodynamics is not something I'm going to be able to go ahead and deal with that I can tell. Well, you can, uh, but but we have to approach it differently. So you like the ugly freight? Yes, exactly. I like the stuff that everybody goes on ahead and says, uh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I no, like it, the stuff that, 
you know, when everybody else here is starting to snow and rain and whatnot, everybody's running down to I-10. I want to run up to I-94. There you go. Okay. Got um, it. You're you know, a, I'm, I, I'm, the, I'm the goofball, the oddball. You're the contrarian. Um, I, there you go. Perfect yeah. Word for it. Yep. You're I the, made you're, a phone call over to, and this gets to the other part of what I was telling uh, Miss Lisa about. Um, I made a phone call over to uh, Pittsburgh Power a week ago Friday. Okay. And in case Bruce is listening, I don't want to get the guy in trouble, so I'm not going to say his name. Okay. But I prefaced it with, this is going to be a late January, at the earliest, most likely the end of February, time of coming in to go on ahead and do anything. Okay. Um, and then I was trying to figure out how big of a stack of cash do I need to put together to bring down to them to get done what I wanted to do, which is going to be OPS, Fleet Air. Um, I wanted to get the Dorothy... And when I talked to him, I was talking with him about getting the computer program, but I'm starting to rethink that and maybe thinking go PowerBox instead. Um, I didn't discuss that with them at all, but, you know, it's... I, it's I can help you with that. Fun, yeah, I can help you with that. So okay. the, let's just do that one right now since we're on it because there's a lot of things we could talk about here. The, the PowerBox, I, I don't want to say it's outdated technology because it's not. But the PowerBox was developed for a very specific reason, because back when the PowerBox was developed, the ECMs were fairly simple, and you didn't have a lot of things you could change in there. So there, there wasn't enough programming they could do in those early ECMs, so they created, the PowerBox is almost a second ECM. It takes the information that's coming out of the ECM and it alters it. And that gave them more control over that rather than not being able to do it inside the ECM. The newer engines, the ECMs are so sophisticated that we're really moving more towards just programming ECMs because there's even more we can do than the PowerBox could do. So the PowerBox, there are still some engines that I absolutely love the PowerBox on. But there are a lot of engines where I, I would lean towards the tuning instead. Okay, with that in mind then, I run, most of the stuff that I run is going to be west of 35. I, I might make it out to the 55 three or four times a year. Okay, now with the, with the broker that I run for, I can call him up right now and say, I want to go to Pittsburgh. Uh, here's the load that I found. He'll book it for me, and I'll go. Okay, okay? got it. Um, so so I can go ahead and go out there with no problem, but the majority of my time, like I say, is west of 35. Okay. So if I do something to this truck, if I blow a clutch or something like this, and I have to have this thing taken to Kenworth, the first thing they're going to do without even saying a word to me is plug it into their computer and, quote, unquote, update it. So now, is that going to override the $2,500 or whatever it is? And I just I think he said $2,200 that it would be to program to where now i got to find another load back out to Pittsburgh, pay him another $2,200, as opposed to just that one time of however much the power box it is. So, All you do is unplug that and plug that back in. Yeah, so, so I would have you talk to them directly about this, but I can give you kind of the general overview. Not every time you take your truck into a dealer are they going to upload and, and wipe out your programming. In fact, it shouldn't happen all that often. Um, but it's a possibility, so we do need to be aware of it. Now, Pittsburgh Power realizes that, and there's no way they're going to charge everybody $2,200 every time they do this. The reason it's $2,200, period, people say, well, 
how can they charge that much? All they're doing is plugging in and, and hitting a button and it uploads. And there's a little more to it than that. But what you're paying for is their years and years and years of development. So they, they need, oh, yeah. But once you've bought that from them, they're not going to try to get $2,200 out of you every time. I mean, you already paid for their development. They, and they can remotely tune that ECM. So you might be able to go someplace much closer to you, plug in, and they'll just re-upload the, the program you already had. They like to have the truck the first time, especially because they can put it on the dyno. They can test things. They can make sure everything's working right. They can tweak it for you. Then they upload it. Well, a month from now, if you say, hey, my program got wiped out, you might be able to pull into someplace on the West Coast. They have, they're adding remote tuning centers all the time. They pull up your records in Pittsburgh, know exactly what your tune was, and they even have the file sitting there. They just reload it. So it's not, okay. yeah, so it, it's a pretty cool system and it's getting better all the time. So again, when it okay. comes right down to it, they'll, they'll really help you with that when it's time. Um, but getting back to overall fuel economy, um, let me get to a break. We'll come back and we'll talk about kind of an overall plan that you could be putting together for that truck. Um, and, and you're doing this early. Like you said, this isn't going to be January or later. This is perfect. You can kind of get your plan in place right now. We'll be right back. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Discovery journey. And again at 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Because it is a gift to the world. Exclusively on Road Dog Trucking Radio and on the Sirius XM app. Hello, truck drivers. I'm Carrie Hallett Paris, and I hire truck drivers for Walmart. Walmart Transportation has driving job opportunities at many locations across the United States. Walmart offers full time, flexible schedules with competitive pay within the driving industry. Many driver benefits, including medical, start on day one. And no-touch freight driving for an industry leader. Driving for Walmart is a great career opportunity. Why wait any longer to apply? And there are openings for safe professional drivers right now. Walmart pays for mileage, activity, and even offers a safety incentive you can earn each quarter of the year. If you are interested in advancing your driving career, see if Walmart is hiring in a place you'd like to work by visiting www.driveforwalmart.com and then apply online. That's drive, the number four, walmart.com. It could be the last job you will ever apply for. Walmart is an equal opportunity employer. Patrick Gamble is a trucking legend. He goes by the CB handle Swamp Fox and hauls cargo on the open road with his trusty dog diesel. Patrick protects what he's built with affordable coverage from Progressive Commercial, where he gets flexible payments with big-time discounts and savings, which he spends on diesel, the dog, and the fuel. 
but mostly the dog. Find out what makes Progressive the number one insurer of truck and legends across America. Visit ProgressiveCommercial.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, number one truck insurer from SNL Financial's 2014 National Written Premium Data. Rock legend Billy Joel returns to the Beatles channel. There are places I remember to take you on a -a one-of-a-kind guided tour through the Beatles albums of 1966. It was a fun adventure to go where they went. Billy Joel takes control of the Beatles channel. It touched a lot of people. It was a very exciting time. Throughout the weekend, Sirius XM Channel 18 and streaming on the Sirius XM app. I'm Todd Bork, the Weather Channel, with an interstate weather update. Take a look at the north-south interstate starting west. We have some floor elevation rain showers and some gusty winds along I-5 in Washington State and parts of Oregon, even a higher elevation flake of snow. Also dealing with some spotty light rain and spotty snow all parts of I-29, Dakotas into Iowa. I-75, some snow showers and rain in there in parts of Michigan. I-39, I-55, and I-57 in Illinois. We have drops of rain and flake of snow possibility, particularly in the parts of Illinois that does extend along I-55 elsewhere into Missouri as well. I-35, we have that light rain and snow mix and turning over to all snow. It'll be along your ride in parts of Iowa and Missouri in the parts of Kansas as well. Of course, the farther south you are, the more likely it is rain. The farther north, the more likely it is snow. We also have some spotty rain showers, I-95 and I-75 in Florida. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather for Drivers Twice Down the Road Dog Series at 146. taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. Now, now, back to Trucking Business and Beyond, the show that puts the money where it belongs, back in your pocket. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're heading into the third and final hour of the program. Still plenty of time to get through 8888 Road Dog. I'm going to go right back to the phone calls. I was talking with Alex in Portland. So, um, Alex, there's two things, two like big things I would do. One, I, I always start before we modify a truck for fuel economy, we always make sure everything's functioning properly so that we're getting the correct fuel economy before we modify. So things like testing the charger cooler, making sure the overhead's set properly, pulling an oil sample, those kind of things so that there aren't problems. You know, if we pull an oil sample and there's 2.3% soot, we have some work to do to figure out why before we spend any money upgrading or modifying. So that that's number one. Figure out, you know, right. when are you going right. to do yeah. those things. Yeah. Then what I would do yeah, is I that... Did, uh, the overhead I did right out a year ago, uh, it's been 102,000 miles. Uh, the Charger cooler, I talked to the Kenworth dealer when I was at home, and... People are, the people that I've told about this tell me I'm an absolute retard for listening to it. But basically, the guy told me it's like $20 more to go on ahead and buy a new charger cooler and have it put on because the amount of labor that they have to do to take it off and send it out to have it tested. And hold hold blah, on. Blah, blah, blah. Hold, hold on. So I, I would love to get whoever told you that on my show because we don't take charger coolers off to test them. I know what he wants to do. He wants to take it off and put it in a dunk tank. That's a, yeah, yeah, that is, not only is it unnecessary, it's the absolute wrong way to do this because the odds are you're going to create a leak if you don't put it all back together right. So we would never, ever 
go through all that trouble. That We have two ways of testing a charger or cooler that are drop-dead simple. I mean, I, I did, this goes back several years ago, but I pulled into a Home Depot one day, and I took pictures of this whole process. I pulled into the Home Depot in a truck, tractor, and had no tools with me, and I walked into Home Depot, bought all the tools and all the supplies I needed for less than $50 to build my own charger cooler tester out in the parking lot and test my charger cooler. And starting from zero with no tools available and no parts, it took me two hours to walk into the store, find everything I needed to build the tester, find all the tools I needed to take the boots off and all that, and actually test the charger cooler in the parking lot. That's one way. We just pressure. I'm remembering a few years ago that there was a, uh, I think it was on your show is where I had heard it, there was a company out in Tennessee somewhere up by Knoxville or something, if memory serves, that was going on ahead and doing it for like 50 bucks or something. They were doing a test with some kind of smoke Uh, compressor or something. Well, that was another test that I developed, that I was working with uh, Truck City Service at the time, and we developed the smoke test for the charger cooler. So you can pressure test it, which is drop-dead simple. You can smoke test it, which is actually easier. Uh, There's less work to smoke testing one. You just have to have the smoke machine to do it. Uh, But almost every automotive shop, truck shops don't have a smoke machine because we don't have vacuum systems. All the auto shops use smoke machines to check out the vacuum systems on the engines. So you could pull into an auto shop and I could show a mechanic in about five minutes how to use their smoke machine and test my charger cooler. So absolutely get it tested because the dealer that told you, you know, it's easier to replace it is just so far off base, it's not even funny. Um, So test it. Having an overhead done doesn't really tell me anything because I see them done improperly all the time. So the way I know if an overhead was done is, you know, after it's done, let's get an oil sample and let's see if everything is looking correct. Let's see that we don't have a lot of soot, any fuel, those kind of things. So that's why the oil sample is a part of those checks, because if something isn't right, there's a good chance we can catch it in the oil sample. Now, once we're done with all that... Then what I would do is, and Pittsburgh Power is a great resource for this. T&E Tire in Kansas City is a good resource for this. Both of those shops carry virtually everything we talk about for fuel economy. There are a couple exceptions, like the flow below you can get on our site, a couple other things. But what I tell people is, first off, sit down and make a list of everything that works on your truck. Like the Pittsburgh Power muffler does not work on your truck. You don't have a muffler. So that one's off the list, but a fleet air filter will, the fast system will, the OPS and synthetic oil will, the flow below will, the air tabs will. You go on and on and on, and you make a list of all of them. Then you sit down with a shop that does all this and say, okay, give me a price on this installed. And you work your way all the way down the list, putting in a price installed. And then I tell people, just once you have all those prices, List it from cheapest to most expensive and just start working down the list. And what you could do is you could say, okay, in February, I plan on having $8,000 saved for fuel mileage upgrades. And you can just start down your list and go, okay, this one and this one and this one and this one. And when you run into $8,000, you quit. And there's your list. 
Yeah, that was basically what I did when I talked to that gentleman over there in uh, in Pittsburgh the other day. Uh, and I mean, even and the thing that really impressed me with him is even after I prefaced it with it's going to be a while before I come down, he still spent 15 minutes on the phone with me. So I mean, it's, oh, wow, okay, you know. And then I yeah. asked him about the whole, you know, for the for the OPS and for the fleet air. You know, I mean, do I have those shipped from you directly to them, or do I have it shipped to my house and bring it with me? And you know, I mean, it must have sounded absolutely retarded to him because he's like, no, we keep that stuff here on the shelf. But he it, didn't actually make me feel like a retard. I just I was really impressed with the guy, really. Well, well, good, um, good. Yeah, and, and and that's why we, you know, when we partner with a company like Pittsburgh Power T&E, we spend a lot of time with them so that they know the products, they know how to install them, we have good pricing. So that way, if we send you in there, I, I'm, you know, not to say somebody isn't going to make a mistake once in a while, but we're confident that not only can you get everything we talk about, they understand it. They have a good price on it. They're good at installing it. You know, I was sending people, you know, to wherever to get their fasts installed. And I had people coming back spending outrageous amounts of money because the shop wasn't familiar with it and charged them for all the time. Well, if you go to a shop that does them all the time, it's going to take seven or eight hours, not 14. Right, right. Now, as far as the actual... Real quick on the oil sample itself. I'm actually going to go on ahead, either today or tomorrow, I'm going to be getting my oil changed on this truck. Um, is it, do I, what do I need for that? Do I need a gallon? To, would a gallon be sufficient for the, for the oil test, or would it be uh, about, about four ounces, if that? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Our, our, sample, our sample bottle is about the size of a standard prescription bottle. Yeah, it's, it's, okay, uh, I'll call you guys back on uh, uh, next week then, and I'll go ahead and get one of those sent out again after I get uh, after I get paid off Friday. Um, I'll have you guys send one of those to my place. Yep, there uh, you go. I'll yeah, just real. I'll just have them fill up a gallon jug right now when I get the oil change. Yeah, just um, just have them fill it from midstream. Like when you first pull the plug out, you don't want to get that first couple inches because there's usually a lot of contamination right there. You know, let it run a little bit. Stick even a, a pint under there. A, a small container will be plenty. You don't need a gallon. Get a get a pint or a half a pint out of there. You'll be just fine. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Well, now I've got a got a better starting point, I guess. And uh, thank you for your time. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Let's see. I'm going to jump into another call here. Let's go to Indiana. Eric, welcome to the program. Hello, Kevin. How are you? Good. What can I help you with today? Well, uh, I am a owner-operator leased on to a large carrier. We pick our own loads and everything, um, and I'm and I'm wanting to go get my own authority and go buy my own trailer and do the do the the independent thing. Okay. And I think it was last week you talked about talked to somebody else, and you said, well. You know, find some local brokers in your area. Uh, how do you find local brokers? And uh, the other thing I wanted to ask about was your CMC. Evidently, I thought I missed it this year, but Lisa said you didn't have one for this year. You're going to have one in 18. Correct. And does will I be able to get learn how to... Uh, pick loads off the load board. How do you get paid for loads? All that kind of stuff that right now 
the big lease company takes care of for me. Ye- you know, uh, that's that's what I'm afraid of making the big jump into. Yeah. The so so we, we've you know? got. So to answer a couple questions, first off, at the CMC, yes, you will have the opportunity to learn all of that stuff. It's, so we break the CMC into three lanes, and we're actually thinking about a fourth lane. We haven't quite wrapped that one up yet. So let me, uh, let me get to a break. I'll come back. I'll explain the difference in the three lanes at the CMC, and then I'll tell you the other things we're working on right now. In fact, I spent all morning on it. That will help you a lot with what you're trying to do. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Celebration throughout the weekend on Hits 1. First in the pop category or listen anytime using the Sirius XM app. Are you an accountant who cringes at the thought of client payroll? That seven-letter word that sends shivers up your spine and puts a deep wrinkle in your forehead? Let Sure Payroll help with a super easy, fully secure solution that gives you the control you demand and the flexibility you need to meet your small business clients' needs. Refer your clients to Sure Payroll and get trusted, affordable online payroll with complete access to your clients' payroll data. Plus, you'll get $100 for every referral. Handling payroll in-house? No problem. Sure Payroll provides a top-rated client-facing online payroll solution complete with your firm's name and color scheme. And because we get accountants, you'll get total control of your pricing and billing. And Sure Payroll will take on the tedious task of tax pay and file. Sure Payroll is client payroll done your way, trusted by thousands of accountants across the country. Get a free look at how easy your payroll can be and call Sure Payroll at 800-410-2599. That's 800-410-2599. 800-410-2599. Are you looking for a job or looking for a better one? Are you tired of applying for a job only to feel like your application fell into a black hole? Then you need to try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter understands how frustrating it can be to apply for a job and never hear back. And that if you've taken the time to apply, you deserve to know where you stand every step of the way. When you apply for a job on ZipRecruiter, you can choose to get status updates. These alerts will let you know when your application has been received and when a real live person has actually viewed it. And if you don't get the job, you'll know when it closes so you can move forward to the next opportunity. Knowing where you stand keeps you in control of your job search. That's what makes ZipRecruiter the smartest way to get hired. To find a job you love today, download the top-rated ZipRecruiter app on iPhone or Android. Or get started at ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. Once again, head to ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. Home isn't just a place. It's a feeling. Whether you're at home, your business, or online, ADT helps keep you safe. With security systems, home automation, alarms, and surveillance. 
so you can feel at home wherever you are. Go to ADT.com to get that feeling. ADT. Home. Safe. Home. At 7 a.m. East, it's the Dave Nemo Show. With news, traffic, and weather updates, we'll get you where you need to be. Exclusively on... Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-RODOG. I'm going to go back to Eric in Indiana. So, Eric, to answer your question, yeah, lane three, the whole week is designed for you. For somebody who is a carrier, wants to become a carrier, already has done it, needs to know how to work with brokers, how to get customers, invoicing, compliance. That's what the whole week is about, being a carrier. Whereas lane two is all about you know, being leased to a carrier with your own truck. Lane one is all about buying your first truck. So one of the other things that we're doing um, is that we realized we've been doing the CMC for 12 years now. So we've got a lot of experience at this. We've done it a long time. It keeps getting bigger and bigger. But the one piece of feedback we always get is there's so much information that we can't cram it all into a week. And and my I always want to put out more information because there's even more to learn, but there's only so much time. You know, five days seems like a long time, but it's really not for the amount of information we try to get across. So what we're doing, not to replace the CMC, but to enhance and augment the CMC, is we're building our online courses. So now you can take courses throughout the year on these same topics online. Some of them I'm even teaching in person, like I'm teaching a six-week course right now, so that you're able to absorb the information all year. And then when you come to the CMC, we'll be able to dive so much deeper. Because what happens now is people get to the CMC and they're starting from you know ground zero And I've got to try to get everybody up to speed, and we just run out of time. Whereas now, if people are are working through these courses all year, we'll be able to get so much more done at the CMC, dive deeper into more advanced strategies and things like that. So just this morning, I spent all morning outlining the – we have six courses in the works right now that are all about what you're asking, how to get started with your own authority. And we're working with uh, truckstop.com to create these because they have a lot of great tools and a lot of resources. So um, we will be releasing online courses that are exactly what you're looking for, and they're designed to lead you to the CMC and we're even working on a true certification for a, you know, a care a small carrier certification program. Okay. Um. The shoot. The other thing, how do you? I mean, 
the getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, do, you, do you hire a um, uh, um, what's it called? Where uh, I without where you no. Pay, where you pay? Go ahead. I, I was going to say, without knowing how you're going to finish that sentence, I can almost answer it. No, don't hire anybody because you're not going to be able to afford to hire anybody um, in, in the beginning. But but it's not hard to get paid, and it's getting easier all the time. If you and I'm just going to use Convoy as an example, and, and I'm not in any way saying everybody should be using Convoy. I'm just looking at what technology is already doing in this part of the industry. If I decide that I work want to work with Convoy, and Convoy is a broker, but they're they're what we're now referring to as a digital broker. They have their own app. If I open up Convoy's app and I see a load that I like, I can bid on it or I can accept the price that's already there. If I don't like the price, I can bid. If they accept my price and I choose to move that load, the money's going to show up in my bank account. I, I don't have to do anything. All of that's connected ahead of time. And the money just shows up. That's the beauty of some of these new technologies. Now, there could be a downside. Now, are they considered a factoring company? No, they're not a factoring company. And, and what they're doing is brokers are getting smart and, and realizing that owner-operators do need an easy way to get paid quicker. And factoring is outrageously expensive, so I don't recommend factoring to anybody. And these brokers are saying, look, we'll float them the money. Um, We can do that. We have the technology. It makes it really easy. So you don't have to factor. You don't have to invoice. You don't have to do any of that stuff. You just sign up. You you connect the accounts up front. You accept the load. The money shows up. Those are some of the tools that companies like Convoy are going to use to try to get you to work with them all the time. Now, whether or not you want to move every load through Convoy, probably not. Not right now, anyway, because they don't have enough loads. They don't always have the best rates. But that's kind of where we're headed. Um, Truckstop.com offers a technology to their brokers called LoadPay. And it's kind of the same thing. It's like an automated payment. There is even some factoring involved in LoadPay. But it's a factoring that I actually kind of like because you have total control. You don't have to factor every load. You don't even have to factor every load the same. You could say, I want, I want paid today on this load, but the load I pull tomorrow, I may be able to wait 10 days for because I don't need the cash right now. And the longer you put off the payment, the more money you get paid. So that's another technology that's making payment easy. The other way, kind of the old tried and true way, the way we've always done it, is you have an invoicing program, and when you pull a load, you create an invoice for that load, and and everybody who's going to pay you may have a different system. One of them wants a picture of the bill of lading. One of them wants three other forms. So really, almost every broker out there is different. Then if you ever wanted to go pull for a, a shipper directly, you have to figure out how you're going to invoice them. That's one of the reasons why shippers don't like dealing with individual carriers. They'd rather just hire a broker. Because if they hire 15 individual carriers every day, that's 15 different invoices they have to deal with. 
That's just one piece of it. So, yeah. so they're, they're not, there isn't one answer to what you're asking, but what I can tell you, and I know everything when you don't know it feels really confusing and complicated. Once you do know it, you look at it and go, oh, yeah, well, that's kind of simple. Um, getting your money is not that big of a deal. It, there's different ways. Okay. It's getting better all the time, though. Um, quick, lots and lots of brokers offer quick pay options now. Get paid in one day, get paid in seven days, and don't pay anywhere near what you would pay to a factoring company. Okay. And uh, how do you find local brokers? A um, couple ways. Um, one, you could just start looking them up online. Um, two, once you have your um, MC number, you can use a service like truckstop.com because truckstop.com is almost every broker in the country is signed up with them. So that becomes a great place to find the brokers and you sort and search for them locally. And then what I recommend is, you know, you do some homework, you find two or three brokers, you start making some phone calls and ask them what kind of freight do they specialize in? You know, because every broker is a little different. They all have different customers. They're, some of them specialize in a certain kind of freight. And you find a match that's near you somewhere. And, you know, maybe they have some customers that you like. Maybe they have the type of freight that you like. And something owner-operators almost never do, but I would absolutely do, is once I found that broker, I'd be setting up a breakfast or a lunch meeting or a dinner meeting. Take them to a ball game. You know, get to know them and build that relationship and and let them know, you know, here's why you're going to want to use me. I'm a really conscientious carrier. I've been driving for 25 years. I have 2.3 million miles accident free. I take care of my truck well. I I really want to provide the best customer. You're basically selling yourself at that point. Here's what a lot of owner operators don't realize. That broker is your customer. That's how this works. The, yeah. the broker is hiring you to perform a service. So in any business, we have to sell ourselves to our customers. Why does this broker want to use us? And more important, it's not so much why do they want to use you because right now brokers are begging for trucks. Why do they want to pay you more? That's really what I'm trying to set up. I'm, I'm just not trying to say, hey, look, I'm a carrier. You can put freight on my truck. I'm selling them so that they know when I start negotiating for a higher rate, they'll know why. I've already sold them on why they should pay me more because I'm better. That, that's, that's the whole point of selling. You, you want to sell them on right. why they should pay you more because they can find a truck. I mean, happens every minute of every day. But we want to start building right. relationships and, and treating these brokers like they are our customers. And maybe we only need three or maybe five really good brokers that we build a relationship with and they keep us busy. That's really right. what you're shooting for. So, Eric, you are asking great questions right now. Keep asking. Keep listening. We're going to have a ton of resources for you in the next six months, even sooner, but definitely in the next six months. We'll be right back. Stick around. 
Kevin Rutherford. It's more than truck payments. It's more than maintenance. It's more than insurance. Weeknights at 12 a.m. Pick up the phone and ask the question on Road Dog Trucking Radio. Owner-operators, does your truck need an engine overhaul but you lack the cash or credit? Is your bruised credit preventing a truck purchase? Call CAG Truck Capital. Good credit, bad credit, startups, and even bankruptcy. Qualify for your loan over the phone at 800-932-CASH. 800-932-CASH. Mention promo code TRUCKS1 and get $500 off your first payment. Call 800-932-CASH. Get the cash you need and get back on the road at 800-932-CASH. Washington, D.C., after hours, because politics and the news never stop. The conversation is just getting started, and that's why Shannon Bream is now live every weeknight from the Capitol to the White House. What happens in this town never stops impacting you. That's why she's digging into every agenda, issue, and event that could shake up the country. Get the facts, get the expert analysis, and get it all live. Fox News at night with Shannon Bream, every weeknight on the Fox News Channel. I keep hearing this thing called yoga, but I get my inner peace from PrePass. It's the most reliable way station bypass and e-tolling platform in North America. And right now, you can free yourself with one free month of service. No yoga pass required. Call 888-559-PASS. Use the promo code RoadDog or visit prepass.com. 888-559-7277 or visit prepass.com slash RoadDog. Namaste. Is that how you say it? I dipped tobacco for 18 years, and now that scares me. I used to do it after hockey games or on long car rides, then it became a habit. I never used to pay much attention to the potential side effects, but now I'm older, with a family, now I need to. I still have the urges, but these days I pack naturally with Jake's Mint Chew. It's non-nicotine, tobacco-free, made of USDA-certified organic mint. Jake's is long cut, holds well, has good flavor, and helps me avoid going for my chew tobacco. I've turned my friends on to Jake's, and I'm recommending it to you. Go to jakesmintchew.com. Chew healthy, chew mint. Now available in pouches. I'm Todd Boyd, the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. Not a lot of activity out there in terms of precipitation across the U.S., but we still have some rough conditions and spots. Be careful out there. Also some windy conditions as well, and mainly across the northern-tiered states. As we take a look at the east-west interstates, I-94 and I-96 in Michigan, some gusty wind there, but also watch out for some flakes of snow and a drop of rain or two. That will continue through the part of the overnight also be dealing with that same type of thing as you work your way down along I-90 and I-80 in parts of the Midwest. Cells were across I-80. Some drops of rain and flicks snow will be around your ride from Iowa into parts of Nebraska as well as Wyoming. I-90 in Washington State, some lower elevation rain showers and some higher elevation snow showers. Also some gusty conditions along that ride along I-90 in the Pacific Northwest and I-84 as well. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers Twice Down the Road Dog Series. It's at 146. And I'm the-
Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We're down to the last half hour of the program. Still some time to get through, so keep dialing. I'll get to as many calls as I can. We're off to Missouri. Gary, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. How's it going? Good. What can I help you with today? Hey, I'm just curious. Uh, I work for that company out of Florida that you like to work with, and I'm just wondering if you can elaborate on the work that you're doing with them. Is it more for the company and management, or is it something that uh, maybe us drivers think that there may be a uh, morsel of change? Um. I'm not doing any. I, I've been working with them for a couple decades now. I mean, it, it's sometimes I go a year without doing anything. Um, right now, I am actually putting together. This isn't set in stone yet. I don't even know if I should mention this yet. Um, but it's more for the BCOs. It's um, some pot- there, well. That's yeah, that's what I'm looking for. A, a glimmer or morsel that just before I do something drastic and. You know, thinking that maybe I should hang on and, you know, anything is encourageable because we're really not getting any information from them at all or anything. And that's what we're looking for is just something. I I don't have anything like top secret. And if I did, I wouldn't be able to share it with you anyway. There are companies that, that, you know, (laughs) I I literally have to sign legal documents. I do it all the time called non-disclosure where I'm absolutely not allowed to say anything. Um, there's nothing like that really going on. I'm working on a couple programs. We haven't finalized them yet, so I, I don't think they want me mentioning what they are. But it, it's it's more for cool. yeah. It's on the BCO side. Um, you know, unless I, honestly, it's just my personal opinion. Knowing Landstar, knowing what's going on in the industry right now, the only reason I think I would ever leave there if I had trucks there would be to go get my own authority. I, I'm just not sure that there's much out there that that would, you know, cause me to leave. I right. like their system. I mean, you know what it's like. It's it's that you know kind of happy yeah, I mean, happy medium. Issues and stuff like that too. But that's right. We're spoiled and right. think the grass is greener type thing. But that is one of the things that I am looking at because I can I didn't burn that bridge. I've been here 18 years now, and yeah, you know, I think I can still have a relationship with the people that I built the relationship with. So yeah, I mean. I just, yeah, I was just wondering if there was something like that, because for them to use somebody like you, that kind of tells me that maybe they're trying to get a little bit more feedback from us guys, sort of kind of through your experience, and I thought that it may be a positive sign. Yeah, it it is, and you know, the other thing we've always worked with them on is is training. You, You know their system, and you know it's not set up for the guy who, you know, just started a lease purchase program. I mean, their system, it's kind of the next level up. You should have your ducks in a row. You should know how to run. You know, you should be kind of, I consider it the next level, you know, of just being leased to a carrier that tells you what to do all the time. You have a lot more responsibility over that. like you say, the next Right, the next step to going on your own because, you know, I listen to a lot of these guys and they're, they're, they're anxious to get on their own and stuff. The best thing that I could tell them to do is don't worry about the money and all that. If you're thinking about it now, do your homework on how the industry works and how people come up with rates and who to get freight from. You know, make yourself knowledgeable about that because the money for down payment and who you're going to go with is all going to be the last step you do. You really want to get to know 
how that freight moves and why it moves that way before you just go buy a truck and think, hey, I'm just going to go hire on a XYZ company because exactly. they can pull my trailer for 3,000 miles a week. Exactly. And, you know, moving to Landstar is kind of that next level. And that's why I say I can't imagine, right. and I'm not saying it would never happen, but I can't imagine right. leaving Landstar to go lease onto another carrier. Uh, unless it was a no, maybe a going backwards. That's kind of the way I see it most of the time. If I were to leave there, it would only be because I want to go get my own customers and do everything on my own, and that's a big step. Right on. All right, Kevin. Well, I appreciate that. Like I say, we're we're a little desperate for just a, a smidgen of hope yeah. for somebody to say it, something that you know we're going to move in this direction, and uh, you, maybe that's positive for us. So I appreciate you. You know, let, let me address that because I I think what you're what you're feeling is kind of what we're all feeling in the industry right now. And and it's because of what I keep opening every show with. We are in this major disruption. And I think we all feel it. Yeah. We're, we're all feeling a little anxious. Like, okay, what's next? What right. What is this blockchain? What are these digital brokers? What, what, where, what are ELDs going to do? I mean, that's a big enough question. Right. So we're all feeling well, you know, anxiety, I think, right now. Exactly, and that's why, you know, the, if the move's going to be made, they basically, uh, let's just say they've given, given me a drop-dead date of putting their equipment in, and believe it or not, it's to the point where if I, for me to be compliant, I should be able to get what I want to get, but it's not going to work that way, and it's amazing that it's going to go down to something as simple as them charging me for something I don't think they should to, to, to ruin an 18-year relationship. I mean, right. And but at the same time, I want to wait till April to see what's going to happen between December and April. And you know, I don't want to look like I'm going to go in, and then six months later, I'll be crawling back, going, "Please take me back at a lower percentage." And, you know, all that right, stuff. So right. I don't, I don't want to eat crow that way. So right. That's uh, that's encouraging. And I do listen to you, and I and I appreciate what you're doing for that. As far as uh, you know, being with them, I feel that if they're talking to somebody like you then maybe they're trying to get a better understanding of us, which they don't like to talk to us too much about. They they believe, you know, they want to believe that they do, but they really, they don't, you know, we're not really partners in a sense where we get told things, but uh, you're know, right. We're anxious. We're all kind of grasping for straws, and we don't want to make the wrong move right now just in desperation. I, I would I would encourage anybody listening that unless you have a really, really ironclad, crystal clear reason why you're making some major change in the industry right now, I would just hold off. I mean, if you have this killer opportunity or you've been planning this for a long time, then absolutely. But if, if you're just kind of feeling like a little lost, like a lot of us are, that's not a good time to make a move. The ELD mandate is a month away. It's going to change everything. The economy is changing like crazy. The industry is changing. This is a time to sit back and listen and learn and look for opportunities. And, and I'll tell you, with Landstar, the reason they've always partnered with us, the, almost always it's around education. They want their owner-operators to be better educated in business because their system almost requires it. The, the people who have exactly. a good accounting system, who understand supply and demand, who understand customers and business, do really well in their system. 
the other guys struggle. So they're, they're always looking for a way to help their BCOs become better at what they do, and that's usually why we're talking to them. Sure. That's because the more successful we are, the more successful they are. Exactly. So, you know, they want to be successful, and we all want to make money. So, yeah, we are a bit prima donna-ish over <laughs> here. You know, we've been through the good times, the bad times, and the ugly that's... times, but... Uh, yeah, we uh, we just keep hanging on. It was it's it's a really good place, like you say, for that next step. And if you know you come over here thinking that you're used to being told what to do, you're really not going to make it here. You got to be able to have the knowledge coming here that okay, I got to find my regions, my freight lanes, seasons. You know, you got to you got to mesh it all together. Yes, you could really make it work for you, or you could really crash and burn fast. Well, and let me address one more thing, because I think this is a great topic. If I were sitting somewhere being leased to a carrier right now on a fixed mileage contract, I'd be looking really hard at my next move, because rates are going through the roof right now. Everybody that's looking at it says they don't see the end of that, that 2018 should be a big year. And we know historically, those carriers almost never raise their mileage contracts. And when they do... It's pennies. They make it sound like a Minimal, big. Yeah. They make it sound like a big deal that they're going to give somebody a ten cent a mile raise, which you almost never hear of, and yet rates right. have gone way up. So what? Why are they always so far behind that? So if I were in a situation like that, I'd be looking around saying, "Hey, wait a minute. Maybe I don't want to jump right this minute, but I better be looking at Plan right. B." Well, where you are, you're not missing anything. It, you're going to no. be able to take advantage of all the good stuff we see coming right where you are. Every time rates go up, you get the benefit of right. it. You get the benefits, right. And they are, you know, there's new people. There's so much to do here that whatever your niche is, I think the only things I have not seen here yet, and I, you know, I could be wrong, is a bull rack and a gas tanker, <laughs> but everything else is open field. So you can find your niche. That's right. You just got to know what you're looking for. Yeah. You know, and stay away from like these guys that, you know, again, we talk about some of them mileage-based places that why would you haul a load for 89 cents a mile when you can make $2.40 a mile and even that, split that on a percentage? Yeah. You know, when rates were going down... Some of those mileage, well, even then they weren't looking that great. They've been a couple years behind, in my opinion. Um, A lot going on right now, no question. We'll be right back. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. XM holiday traditions, the timeless sounds of Christmas bands, Big Cross Andy Williams, Ella Fitzgerald, Frank Sinatra, and more. The weather outside is frightful. Vintage Christmas songs for cookie bakers, gift shoppers, eggnog sippers, and Christmas light untanglers. Merry holiday traditions, now featured on Spotlight Channel 4 and the Sirius XM app. Tom Gurgin here, chairman of Hirschbach Motor Lines, with exciting news. In addition to a mileage pay increase, we improved our industry-leading fuel program. Lease operators pay only 69 cents per gallon guaranteed for a limited time if you sign on now. Hirschbach has over-the-road and dedicated fleet openings for operators and drivers. 
Call 888-261-1351 or log on to joinhml.com. That's Hirschbach Motor Lines, 888-261-1351. Ever had buyer's regret? A pair of shoes you didn't really need? Electronics obsolete before you even plug them in? Or tens of thousands of dollars of timeshare regret? That's what you get when you're stuck with a timeshare agreement you don't want anymore. We're the timeshare exit attorneys, the leaders in helping folks get out of timeshares and erasing regret. See if you qualify. For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-0019. Maybe you made an impulse buy that has become a financial burden you can no longer afford. Maybe you don't use the timeshare enough to make it worthwhile. Maybe you were pressured by a timeshare salesperson into making a bad decision. Now you want out. Because your timeshare isn't a fun escape, it's a waste of your money. With decades of experience, we're your number one trusted option with fast, professional service. No middlemen, no cutting corners, no more timeshare regret. See if you qualify. For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-0019. That's 1-800-900-0019. Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice for you. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text RELAX44 to 543543 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. You can get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. Even better, right now you can get your first filter free plus free shipping. Text RELAX44 to 543543 with a huge range of brand and non-brand filters available. Filters Fast is the nation's largest filter home delivery company. You can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? And why not get your first filter free? Find out how by texting RELAX44 to 543543. That's R-E-L-A-X 44 to 543543. For all things trucking, it's Road Dog Live with KC Phillips. Because most of you are probably out running down the highway keeping America rolling. Weekdays from 4 to 7 p.m. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're down to the final segment. I'm going to get right back to the phone calls and knock out as many as we can. Here we go. We are off to South Carolina. Danny, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. I'm one of those BCOs that's pretty spoiled, but I ended (laughs) up with another truck that's paid for, a a new one, a 98 with half a million miles on it, pretty good shape, but I don't know what to do with it. Should I lease it on here or try my own authority? Oh, I could go either way. I just boy, interesting conundrum. So, just so I'm clear, <laughs> just so I'm clear, you drive the first truck and you're going to stay doing that, right? Yeah, I like what I do. Okay, <laughs> and it's you're paid for, and it's clean and clear, and it doesn't cost that much to run. Got it. So your choice is you've got this other truck. Do you let it sit there, which doesn't make a lot of sense, sell it, which sometimes might make sense, or 
put it on to, to Landstar with a driver or go put it on with your own authority. Here's yes. How, how much time, because it sounds like you've found yourself a pretty sweet deal over there and you like it. How much extra time do you have? Are you working really hard or not working all that hard? I work two weeks and take a week off. Work two so you, weeks, take a week off. Okay, good. I, I kind of figured you had one of those kind of deals set up just from the way you were. I could I could see the grin on your face as you were talking about it. Um, <laughs> you, you would be fine I, either way. Ahead, I, I'm, I, I've Over the years, I've watched a lot of people add trucks, and I usually tell people, keep things centralized and part of that comes from one of my early mistakes i you know i bought my first truck when i was 22 by the time i was like 27 i had 10 or 11 trucks and it was a mess i had two trucks with um spartan express still they were on their way out but i still had a couple trucks there while they were going out of business i had a truck or two at, at at rps which became fedex i had a couple trucks running under my own authority i had a, a couple trucks leased to aldi the grocery company they were brand new in ohio back then and i had a truck running uh, coke products around locally for a couple bottling plants and i was getting about three hours of sleep a night and i was going broke um, it was just the, way too much. There was no way I could keep up on all that stuff going on in different places. So I, I realized that it's much better to focus. And, and then my model was, you know, I got rid of most of my trucks, kept the two that were on at RPS, which became FedEx, and started building up there because it was so much easier to control. Everything was the same. I yeah. knew the system. I wasn't trying to learn all this new stuff all the time and manage all these things. But in the position you're in, one truck, you know the system really well. You've got lots of time off. You could pull this off either way. I mean, obviously, putting another truck on at Landstar, everything will be easy for you except the driver. And the driver's never easy. There's nothing yeah. we're, we're going to change about That's that. You just got to deal with it. That's the problem we're having is the driver. Exactly. And, and, and that will always be the problem. And that's not to slam drivers, but if you own trucks, you realize that's the single hardest thing you have to do. Find, hire, and keep... I want the best driver. Exactly. And you got to pay them. the best driver. Right, right. So you well, could you could pull this off. I can pay them. Which is a good thing. You could pull this off either way. You could do it at Landstar. You'd be successful at it. But if you also want that new challenge, you know, I want to go try the authority thing, but I'm pretty happy where I am, so I don't want to go do it. Um, th- this would be a time. I've been running this too long. You know? Yeah, but so the the good news the good news here is I don't think there's a wrong answer. I think you could pull off either one of these. And here's another well, way I look at things. What's the worst case scenario? Just absolute worst case. You know, you put a driver in this, you get your authority, you spend some money, and it sounds like you're doing okay. You spend some money, and the driver leaves your truck in come carry and, you know, takes a bus home. Uh, those kind of things happen. Darn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but if... but fly and pick up a truck. Exactly. Yeah. So, but you've got a week off to do it. 
or two. I can take as much time as off as I want. Exactly. So, you know, somebody well, might call um, me tomorrow with the same kind of scenario, and I might give them a totally different answer. But I understand where you are in your business, where you've been, what you've accomplished. I, this, to me, it's not a matter of which one's right. It's a matter of, it's just a personal choice. Which one would you rather do? Because I think you could pull off either one of these. I want to keep it simple. Yeah. Yeah, well then. I mean, that's just the easy way. You know, drivers are drivers, but leasing on to another place, owner-operator, you got 20, or a, a real owner-operator, you wear 27 hats. Exactly. You know, I don't know if I can handle all that. It's a lot. There's no question. If you decide to do this under your own authority, you're going to be a busy man for a while. Mm-hmm. And then um, I had one other thing that I, I wanted to say about these guys calling and saying, what truck do I get? <laughs> I think one tip that an owner-operator needs to know is who's going to fix his truck first. <laughs> <'Cause> what, <that's... laughs> these shops out here just flat stick it to you if you don't know what you're doing or talking about, you know? Well, if you've listened to the show, mechanic. yeah, if you've listened to the show, you know I pound people over the head with that one. Build a good relationship that, with shops. That is first foremost today. It, it is. Kevin, I want to let you get to another call. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and I appreciate your show too. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Uh, sounds like you've got some great opportunities there. Let's go to uh, Wisconsin. John, welcome to the program. Kevin, thank you so much for taking my call. What can I help you with today? Uh, Last caller was a great lead into my uh, question. I actually uh, have been driving for 10 years, decided to kind of take a break and uh, uh, going through community college to be a diesel technician. Okay. And I've been driving on the weekends and been able to get back and listen to you. And now I'm all completely refreshed on the owner-operator gig, and which is what I've always really wanted to do, but I just didn't have the money. I've been able to save, and now I'm wondering whether I continue down the road. And just to, so you know, too, I'm also 50 years old, so it's kind of late for me to uh, become a mechanic. But I'm wondering if the $10,000 in college for this two-year degree or diploma is would be worth it if I were to become an owner-operator and try to become my own mechanic. Yes. In my opinion, it would be worth every penny of that. You know, just like the last okay. caller and I were talking about how important it is to, to build that relationship with a shop and have a mechanic. And I'll tell you, my model was a little right. different. When you become an owner-operator, especially if you want to add multiple trucks, which is what I always wanted to do, you can't do everything yourself. You, you, you can do right. some things. And the more things you can do, the, the better it's going to help you because you're not spending the money. But I looked at all my skills and what I wanted to spend my days doing. I had a really strong mechanical background. I I was racing motorcycles when I was six and seven and working on them. I grew up with a wrench in my hand. You know, my father was an excellent mechanic. When I went into the military, I went in, you know, working on Cobra attack helicopters. So I had three more years of, you know, pretty technical maintenance stuff on helicopters. But honestly, when I bought my trucks, I didn't do all that much of my own work. I could have. I had the tools. I had the space. I, I had the ability but I wanted to focus on the business side. 
That's why today you hear me talk so much more about accounting and tax and business because that's what I wanted to learn. That's what I wanted to focus on. So I chose to pay somebody else to do things I could have done myself. And once in a while I would, but not all that often. But even having the knowledge made it so much easier for me to build a relationship with a shop because it wasn't like they were going to completely BS me. I knew what I was talking about. When I see somebody today and they try to build a, a relationship with a shop and they don't know anything about mechanics, that's difficult. You, you don't know who to sure. believe, yeah. what, what to believe, what not to believe. So that $10,000, which is a lot of money and a lot of time, I, there are very, very few things you could do that would be more valuable for somebody who's going to own trucks. So, yeah, don't feel like if you decide to kind of switch horses midstream here and become an owner-operator that you wasted that money or time. I think it is incredibly valuable for you to have that experience. So um, I wish I had more time. If you want to call back tomorrow, we can uh, continue. I'd love to help you with your plan. Uh, But to answer your question there, no, I I don't think... You would be uh, giving up anything or losing anything. I think that's an awesome investment to have those uh, skills and that kind of knowledge around mechanics. Like I said, I honestly didn't turn wrenches on my own trucks all that often. I did it when I needed to, clearly. If I broke down on the road, it was nice to know how to do all that stuff. So... Uh, I am looking at the clock. It looks like we're going to have to wrap this up, and I've got to get out of here. So thanks for joining me. We'll see you back here tomorrow. In the meantime, be safe, be profitable, be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Hotel California, a limited edition Eagles channel coming later this November to Sirius XM. Are you looking for a job or looking for a better one? Are you tired of applying for a job only to feel like your application fell into a black hole? Then you need to try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter understands how frustrating it can be to apply for a job and never hear back. And that if you've taken the time to apply, you deserve to know where you stand every step of the way. When you apply for a job on ZipRecruiter, you can choose to get status updates. These alerts will let you know when your application has been received and when a real live person has actually viewed it. And if you don't get the job, you'll know when it closes so you can move forward to the next opportunity. Knowing where you stand keeps you in control of your job search. That's what makes ZipRecruiter the smartest way to get hired. To find a job you love today, download the top-rated ZipRecruiter app on iPhone or Android. Or get started at ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. Once again, head to ZipRecruiter.com slash skills.
In the trucking world, reliability is everything. As America's most reliable bypass and e-tolling platform, PrePass maximizes your opportunity to save time and money. The PrePass transponder ensures you receive up to 100% connectivity without spotty cell coverage. Don't rely solely on cellular apps. Rely on the trusted platform, PrePass. We're so sure you'll love it, we're offered one free month of service to try before you buy. Call 888-559-PASS and use the promo code ROADDOG. 888-559-7277 or prepass.com slash roaddog. I'm Todd Bork, the Weather Channel with an interesting weather update. Take a look at the north-south interstate starting west. We have some lower elevation rain showers and some gusty winds along I-5 in Washington State and parts of Oregon. Even a higher elevation flake of snow. Also dealing with some spotty light rain and spotty snow on parts of I-29 Dakotas into Iowa. I-75, some snow showers and rain in there in parts of Michigan. I-39, I-55, and I-57 in Illinois. We have drops of rain and flakes of snow possibility, particularly in the parts of Illinois that does extend along I-55 elsewhere into Missouri as well. I-35, we have that light rain and snow mix and turning over to all snow. It'll be along your ride in parts of Iowa and Missouri in the parts of Kansas as well. Of course, the farther south you are, the more likely it is rain. The farther north, the more likely it is snow. We also have some spotty rain showers, I-95 and I-75 in Florida. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather for Drivers Twice Down the Road Dog, Sirius M146, and on the Sirius map of smartphones. OOIDA, representing America's truckers since 1973, presents Landline Now with your host, Mark Reddick. It's the 99th anniversary of the armistice that ended World War I, now known as Veterans Day. And this is Landline Now. Recently, we got our first look at the nominee for the top spot at the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, Ray Martinez. Terry Scruton will discuss that, plus some new ELD exemption requests with OOIDA Manager of Federal Affairs, Jay Grimes. Whatever the reason, more and more truckers, even many younger drivers, are showing up to clinics and leaving with a short-term medical card. So how do you prepare to get the longer-term card? I'll talk with Bob Perry of Rolling Strong. And finally, Pennsylvania is working on a bill that could make overpasses safer, and Wisconsin wants truckers to help fight human trafficking. Terry talks with Landline Magazine State Legislative Editor Keith Goebel. But first, today's headlines. Atri says the only real way to pay for infrastructure is a fuel tax. Nearly 80% of trucks get clean inspections on brake safety day. And there's a new way to combat mosquitoes. It's other mosquitoes. And now, the news with Mary McKenna. Thanks, Mark. The American Transportation Research Institute has released a report for funding the nation's transportation infrastructure. It calls for a gas tax increase, calling it the only meaningful mechanism for realizing President Trump's $1 trillion infrastructure dream. The findings parallel what OOIDA has said all along. OOIDA Executive Vice President Todd Spencer. Uh, That's merely a reaffirmation of what's been, you know, just glaringly evident for a decade or longer and actually far longer. The, uh, you know, we have the system of roads and, and bridges that we have now based on dedicated funding that came from the fuel tax. And, you know, there's nothing that comes close to replacing it. And realistically, we'd be, I mean, many, many years away from any viable alternative. So, yeah, I, you know, 
<laughs> there is no doubt we need to stick with the fuel tax, and realistically, it's got to be adjusted if we're going to have money for roads and bridges. Additionally, ATRI at this time has nixed the idea of a vehicle mileage tax, saying that would take a bureaucratic agency the size of the IRS to collect and manage it. And the report also blasted the idea of having more tolls, saying many systems are losing money or are already bankrupt, and Spencer agrees. There's a profit motive. I mean, basically, the whole premise that this other stuff uh, is built on is turning roads into, in essence, for-profit Adventures, which obviously is interest of interest to the investor community, but it's not in the interest of good public policy, or certainly not highway users. And there just isn't a there isn't a payback to uh, for road users. ATRI does support a new federal vehicle registration fee to fill funding gaps associated with electric vehicle use. The results from the 2017 Commercial Vehicle Safety Alliance's break day have been released, and 14% of the 7,698 vehicles inspected were placed out of service for brake-related violations. In 2016, the CVSA conducted close to 18,300 inspections, but it was over a week-long inspection blitz, finding 13.2% brake-related out-of-service violations. 78% of the total vehicles inspected this year had no out-of-service conditions. CVSA says brake-related violations are the largest percentage of all out-of-service violations during roadside inspections. 31 U.S. states and nine Canadian provinces or territories took part this year. Politico reports 51 Democrats, led by Maryland Senator Ben Cardin, a senior member of the Senate Environment Public Works Committee, and Oregon Representative Earl Blumenauer, sent a letter this week to the Department of Transportation Secretary Elaine Chao. The letter was written to show their disappointment over the proposal to repeal the greenhouse gas emissions rule. Repealing the rule would allow state and local transportation agencies to track emissions. Senator Cardin says public health demands the nation continue to reduce climate pollution rather than allowing what he calls a piecemeal regression, which he believes will happen under the repeal. Meanwhile, the EPA was busy proposing another part of the Obama-era Phase II emissions rule for heavy-duty trucks classified as glider kits be repealed. Glider kits are the new truck chassis with rebuilt engines and usually cost a lot less than buying a new truck with a new engine. EPA contends it does not have the authority to regulate glider kits under the Clean Air Act. Public comment can be made on that decision through January 5th. Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker this past week signed an executive order waiving the hours of service for truck drivers transporting propane across the state. The governor's office made the decision following the closure of the Rockford, Illinois propane terminal for maintenance and was done ahead of prime usage time by homeowners before the winter cold settles in. In addition to the weather change, corn growers have experienced a wetter-than-usual growing season, and they'll be using propane to dry their crops. The hours of service waiver will be in effect from now until December 3rd. Arizona Governor Doug Ducey set the wheels in motion this last week with a letter to the Department of Transportation requesting a pilot program that would allow the state to commercialize its 28 rest stops. Currently, the state pays close to $4 million annually to maintain the rest stops. NATSO, the organization which represents travel plazas and truck stops, is opposing the idea and is pushing the DOT to rule against the request. Tiffany Wieslowski-Newman, Vice President of Public Affairs with NATSO, 
Matso says this will create a government monopoly for Arizona and will be disastrous to that travel center or truck stop just down the road. Once the state takes the customers from the existing businesses, they are losing revenues, and those are revenues that the that are put into local coffers. They pay for schools. They pay for police departments. So they're really harming a local tax base. They're also harming local jobs. Um, and this is all on top of just hurting those businesses that have invested to be there. And how would this affect truck parking? Wieslowski Newman says NASA believes it's a misconception that rest areas help with the truck parking problem. 90% of truck parking is provided by truck stops in the private sector. And we invest in truck parking when there is demand and to the extent that we can compete. So if a commercial rest area comes in, maybe they're going to offer a handful of parking spaces. But if they hurt my truck stop, which is a few miles down the road, well, then what you're really getting is a net loss. Arizona made a run at this back in 2010 when the state was severely in debt and claimed it could no longer pay to keep the rest areas open. And finally, there may be a way to get rid of those awful mosquitoes once and for all. It's called Mosquito Mate. The Kentucky company will sell homeowners and businesses in 20 states male mosquitoes that they've infected with a bacterium. The infected males then mate with females, resulting in eggs that don't hatch. If all goes well, the non-chemical solution will launch nationwide next summer. The company is running similar trials in China and Brazil. And by the way, the male mosquitoes, called zap males, don't like the taste of human blood. And that's the Landline Now News. I'm Mary McKenna. Thanks, Mary. OOIDA's tracer system has issued an alert on a stolen truck. The white 2002 Freightliner Columbia was last seen at 199th Street and Jamaica Avenue in New York City. A $500 reward is offered. Go to tracersystem.us or call 202-246-2698. Starting Wednesday, John Osborne and OOIDA's tour truck, The Spirit of the American Trucker, will be at the TA East Truck Stop in Oklahoma City. That's located at exit 142 off Interstate 40. Stop in, say hi to John, and join OOIDA at a $10 discount. And don't forget that Truckers for Troops starts Monday on Landline Now. Next, Terry Scruton discusses the FMCSA nominee with Jay Grimes. We'll be back in just a moment with more. I'm Mark Reddick, and this is Landline Now. Take control of your insurance requirements with OOIDA. This portion of our show is sponsored by OOIDA Truck Insurance. The guru, John Hansen brings you Hall of Fame fantasy football analysis every morning on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Deshaun Watson is out for the year. If you have him, you need to make a trade. If you didn't have him, make a trade with the Watson owner to improve your team. Wake up with the guru, John Hansen weekdays at 7 a.m. Eastern, and get the expert info you need to win yourself a fantasy football championship. The most chaotic season in the history of fantasy football. Only on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Sirius 210 XM 87. All I ever wanted to do was to drive a truck. Our founder, C.O. Warner, said that over 60 years ago. And it's a testament to our professional drivers being the foundation of Warner Enterprises. I'm Derek Leathers, the company's president and CEO. At Warner, we promise that if you join our family, you will have a voice in our future, stability, and respect. At Warner, it's not just a job. It's a rewarding and stable career 
full of opportunities. Warner Enterprises has been a visionary company since 1956. We're a company founded by a driver, led by a driver and managed with the driver in mind. Nearly 20 years ago, Warner had the foresight to help create electronic logging devices. Why take a chance on your future when you can become part of a company that has been using ELDs for over 17 billion miles? Take control of your career and be confident in knowing your future is stable with Warner while enjoying competitive pay and industry-leading benefits. Visit drivewarner.com today to join the fleet that keeps America moving. Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice for you. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text RELAX44 to 543543 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. You can get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. Even better, right now you can get your first filter free plus free shipping. Text RELAX44 to 543543 with a huge range of brand and non-brand filters available. Filters Fast is the nation's largest filter home delivery company. You can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? And why not get your first filter free? Find out how by texting RELAX44 to 543543. That's R-E-L-A-X 44 to 543543. T'was a week before Christmas and all through the land. The ELD mandate was finally at hand. Those truckers who planned ahead truly scored because they had wisely gotten the gorilla on board. That gorilla safety A-board only cost 10 bucks a month. Now they're ELD compliant and riding out front. Don't let 1218 be the date you foolishly ignored. Just call 833-FLEXLOG and get the gorilla on board. GorillaSafety.com Freewheeling, weekdays, 11 a.m. East. Hey, it's Meredith Oaks. And Chris T. from Freewheeling. Keep up with the industry through us. Freewheeling, exclusively on Road Dog Trucking Radio. Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is Landline Now. I'm Terry Scruton, and it's time for this week's edition of Regulatory Roundup. Joining me today is Jay Grimes of OOIDA's Washington, D.C. office. Jay, how you doing? Doing well, Terry. Good to be back. Well, it's good to have you, as always. And earlier this week, we got our first real look at Ray Martinez, who was the nominee for the top spot at the FMCSA and uh, uh, at this hearing of the Senate Commerce Committee. And there were a couple of subjects that came up uh, that the uh, senators asked him about, the truckers, I think, will be especially interested in, starting with uh, Senator Ted Cruz, who asked him uh, point blank about the ELD mandate. Yeah, so uh, Mr. Martinez uh, had his uh, confirmation hearing before the uh, Senate Transportation Committee earlier this week. And, yeah, Senator Cruz yeah, came right out and, you know, asked him about this, uh, you know, $2 billion mandate uh, and just about how many effects that's going to have on so many uh, industries involved in trucking. And, uh, you know, he asked, in light of the cost, do you believe the FMCSA should delay the implementation of the ELD mandate uh, prior to December 18th? Uh, we kind of got, uh, you know, an expected answer from uh, the nominee on the question. You know, he said, I believe regulatory reform should be an ongoing process. Uh, my understanding in regards to ELDs is that they are now legally required and that there is a December deadline 
for implantation with a with a phase-in period. Uh, but if confirmed, he would look forward uh, to working with industry and all stakeholders. And, you know, he said the goal is not to cripple compromise. The goal is to make our roadways safer. So I think he kind of took the position that it's a, you know, congressional mandate at this point. Uh, you know, he's not going to come into FMCSA and kind of blow up uh, the mandate that's scheduled to go into effect in December. Um, but I think he is open to working uh, with especially small businesses. And and he specifically mentioned, uh, you know, some, the ag industry as well as, uh, you know, industries he could learn a lot from as his mandate, you know, if it were to go into effect, uh, ways it could be improved, and if necessary, uh, how the administration could could take action uh, to delay or repeal the mandate. Yeah, and that was the second part of his statement was something I, I kind of took maybe a little hope in, a little uh, cautious optimism there that he seems at least willing to listen and to work with, uh, as he said, industry stakeholders to kind of hear about these problems, hear about these issues uh, that, that may arise with this mandate. Uh, yeah, and it, it also seemed like he was aware of some of the challenges that are going to be presented uh, to the small business trucking industry uh, if the mandate goes into effect. And so I think he, he definitely has you know, somewhat of an open mind when it comes to the ELD mandate. And, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, when he gets confirmed, uh, his words, uh, he'll stick to his words and, and be able to meet with, uh, you know, not only OIDA, but a lot of these other, you know, more than 30 groups in our coalition uh, that are supporting uh, delay of the uh, December 18th uh, deadline. In addition to ELDs at this hearing, he was also asked about a couple of other uh, issues of interest to truckers that came up. At one point, he was asked about the uh, hours of service and exemptions to that. Yes. Yeah, so uh, Senator Jim Inhofe from Oklahoma sort of asked about, uh, you know, oil, different oil and gas exemptions. Uh, you know, I think this was a, a subject where Mr. Martinez kind of just uh, said he'd be, again, willing to work uh, with the groups affected. I don't know if he had quite a, you know, specific understanding on, on those issues. But, uh, you know, other than hours of service, we also heard about uh, speed limiters and, and minimum insurance limits as well. So, yeah, kind of a glimpse into the uh, uh, the way this this administration may or may not operate under under Mr. Martinez and uh, kind of an interesting, uh, interesting hearing, I thought. Yeah. And I th I took uh, some optimism in his responses, you know, on speed limiters. He said, uh, you know, they're going to review the cost benefit analysis. Uh, and then he was asked about the, you know, minimum insurance limits. And, you know, uh, Senator Brooker from New Jersey, you know, uh, who seems to be supportive of raising those insurance limits, you know, mentioned that they haven't been changed for 30 years. Uh, but, you know, Mr. Martinez said, you know, again, it's, it's about reviewing uh, the data and reviewing uh, you know, the economic uh, statistics and the outcomes. So uh, I think, uh, you know, given the fact that the administration recently withdrew that minimum insurance rulemaking uh, and based on his answer at the hearing, I don't think it's going to be uh, an issue that they revisit uh, anytime soon, uh, but we remain hopeful. You know, and you said uh, uh, a moment ago that you didn't, you weren't sure if Mr. Martinez uh, fully grasped what uh, Senator Inhofe was talking about with the hours of service exemptions and all of that. And and in fairness to Mr. Martinez, and with all respect to yeah. uh, Senator Inhofe, the way he asked the question was a little kind of on the convoluted side. I mean, I had a little trouble following it myself. Yeah, and and that ha happens, uh, you know, sometimes in these confirmation hearings when these nominees, you know, have 
just been nominated to a, a position they don't really have, you know, the full understanding of every issue uh, in the uh, agency or department. So uh, there'll certainly be a learning process. But I, you know, I'm based on his performance in the hearing uh, this week. I think Mr. Martinez is is willing and and looking forward to meeting with uh, all the uh, trucking stakeholders and, and really learning a lot more about uh, each and every issue. And do we know uh, what happens next? When will the Commerce Committee vote on this? Yeah, so the Commerce Committee is actually uh, scheduled to vote on Mr. Martinez for next Wednesday, uh, November 8th. Uh, you know, we expect him to, to get the committee's uh, approval, and then he'll move on to the, the full Senate for final confirmation. Uh, timing on that is always, you know, a little bit iffy, but it, it seems like uh, the goal will definitely be to get him confirmed uh, before the end of the year, uh, you know, but, but we're hopeful it'll be as soon as possible. All right. We'll pay uh, close attention to that next week. Congress moving forward on the uh, nomination of possible FMCSA leader, uh, Ray Martinez. In the meantime, we also this week have had a couple of new ELD exemption requests that were filed. What can you tell us about yeah, those? They, uh, they keep on coming, Terry. A, a couple more uh, have been filed already this week, one from the uh, National uh, Pork Producers Council and one from a uh, sort of large trucking company. Uh, I think it's Hub Group Trucking uh, based out of Illinois. So uh, a little different in what they're requesting. The National Pork Producers, they're actually filing the exemption on not only the their organization, but the American Beekeeping Federation, the American Farm Bureau Federation, uh, and a couple of other uh, you know livestock and agriculture groups. And really, they're saying that the you know livestock haulers are not and will not be prepared to meet the December 18th mandate. Uh, there's still a lot of questions, uh, you know, in training that needs to be done uh, for the uh, livestock industry, uh, and that the current ELDs simply do not accommodate for uh, all those specific hours of service exemptions uh, for the livestock industry. Uh, so, you know, they filed this uh, request, uh, and hopefully, uh, you know, FMCSA will again uh, look at this. Uh, obviously, the livestock and the agriculture industries, they've they're kind of separate from our coalition. There's a couple of groups involved with us, but kind of on, on their own are, are pursuing uh, exemptions uh, for their groups. So uh, this is just an, another example uh, as we get closer to the December 18th deadline that, uh, you know, the industry uh, isn't really ready and hasn't really been sufficiently uh, trained uh, by FMCSA as well. And then the other one from Hub Group Trucking, which is a uh, large carrier based out of Oak Brook, Illinois. They have about 2,700 trucks in their fleet. And currently, um, all of those trucks are equipped with automatic onboard recorder devices. Uh, and their uh, request was that for any new trucks uh, that come after the December 18th deadline, uh, that they, if they're equipped with AOBRDs, that they can qualify for that AOBRD grandfather clause, even though the trucks would come after uh, the December 18th deadline. Uh, and this is an issue we've, we've seen come up, uh, I, I believe, in the, in the UPS and the YRC exemptions. Uh, so I think uh, in this case, 
when the agency came out with their decision on UPS, they said uh, that if the trucks are replacing uh, older trucks with AOBRDs, they're going to be okay. But if they're new trucks added to the fleet, uh, that they need to have ELDs. So uh, I, I think the uh, agency would take kind of the same line uh, of reasoning in response to this one, that if if it's uh, replacing an old truck, they'll be okay. But if it, it's a new truck uh, to the fleet, uh, they're probably not going to get that exemption. But, uh, yeah, two more exemptions, and, and I think that brings us up to, to 12 total. Uh, we've seen, a, you know, just a couple of those uh have gotten a decision from FMCSA and a few more still outstanding. And, and I think we're probably going to see, uh, you know, at least a few more come uh, before the December 18th deadline. Yeah, it's interesting how many more uh, voices we're seeing added to the chorus at this point uh, that this mandate is just not yeah. ready. And, you know, you look at you, you say it's 12 and you say, well, maybe that's not that many. But when you consider how many trucks and how many operations those 12 groups represent, that's it adds up. That's a lot. Yeah, And just, you know, the different industries representing you. You've got the trucking industry, the pork and livestock, and then you've got uh, construction and contract workers, not to mention uh, the Motion Picture Association just submitted uh, an exemption. So, you know, just in those 12 uh, exemptions that have been publicly uh, uh, out there and, and published by in the Federal Register, it's, it just shows the diversity of pretty much all the associations and groups that could be uh, adversely impacted by the ELD mandate. And I would imagine, uh, as the association has in the past, that OIDA will be filing comments on these latest ones as well? Yeah, I would think so. It's a 30-day window to, to file comments again. I think, uh, you know, uh, these exemption requests, again, uh, bring up, uh, you know, some uh, different uh, aspects of the, the mandate that simply aren't going to be practically, uh, you know, enforceable when it comes uh, when it comes time that the uh, the mandate goes into effect in December. So, uh, yeah, we've kind of taken that, uh, you know, rather than give one company exemption, let's let's have a delay or repeal where we can really figure out, work out all the different problems uh, with the ELD one size fits all uh, rulemaking. Well, that would seem to make sense, and we can only hope that uh, those at the top get the message before yeah, December. Kind of in light of uh, in the responses that we've seen so far, they, they the FMCSA has kind of been inconsistent in granting some of these partial exemptions and, and really aren't, you know, in a couple they deny, they say it's based on safety, uh, but then a couple like UPS and, and Trala, the Truck Rental and Leasing Agency, that they've granted, there's not really a mention of safety. So uh, we put out just a press release, uh, you know, drawing light to that, that these responses are just another kind of clear indication that the, the ELD rulemaking really has nothing to do with safety uh, and is really just more of a fleet management uh, tool more than anything. All right, we have one last item we need to mention real quickly here, uh, an update on the DOT's regulatory review. What's going on there? Yeah, so this was a notice that was published uh, Late September, early October, a notice of regulatory review uh, that was part of a couple of executive orders uh, from the Trump administration, uh, really asking every department to, to kind of take a look at all those regulations and rulemakings on their books, see which ones are unnecessary, uh, where they can uh, save some money, uh, and really g provide some regulatory relief uh, to especially s small businesses impacted uh, by all these rules. Uh, you know, right after uh, they released that notice, uh, OIDA filed a you know 30-day extension request. 
you know, we really want to take the time and make sure that we cover uh, each and every rulemaking that, that can be, you know, repealed or modified. Uh, so, uh, you know, the agency took that uh, advice and, and granted a 30-day extension. The, uh, the comment period is going to be open uh, until December 1st, so a few more weeks to get those comments in on this, you know, really comprehensive DOT regulatory review. All right, more time to make your voice heard. Jay, a lot going on today, but thank you for, your, for being here and bringing us up to date on it. Sure thing, Terry. See you next time. We've been talking with Jay Grimes of OOIDA's Washington, D.C. office. If you would like more information, you can find it online at fightingfortruckers.com as well as at our website, landlinenow.com. We've got to take a short break, but we'll be back in just a moment. I'm Terry Scruton, and you're listening to Landline Now on the Road Dog. Hey, owner-operators, you could win accounting, bookkeeping, tax preparation, and tax consulting free from American Truck Business Services. As long as you're driving a truck, for official rules and to enter for a chance to win, go to atbs.com slash radio. As the largest tax and accounting firm for owner-operators, ATBS helps eliminate the stress that comes with running a business. For a chance to win free services for the rest of your career, enter at atbs.com slash radio or call 866-920-ATBS. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Ever had buyer's regret? A pair of shoes you didn't really need? Electronics obsolete before you even plug them in? Or tens of thousands of dollars of timeshare regret? That's what you get when you're stuck with a timeshare agreement you don't want anymore. We're the timeshare exit attorneys, the leaders in helping folks get out of timeshares and erasing regret. See if you qualify. For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-0019. Maybe you made an impulse buy that has become a financial burden you can no longer afford. Maybe you don't use the timeshare enough to make it worthwhile. Maybe you were pressured by a timeshare salesperson into making a bad decision. Now you want out because your timeshare isn't a fun escape. It's a waste of your money. With decades of experience, we're your number one trusted option with fast professional service. No middlemen, no cutting corners, no more timeshare regret. See if you qualify. For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-0019. That's 1-800-900-0019. Owner-operators, does your truck need an engine overhaul but you lack the cash or credit? Is your bruised credit preventing a truck purchase? Call CAG Truck Capital. Good credit, bad credit, startups, and even bankruptcy. Qualify for your loan over the phone at 800-932-CASH. 800-932-CASH. Mention promo code TRUCKS1 and get $500 off your first payment. Call 800-932-CASH. Get the cash you need and get back on the road at 800-932-CASH. I'm Todd Boyd. The Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. Not a lot of activity out there in terms of precipitation across the U.S., but we still have some rough conditions and spots. Be careful out there. Also some windy conditions as well, and mainly across the northern-tiered states. As we take a look at the east-west interstates, I-94 and I-96 in Michigan, some gusty winds there, but also watch out for some flakes of snow and a drop of rain or two. That will continue through the part of the overnight may also be dealing with that same type of thing as you work your way down along I-90 and I-80 in parts of the Midwest. Cells were across I-80. Some drops of rain and flicks snow will be around your ride from Iowa into parts of Nebraska as well as Wyoming. I-90 in Washington State, some lower elevation rain showers and some higher elevation snow showers. Also some gusty conditions along that ride along I-90 in the Pacific Northwest and I-84 as well. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers Twice Down the Road Dog Series at 146 and on the Series of Smart Smartphones. 
The turkey is about to go into the oven, after which the sleigh bells will start ringing. Snow may have already fallen in some parts of the country. Can you guess what season it is? That's right, flu season. You're listening to Landline Now, and I'm your holiday killjoy, Mark Reddick. Welcome back to the program. Yes, flu season. When the virus that never seems to go away rears its ugly seasonal head and causes folks to develop fever, chills, coughs, and unfortunately more. So how do you avoid this nastiness and actually celebrate the holiday season without extensive use of cough syrup? As the old expression goes, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So I asked for some basic do-it-yourself advice from diet and fitness guru Bob Perry of Rolling Strong. First of all, Bob, when we're talking about cold and flu season, you've always said that truckers are particularly vulnerable to these types of illnesses. Why is that? Well, thanks, Mark. I appreciate you uh, having me back. Um, it's um, mainly because of you think about you know all the different touches they have throughout the day and all the contacts they have, you know, and all the different you know terminals they're going in and out of, and the handshakes and everything they grab and touch, and, you know, that's where all this is passed from. And then, they, you know, everybody has a tendency to, you know, wipe your eyes, you know, touch your face, touch your mouth, and it's it's tough. It's just spreading it. And um, so that's why that, um, you know, the drivers, and also, to their lifestyle is conducive to it. You know, they um, let their batteries run down, their personal batteries, and they may not be charged up enough. Their immune system gets weak, you know, because they're, they're tired and fatigued and, that's when these things can grab a hold of you and get down and really down in your system. So it's always good to take some basic precautions uh, to be able to, to help fight off the best you can. So, Well, let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, you talk about the immune system, and, of course, that's the key to fighting these because, you know, and I, I can't say it often enough, although people still believe it, antibiotics will not help the cold or flu because they're viruses. <laughs> so you're you, right. You're right. you got to do something else. Um, and one of the things you've always talked about is vitamins. And right. I know, of course, if you're eating the right kind of diet, you're getting the vitamins through the food. But it doesn't hurt to get some extra vitamins in, does it? Not at all. And, you know, good point. And that's why I to really embrace, you know, uh, a good multivitamin. And you do your research, and there's a lot of them out there. But, you know, there is a difference, and you want to get a good brand name that are tested uh, because a lot of them are pretty generic and, you know, you can get vitamins as they come out and they come from the bottom of the barrel and won't have the same level of potency that the others do. But but because drivers, once again, you know, they may not be eating all the – they just don't have access to sit down all the fruits and vegetables, all the great, you know, types of foods that have the iron and the different types of vitamin C that we need to – to keep our immune system strong, um, so that's why it's important to in- integrate. You know, two, two that I really highly recommend for the drivers is one is to get a good multivitamin and, and take a good dosage of, of vitamin C every day um, just to make sure that um, you know, you're keeping your immune system going the best you can. And always try to take them you know, on, a, on a full stomach uh, so that you just don't pass them through your body. So take them after you have something to eat. Well, and I know that you've got those name brands like Airborne and Emergency that have a lot of vitamin C, but there's also a lot of, uh, you know, just uh, basic vitamin companies that are making vitamin C that's very good. You don't have to buy the expensive name brand. Absolutely. And, you know, most of them, you know, um, a lot of our partners we work with, like the CVSs and so forth, I mean, you know, they've got good brand names inside there that 
you know, if any of the drivers go to the Walmart and in the Sands Clubs or Costco, they all carry all the name brands now, and you can buy them in bigger volumes and uh, so forth and get good pricing. That way you always have them and, you know, keep them in stock, especially with drivers that are out there on the road and gone away from home for such long times. Well, the other thing uh, that we always talk about with uh, your immune system is immunizations, which seems like an obvious one, but... People are always worried about the flu shot. I've, I've never encountered anything quite like the way people regard that. But it, it generally does work, doesn't it? I mean, it is a good idea to get one. It, 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 it does, especially as you, once again, depend on your lifestyle, age. You know, they always, of course, everybody's recommend the senior citizens and so forth. And I, you know, I, I tell people all the time that's a, that's a personal choice. A lot of people have issues with it. Some people are religious about it, myself personally. Um, I've never had a flu shot, um, and um, I've always felt like I could protect my body because I'm pretty good about how I eat and so forth, and so I, I haven't done it. Um, it doesn't mean that you know it isn't beneficial and doesn't mean someday I won't, but you know, there's so many different viruses out there, and it is good. You know, there is a lot of people do believe in the preventive maintenance of it. I think drivers, is, you know, we do a lot for our, a lot of our fleet and our clients that we work with. We set up flu clinics every year. We actually we start already. I mean, we start promoting, believe it or not, in midsummer and get lined up and do flu clinics starting in August, September. And we have them going on right now for drivers coming through. And you know, most healthcare plans make it available because it is a preventative. Well, and we should make clear to people that while you've gone without a flu shot, you're also dealing in health as a profession. So you, you're probably in better shape and eat better than a lot of us out here. Yeah, exactly. So that that's that's, um, that's not a good example as far as I'm just you know like you're you're exactly right. I, I have the liberty and the ability to you know I travel quite a bit, but to you know make sure I'm getting the proper nutrition in. But you know drivers, I mean my two brothers that drive today, I'm always recommend to them that they take the good vitamins and they get flu shots. Um, they find them beneficial for them, and they've helped them. Now, something else you've talked about in the past that I always get a kick out of is garlic. And we're not yeah. talking here about a bottle of garlic salt. Can you explain, yeah, uh, first of all, what is it garlic does, and second, what kind of garlic and how do you prepare it? Well, yes, and you know, back to your point, you know, when you talk about antibiotics, you know, uh, People, I mean, I I have it, you know, uh, weekly uh, all the time, and uh, and you know, of course, people when they hear about garlic, they don't like the taste, and it, you know, it, it, it you know, people push push off a bad odor, which is true, um, and but you know, if you know how to really take it, so the best way, and I'm talking about taking, you know, they do have garlic pills, and yes, they can probably have some kind of benefit, but what I like about the the natural garlic and taking the raw garlic that you buy the clothes. And just take one of those little, you know, buy a, like a garlic clove, and they now pack them. You probably see them. They come individually packed now. They're already, you know, picked apart and cleaned, and they're individual little packs. So just take one of those little cloves, chop it up, just like it's the size of little pills, basically, like aspirin or whatever. And after you've eaten, and just take a handful and just take them like you're swallowing pills. And it will go instantly into your system. You're not chewing it. You're not absorbing it. You're not, in other words, you're not... You know, you don't have the odor and you don't have the, the aftertaste of it, and it gets in your system, and it will make a difference. Um, and it, it is, uh, and if it does have some kind of, I tell people, it's got, you know, to me, if it does have some kind of, you know, um, uh, odor to cover off of it, all the better. Then in this time of year, it keeps people away from me. I don't get 
come in close contact with me, people that way. That, if they've got a virus, I don't want it. Well, you know, I always want to ask when you say this, is Italian food a good substitute? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's funny, you're not the first one to ask. I say, well, Bob, that's great because, you know, my, you know, I love to get a good Italian food. It's always, I always get extra garlic. I say, well, that's fine, my friend. You know, in good moderation, you just can't have the whole plate of pasta. You can have a small side dish of it, so as long as you get some protein on top of there. But, but you know, the biggest thing really is, is, um, is washing your hands. Yeah, that's that's the real thing. Carrying that sanitizer with you, and just keeping those hands clean, wiping that steering wheel down, wiping your door handle, your pull bar, um, those type of things. And I know it's a kind of a pain because you want to go go. And anyway, you see, I think you see a lot of drivers, you know, wearing gloves. I know my dad was a big advocate; he always wore gloves. Um, so that that was part of his prevention. Let's talk a little bit about diet because, as as I said at the beginning, you get most of your vitamins through the food you eat, and it has a lot of other nutrients that are very helpful to the body. But what types of things should you make sure you're getting in your diet, and what kind of things should you avoid if you're trying to protect yourself from things like the flu and colds? Yeah, you want to keep yourself away from you know the real the heavy oxy that the the. the uh, the bad carbohydrates that really have no, a lot of starch and so forth, you know, the potatoes and, and the cookies and those type of things and the high sugar, the sugar just really plays havoc, especially if you're if you're coming down with something you're not feeling well. What you need to do is you need to make sure your body is getting good green and real green vegetable. And if you don't have the, the flexibility or the, the opportunity, I should say, of, of having access to a lot of greens, then, you know, there's a lot of great juices out there that are natural juices that are loaded with uh, mixed greens and, and vegetables you, that you can take. Um, one of the things that, that um, yeah, I recommend to a lot of drivers, and it's got two, uh, really, two benefits to it. One is, you know, you can, you can take, you know, uh, asparagus and green asparagus uh, at the grocery store and just, just clean it up with a good wash it, and you can eat that raw. You don't have to cook it. And um, you get a good uh, dose of, of the vitamins from the from the green from the asparagus, and and when you're going down the road, it's that crunchy, right? It gives you that sensation of chewing on something crunchy, uh, opposed to burnt chips or, or whatever. And you're getting a good dose of those uh, vitamin greens in your system. Yeah, I tend to think asparagus is actually better raw uh, than it is cooked, and uh, uh, it could really be tasty. You know, not everybody's into that, and I can understand that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, if, if you're going to snack on something, find something that falls into healthy snacks. You're just – find something crunchy that's, you know, not made out of, uh, you know, processed uh, products extracted from the wheat germ with no bran and shipped across state lines in hermetically sealed <laughs> containers. I mean uh, – There you go. You said it. You said uh, it. Protein, I know, is something you always talk about. Does protein help with flu and colds? Yeah, it does. You know, in moderation, uh, the big thing is you want to get the fluid into your system, obviously, and so you can help flush it out. But you got to keep some, your levels high. you got to keep your energy level high, which is, you know, some, some good proteins. And um, sometimes, you know, you, you just got to make sure. I don't really recommend that, that that they try and get a lot of that protein from heavy red meats and so forth. But, you know, whether you get from an additive of a, of a protein drink, oatmeal is always a good one, right? Um, you put some cinnamon on there, which will really help. And it's hot, warm, you know, tastes good, feels good to the to the body. You know, when you're when you're fighting them off, you don't really feel well. But 
you know, and also too, I know that this is something that always is, is really tough for people to get, but you know, a good night's rest, you know, will really, really help. You know, load yourself up. I've got a little formula that I do that, you know, when I'm feeling really bad, starting to feel like I'm, you know, yeah, you can tell sometimes, Mark, you get that little tickle in your throat, right? Your, your nose, your ears, you just don't feel quite right. You feel like something's coming on. Um, and you just can tell it's not really there yet, but you think it's coming. Uh, what I do is, man, I, um, I load up on the vitamin C. I mean, like three, four thousand milligrams. I give me a good handful of garlic. If you've got the availability to do it, I saute some spinach and, and eat the spinach. So, Bob, is there anything you want to add in the last thirty seconds or so? I just want to reiterate the, the sanitizer. Keep your hands clean. You know, um, that's really the biggest thing that can really help you. Okay, Bob. Thank you very much. Thank you, buddy. I've been talking with Bob Perry of Rolling Strong about how you can avoid colds and the flu. You can call questions in to Bob at 602-692-2734 or email them to bob at rollingstrong.com. Again, that's 602-692-2734 or email bob at rollingstrong.com. And, of course, you can find more information at that website, rollingstrong.com. Of course, we will have that information on our website, landlinenow.com, under the heading Heard on the Air. We'll be back in just a moment with more news and information. Please stay with us through a short commercial break. I'm Mark Reddick, and this is Landline Now on the Road Dog, Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Chainsmokers, Bruno Mars, Drake, Kendrick Lamar, and Ed Sheeran. Only one will win the American Music Awards Artist of the Year and their own limited run Sirius XM channel. Hits one in Hollywood has behind the scenes AMA dress rehearsal moments starting Thursday and will be on the red carpet right up to the show with live celebrity encounters. The American Music Awards next Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific in collaboration with Sirius XM. For P150, P150GA, P150NY, P150OK, P150TN, C250A, C250E, C250Q. Not available in all states. If New York or Colorado, call for a similar offer. What's the scariest thing about going to the dentist? Opening your mouth or opening your wallet? Because just a simple cleaning can cost $100, and things like root canals can cost you hundreds more. If you don't have dental insurance to help, call Physicians Mutual Insurance Company, 1-800-500-9481. This isn't a discount plan or preventive-only coverage. This is real dental insurance that helps pay for checkups right away. So you can call today and get your teeth cleaned tomorrow. Plus, it helps cover the more expensive procedures you might need down the road. Fillings, crowns, bridges, even costly dentures. There's no deductible and no annual maximum. Your acceptance is guaranteed for one of these insurance policies, even if you're retired. There are no networks, so you can choose any dentist you'd like. Call now for a free information kit with all the details. 1-800-500-9481. That's 1-800-500-9481. 1-800-500-9481. Hi, I'm Dave Chesterman with Celadon Trucking, and I want to make sure that you know Celadon can support you in growing your own driving business. Celadon Trucking has lease purchase opportunities that allow you to own your own truck in four years or less. Lease purchase drivers at Celadon enjoy low weekly payments and a great support team, plus a company that is committed to your success. Join Celadon today to be part of the team built to succeed. Call 844-836-9645 or visit DriveCeladon.com. 
That's D-R-I-V-E-C-E-L-A-D-O-N dot com. Drive safe. Equifax, the credit bureau, breached. 143 million of you had your personal data exposed. Retired FBI agent Art Fitzenmayer warns that a crime wave called home title fraud may be coming. The Equifax breach likely exposed your home's title and loan records. Cyber thieves can see the equity you have in your home, and they want it. And because everything's online, they simply forge a few documents with your signature, refile, and take over title. Then they borrow money on your home and drain all your equity. You won't even know until you get hit with foreclosure notices. Look, no identity theft protection or homeowner's policy covers this. Home Title Lock does. Just pennies a day helps protect your most valuable asset, your home. Put an online barrier around your home's title with Home Title Lock. Sign up and get your home's title history a $60 value free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com and use promo code PROTECT. HomeTitleLock.com, promo code PROTECT. Ever get the feeling your agent or insurance company just doesn't understand what truckers do? It's time you talk with OOIDA. They understand owner-operators. They'll treat you like a friend, not a number. No high pressure, just insurance solutions customized to your needs. Talk truck insurance with people who listen to you. Call 1-800-444-5791 to talk with an OOIDA truck insurance specialist or visit OOIDATruckInsurance.com. OOIDA. Nobody knows trucking better. Pennsylvania is working on a law aimed at deterring delinquent behavior on overpasses. Hi, everybody. Terry Scruton here on Landline Now with Landline Magazine's state legislative editor, Keith Goebel, for today's state update. Keith, how you doing? I'm doing all right, Terry. How's it going? It's going pretty well. Uh, but what's going on in Pennsylvania? Seems like uh, they're having some uh, trouble on the overpasses there. Well, you know, Pennsylvania, the state house there, I mean, they're one of the few states this time of the year that are still they're still working. Uh, they're still moving forward with legislation. And, yeah, talking about specifically one that... Uh, of interest to, to truckers and others who drive Pennsylvania roadways, as well as other roadways around the country. But in Pennsylvania now, they are specifically dealing with, yeah, I mean, the uh, issues where you have um, an individual or more than one folks who is uh, throwing some sort of object off of a overpass or onto a roadway. And enough of an issue there in Pennsylvania that uh, the Senate uh, voted unanimously to advance a piece of legislation that would in an effort to um, uh, thwart or uh, really make it more difficult uh, for, for people uh, who uh, or want to have, some, have that behavior in mind, uh, making it more difficult for them to actually follow through with it and obviously injure, uh, potentially injure not only property, but obviously the individuals that are in the vehicles. Uh, down below, what they're wanting to do, and again, uh, the Pennsylvania Senate has voted uh, to advance to the House side a bill that would require the, uh, the state DOT to erect fencing on certain, not all, but certain uh, state-owned bridges. Now, are we talking uh, uh, existing bridges and overpasses or new bridges and overpasses, or is it kind of a combination? Well, you know, already uh, the Pennsylvania DOT, they have guidelines in place for protective uh, fence railing. Now, that rule, it applies only for... Uh, circumstances like um, where there's a bridge with a sidewalk, uh, say it's over an interstate, or if it's over a railroad or some other limited access freeway. So Pennsylvania DOT has already addressed the the concern, uh, I say partially, I mean, you know, it's, it covers a good number of bridges there in the state. Uh, but this particular bill uh, would require, it wouldn't, I mean, 
worth pointing out, PennDOT is already doing stuff, but they're not required to do it. They, they just do it because just for the safety benefit. But this legislation would require that there be protective fencing on all new bridges, essentially all, all new bridges. Um, uh, now, it, it could also apply to an existing interstate bridge that, say, is getting some major renovation done. Uh, then they would put protective fencing on the, that uh, existing interstate bridges. Uh, there is also a provision in this legislation that would require PennDOT to consider installing protective fencing on overpasses where there is a history of objects being uh, dropped from the bridge uh, onto the roadway. So, yeah, they're trying to get, with this legislation, uh, new bridges, uh, existing interstate bridges that are having major renovation work done, and then those bridges who don't fall in, in the, 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 the previous two categories, but there has been some history of incidents on those bridges. So, yeah, just really trying to address just about any and all circumstances where you may have uh, a case where uh, somebody is you know, trying to uh, injure or damage a property and, and people below. And that's something I will never understand. We report on stories like that all, all too often uh, here on the radio show and in the magazine as well, where, where some idiot decides to just go throw stuff over an overpass. And I will never understand at what point in your, your thought process and your, your warped brain does that become a good idea? I know what's what'll be fun. Let's go out and potentially kill people. Yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> yeah, obviously you've got folks who are not thinking things through and, uh, and thinking maybe more in the moment than they are, uh, uh long term as far as what you can do or yeah, just simply, uh, poor judgment. Uh, there's, there's a lot of things that you can, uh, uh, use to describe that sort of, yeah, that sort of activity. And, you know, I mean, uh, I, I, this may be getting more and more common with state legislatures trying to, to act, to, to do something to deter it. I mean, if, if you've got folks out there who are going to exercise poor judgment, uh, what do you do to try to protect those folks who, you know, likely could be impacted? Uh, you know, this particular issue in Pennsylvania was brought up uh, af after an incident back in 2014. You know, there was a woman uh, out of Ohio who was uh, severely injured. She was a passenger in a vehicle uh, along Interstate 80 in Union County. Uh, and um, uh, object was thrown down, or I think it was a pretty good-sized rock. It was a rock that not only struck her vehicle that she was riding in, but it struck a tractor-trailer as well. Um, now, that woman sustained a significant and lasting injuries. And again, as I pointed out, she's from Ohio. Uh, her family was integral in getting a piece of legislation approved in Ohio uh, that has similar rules in place as what they're seeking in Pennsylvania. So, um, yeah, I mean, you, you see more, I think, probably see more and more states going this route. I mean, as Ohio has done, if Pennsylvania follows through with it, you will see other states saying, okay, they've done this in these particular states. What can we do? Can we do something similar to it? Now, it's worth pointing out that Pennsylvania DOT, they have estimated, you know, the cost of, of, of what it would cost to, to do all of this, what the bill wants to accomplish. And, and PennDOT has estimated costs of about $200 million uh, to do do the, uh, the overpasses uh, that would be uh, affected by this legislation. Now, they have also pointed out that over the, over the past two years, uh, the agency, they've spent $3 million to add protective fencing on more than 70 bridges in the state. So they are doing things now to, to try to uh, protect folks uh, from this sort of behavior. But, you know, as you pointed out, I mean, they've, spent, they've done 70 bridges. They spent $3 million, and the estimate is that it could cost uh, $200 million to do all the, you know, all the bridges that could be affected by this legislation. 
but uh, enough of uh, enough of an issue that uh, yeah, the legislature is giving serious consideration to, to following through with it. It's a lot of money to uh, fight stupidity. Hopefully it will help. Um, meanwhile, in Wisconsin, we've got a new bill that would call on truckers to help fight human trafficking. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, Wisconsin, another state that uh, they're still working late into the year. And this is a new bill introduced. Uh, hasn't gone very far to this point. It's had a committee consideration, though, which is like really the first real step to possibly advancing through the state house is after you've had uh, a hearing on an issue. And they've done that in Wisconsin. They're just trying to address... Uh, you know, the issue of uh, of trafficking, um, what they can do to um, enlist, essentially, professional drivers to help uh, help with this. And, you know, we've been talking more and more uh, in recent years about states that are that are getting truckers involved uh, and, and, and really the, uh, the training, the training process whenever you've got a prospective trucker working to get a CDL during the CDL course, uh, giving them instruction on, uh, you know, how to identify as well as to report trafficking, getting them involved with uh, information on truckers against trafficking, just trying to educate those new into the industry as well as those uh, existing truck drivers. You know, you might be, might see uh, literature at a truck stop or, or, uh, uh, or some other uh, of a way station, but just trying to get uh, information out. Uh, to uh, encourage folks, uh, not only if they suspect something, to 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 report it. So, uh, yeah, in Wisconsin, this legislation would uh, put into requirement that uh, driver training courses uh, uh, have some instruction for, again, those prospective uh, CDL drivers uh, to um, to get some get some uh, information on uh, on trafficking and how to identify it, as well as uh, to report it. And this is something I think that's, uh, uh, as you said, other states have done this, and I think it's a pretty natural fit for uh, for truck drivers because they're out there on the road, they're in truck stops, they're they're going up and down the highways, and they're they're kind of unfortunately, sadly, on the front lines of where a lot of this activity is taking place. Yeah, I mean that's one of the things that's been that has been pointed out again and again in these states that are addressing this issue. I mean we've got more than half the states that have adopted at least similar rules to what they're pursuing in Wisconsin, and just the sheer numbers of folks who who are affected by this. I mean they've estimated that there are more than 20 million people uh, trafficked worldwide, and in the U.S. Uh, those victims commonly transported along the interstate highway system. So, so yeah, I mean obviously law enforcement can't do it all themselves, and uh, you've got professional drivers who are out on the road all the time. And it could be very, be very helpful in all of this. And, uh, yeah, they're just now starting to utilize uh, that, uh, that, that component of it. All right, Keith, thanks for being with us today. Oh, thank you, Terry. We've been talking with Keith Goble. That's going to do it for our show today. I'm Terry Scruton, and you have been listening to Landline Now. This portion of our show is sponsored by OOIDA's Medical Benefits Group. This is Sirius XM. This is Sirius XM Radio. You're listening to Sirius XM Radio. Sirius XM Road Dog Trucking. An insightful and informed look at the trucking industry. The reason they're in this trouble is because of poor maintenance, and the first thing they do is fire their mechanics. Current events and social issues. Well, it's also the way you move your country forward. Educate your kids. And business strategies for any owner-operator. Are we trying to accomplish getting a truck on the road at the cheapest price possible? No. That's short-term thinking, and it will kill you in the long run. For everything trucking, it's Road Dog Trucking Radio. On Sirius XM, we know you. Are you looking for a job or looking for a better one? 
Are you tired of applying for a job only to feel like your application fell into a black hole? Then you need to try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter understands how frustrating it can be to apply for a job and never hear back. And that if you've taken the time to apply, you deserve to know where you stand every step of the way. When you apply for a job on ZipRecruiter, you can choose to get status updates. These alerts will let you know when your application has been received and when a real live person has actually viewed it. And if you don't get the job, you'll know when it closes so you can move forward to the next opportunity. Knowing where you stand keeps you in control of your job search. That's what makes ZipRecruiter the smartest way to get hired. To find a job you love today, download the top-rated ZipRecruiter app on iPhone or Android. Or get started at ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. Once again, head to ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. Hi, I'm Shannon, a professional driver at Warner Enterprises. If you want to help keep America moving, then Warner is the place for you. Warner is offering peak season incentives for team drivers. If you don't have a partner, Warner's experienced team matching specialist will help you find a great driver to team with who has similar interests. And don't forget, our teams average over six figures annually with mostly pre-assigned drop and hook freight and longer miles per load. Go further together. Apply at warnerteams.com today. Hi, everybody. Christopher Russo, host of Mad Dog Unleashed, her weekdays, 3 Eastern, on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82. Here at Sirius XM, we like to take care of our subscribers, so we're giving you special access to our employees-only site for great offers on Sirius XM subscriptions and radios. Treat your friends and family to an early holiday gift. Visit SiriusXM.com slash 2017 employees and check it out. And be sure to check out our show, Mad Dog Unleashed, weekdays at 3 Eastern, on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82. Happy holidays. I'm Todd Gordon, the Weather Channel, with an interstate weather update. Take a look at the north-south interstate starting west. We have some floor elevation rain showers and some gusty winds along I-5 in Washington State and parts of Oregon, even a higher elevation flake of snow. Also dealing with some spotty light rain and spotty snow all parts of I-29, Dakotas into Iowa. I-75, some snow showers and rain in there in parts of Michigan. I-39, I-55, and I-57 in Illinois. We have drops of rain and flake of snow possibility, particularly in the parts of Illinois that does extend along I-55 elsewhere into Missouri as well. I-35, we have that light rain and snow mix and turning over to all snow. It'll be along your ride in parts of Iowa and Missouri in the parts of Kansas as well. Of course, the farther south you are, the more likely it is rain. The farther north, the more likely it is snow. We also have some spotty rain showers, I-95 and I-75 in Florida. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather for Drivers Twice Now on the Road Dog, Sirius at 146 and on the Sirius map of smartphones. For all things trucking, it's Sirius XM's Road Dog Live. Do be advised. We're talking about emissions, stock prices, the power of the government. going to be some great conversation because all the producers are hanging out with me drinking margaritas. And now, for your host, I haven't prepared anything to talk about, J.C. Phillips. Hey, good afternoon, and welcome into Road Dog Live. Hey, I am your host for the afternoon festivities, Casey Phillips. It is my pleasure and my honor to be hanging out with you guys, the American truckers, on this dog day of the week. It is a great day to be with you, and I hope that your tanks are full, your wheels are turning, your left door is shut, and the open road ahead is clear, because we got a good conversation planned for you today. I invite you into the show if you want to be part of the program. If you are moved by the Spirit, if you are so inclined, dial the number, 888-876-2336. 8888-ROAD-DOG. If you want to get in and have your comments heard by all, again, 8888-ROAD-DOG. 
And today on the show, we're talking holiday freight. Oh, the jingle jingle. And that jingle jingle hopefully is going to be in your pocket after you are hauling all this good freight. What does holiday freight mean to you in the coming months? The retailers obviously are gearing up. Are you gearing up for holiday freight? Does your world change as we move into the holiday season? Or is it pretty much the status quo? Is it the same old, same old for you? Get in and talk about it. We'll dig deeper into that in a little bit. I have room for you now if you have comments. Give me a call. I'm coming to you live from the SiriusXM Tower, downtown Nashville, Tennessee, the music city here in the good old U.S. of A. It's been raining for the past, I don't know, seems like two days. <laughs> uh, the Harpeth River, which is real close to my house, has left its banks. We had a squall come through around, I guess, 8 p.m. last night. Lightning, thunder, all night long. It, it, around 4 o'clock, I was waking up to cracks of thunder, uh, a collapse of lightning, whatever, all night. It, it, it was bad. So you wake up this morning, and then the real fun begins because all of the rivers start to fill up, right, as water runs downhill. So as I was driving in today, uh, Innsworth, which is a high school close to my house, it's underwater. you got the Harpeth, which has left its banks. All the greenways down by my house, uh, yeah, they're flooded. So uh, you know where Nemo used to live back in the day. Uh, his place is probably getting really close to being underwater again. So it's kind of dicey out there. We're not accustomed to floods, but hey, in the last 10 years, we've had a couple of floods in Nashville. So um, get your water boots on, I guess. You hip waders, because it's going to be bad in Nashville. But we didn't have such an, a restful sleep last night because it was storming all night last night. And uh, I hope for you guys that the weather is holding up nicely and you aren't seeing any of the white stuff yet. I, I was catching a little bit of uh, Monday Night Football last night. I just turned in, you know, tuned in for a couple of minutes to see what the score was. The game was being played in Green Bay. Uh, between Detroit, the Lions, and, and the Green Bay Packers. And so everybody that they showed on the television was in their winter gear. So, hey, it's on us. We got all of a sudden the middle of winter, especially up in the northern states. So if you're dispatched to head north and you ain't ready for that, make sure you take your coat, pack your fuel conditioner, get your mittens ready. Hey, you know what? Maybe a nice scarf, too, that was knitted by your Aunt Eunice. It, doesn't everybody have an Aunt Eunice that, that knits them a scarf? Oh, make sure you wear your scarf. You don't want your neck to get cold. Yeah, Aunt Eunice, thank you. Hey, you need to pluck that uh, little... Nah, never mind. Hey, we don't want to make uh, anybody mad, that is for sure. But you don't need your fuel to gel up this early in the year. So if you are headed north, it's going to be cold up there. Make sure that you guys are prepared. Hey, I'm glad to be with you today. Here's what we got on tap for you on the Tuesday edition of the show. We are talking holiday freight. Now that Halloween has passed us, the snow has started to cover the Rockies and Upper Plains states, I'm feeling the holiday spirit. It's starting to, to stir in the, in the cockles of my heart and up in my head a little bit. I got visions of sugar plums. They are sure to be coming soon enough, but there's a lot of work to be done before we hit the holidays. On the Tuesday edition of Road Dog Live, which is right now, the conversation turns towards holiday freight, the loads that are specific to the season. Christmas trees, turkeys, we got summer sausage, all the other hot items this time of year. And I wonder if you are somebody who capitalizes on the needed capacity for the extra freight. What are you seeing from the driver's seat, and how busy do you expect to be this holiday season? 
Get in, share your thoughts on holiday freight. Maybe some of your holiday freight nightmare stories. We'll, we'll double down again on Halloween. Did you ever have a holiday freight nightmare story? Road Dog Truck and Radio. We're here for the next three hours. I had an old friend who used to really get into the holiday season. The guy was a trucker. Uh, he owned trucks. And uh, the reason he really loved the holidays is because he ran uh, a lot of trucks in and out of the Atlanta area, and he was hauling thousands of pounds of summer sausage this time of year. It was seasonal work. He, he was working for Hickory Falls, I think is the name of the company that was his shipper. But they were doing all of the gift boxes and uh, the, the packages of summer sausage and sharp cheddar cheese, the stuff that really makes the season what it is. You know what I'm saying? And it really got me thinking about some OS&D issues. You know, if you were running holiday freight and you just happened to drop a case or two of summer sausages, that might not be a bad thing. It might be that you're setting yourself up for uh, some really good holiday eating. Just saying. I know that you, you, you wouldn't intentionally do that. Obviously, you wouldn't do that. But um, I wonder, and I've been thinking... Have you ever had some product that just mysteriously turned up as an overage or uh, maybe a shortage or destroyed, uh, damaged goods, whatever, and uh, maybe they ended up under the old pine tree on Christmas morning? Have you ever gifted OS&D? That's, that's the question. <laughs> that is the question that has been burning for me. Because I know that if it came up OS&D for me, I probably would have a hankering to wrap that sucker, whatever it was. Hey, Grandpa! Yeah, here's a nice box of smoked sausage. <laughs> I know you love it. I love it, too. And it was free. Anyway, if you want to call and talk about that, 888-876-2336. Have you ever gifted OS&D? Don't be too proud to call. I know that it's happened. You can't tell me it hasn't. So we'll talk about that today on the show. Uh, we're going to also get into a little bit of conversation about the holiday freight spike. Is, is there a freight spike for you in your world? What is typical? Do you change your business model? If, if you're an owner-operator or you're a lease operator, are you somebody that really gets into the extra capacity needed, and do you change your business a little bit during the holidays? Do you plan on some of these extra loads because it is the holidays and a lot of retail needs to be delivered? And uh, do you capitalize on that? Uh, do you bid on lanes or look forward to accepting holiday freight this time of year if you're a company guy? Is it a situation where you might have some time to pick up some extra lanes if you're not on a dedicated run? And uh, do you step up and say, yeah, I'll take as much freight as you can give me, within legal limits, obviously, of the hours of service. But uh, is it something that you look forward to throughout the year? Uh, we can talk about that. The, the White House Christmas tree, it's on its way. You know, I reached out to the folks that are going to be carrying that tree. Uh, the, the tree is being cut, and it is now going to be loaded onto a truck, and it's going to be making its way to Washington, D.C. That happens tomorrow, actually. I was on the email system with the folks that are in charge of that whole project this morning. They responded that they would like to come on and talk about it. So we're going to have them on, and I believe it's going to be Friday on the show, to uh, get a little 
bit of a, uh, a work in progress interview, find out how the trip is going, and a little of the details of the truck that's hauling that, uh, about any problems they've encountered, what the route is looking like, Secret Service, and how they're helping to protect this, uh, this pine tree that is making its way, that is going to be the national Christmas tree. So really interested to talk to those folks, and I hope that we can make it happen. We're still working on it right now. But uh, that's another something to talk about. Have you ever delivered a load of Christmas trees? Have you ever done the the uh, wreaths uh, across America that are used to uh, adorn the tombstones of our fallen service members? I think that's a wonderful project. What about Toys for Tots? You, you have all types of different charitable organizations that take a huge effort, and a lot of times truckers play a very big role in those types of projects. So we can talk about any of that today. Um, I'm going to get into a little conversation about your Walmart loads. Obviously, one of the biggest retailers in the world, Walmart, a very valued sponsor of this program as well. And uh, what about your Walmart loads? Are you seeing there's a spike in inventory? What's going on with Amazon? Oh, do you think that there's going to be an effect, any effect on the typical plans that operations departments, say in Walmart or others, start to change up a little bit because of the Amazon effect. Have you heard about the Amazon effect? Well, I'm going to read about the Amazon effect because it's been written about in Forbes magazine, and I think it's pretty interesting stuff. So I'll share some uh, shopping stats with you as we get through the afternoon and get your reaction to that. Most importantly, as always, are your phone calls. Uh, we can talk about the hams that you hauled, the fruitcakes that you delivered, the hottest holiday gifts items. Hey, have you ever had a mass of mad parents surrounding your truck whenever you hit the Walmart store? If they knew that you had something good on your truck that you were bringing to the store, did you ever have parents fighting over that gaming system that was getting offloaded off your truck? Folks, people go nuts over this stuff. Holiday shopping, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Just think how crazy it can get from all the crazy people out there that are driving around you all the time. Do you fear for your safety sometimes whenever you have some of these hauls? Lots to get into on the show today. So I'm going to go ahead and start moving out of the way for a break. I am looking forward to your phone calls on the show today. 888-876-2336 is the number. If you've ever gifted OS&D, I'll take that call. Are you planning on holiday freight? Do you carry Christmas trees behind you? Is it something where um, you're looking forward to working for a retailer that does a huge business? In, um, in Holiday Freight. What have you hauled? Those are some of the things we can talk about. It's all fair game on the show. 888-876-2336 is the number. Taking the break. I'm Casey Phillips coming to you live, Sirius XM in Nashville, Tennessee, in the Sirius XM Tower. Hi, it's off the Honky Tonk District. And we got Mr. Charles Roberts III, who is in D.C. We call him the mechanic. He's keeping everybody in line. He has open lines right now. We'll be back on Road Dog Live. Sirius XM has a lot of places dedicated to talking about pro sports. But when you want to talk about the college game, it's nice to know you can go off campus with me, Mark Packer. We let you celebrate after a big win and drown your sorrows after your school falls short. And I'll interview the biggest names in the game. College sports always comes first when you go off campus with me, Mark Packer. Weekdays at 4 Eastern, ESPNU Radio, Sirius XM 84, and on the Sirius XM app. If you've got lower back pain, that sharp ache makes it hard to drive, stabbing pain through your back with every bump in the road, and that awful pinching pain can radiate down into your legs. 
Finally, there's good news. A truly unique and effective formula called Backaid Max is available now at CVS and Walgreens. Backaid Max is aspirin-free with two powerful medicines that effectively relieve temporary minor lower back and leg pain. Plus, it helps relieve the pressure-related pain that can make discomfort radiate into your legs, like with sciatica. Backaid six-hour formula provides maximum strength over-the-counter pain relief. That's why customers consistently rate Backaid five stars for how well it reduces their back pain and pressure. You've been waiting long enough for effective relief from lower back and leg pain. Join the many people who have found the five-star relief they need with specially formulated Backaid Max. Pull into a CVS or Walgreens now to get Backaid Max in the blue box in the pain relief aisle. Use as directed. Are you looking for a hair loss solution that actually works? Your search is over. Hi, I'm David Michaels, founder and CEO of HairMax. As a young man, I experienced excessive hair loss. I experimented with laser light therapy and it actually regrew my hair. My results were so impressive that I innovated a home-use laser device so that everyone can treat their hair loss and experience new hair growth. We conducted extensive clinical studies which proves HairMax reverses thinning hair, awakens hair follicles, and regrows hair with an increased density and fullness with an astonishing 93% success rate for both men and women. Today, HairMax has seven FDA clearances and over one million users worldwide. Visit HairMax.com to learn more, including the Pininfarina-designed laser band, the fastest hair loss laser treatment ever. I grew back my hair, and so can you. Visit us at HairMax.com or call 1-800-9-REGROW. That's 1-800-973-4769. Or order online at HairMax.com. That's 1-800-973-4769. Imagine world-class financial expertise working for you. I'm Steve Booth, President and CEO of Baird. With internationally acclaimed investment banking and investment research, nationally recognized municipal bond underwriting, private wealth management, and asset management, Baird's experts are among the best at what we do. And because Baird is employee-owned, you can trust we know our success depends on yours. Imagine the power of you and Baird. Visit rwbaird.com. Landline now, weekday, 7 p.m. East. Business advice, things you can do to make your engine run better, improving your own health. Landline now with Mark Redding on Road Dog Trucking Radio. Now, back to the conversation on Road Dog Trucking Radio's Road Dog Live with host K.C. Phillips. Get out of the business of naming that tune. I think that's Paul McCartney. But uh, you know what? After yesterday's fail, I think that I should probably hang out my uh, name that tune ability. I, I just don't have it today. Anyway, hey, great tunes coming out of D.C. Special thanks to Mr. Charles Roberts III and uh, what he does for us every day. Let's go ahead and get into the conversation. It is the Dog Day edition of Road Dog Live. I'm Casey coming to you. And, uh, you know, when we talk about uh, some of these holiday freight issues, a, a lot of times I will lean heavily on the age of information. We, we have the Internet available to us. And so the, the topics that we come up with to talk about, I, I get all of my backup information to share with you throughout the show. Now, you know how they've always said that there's no such thing as a stupid question. Well, there is such a thing as a stupid Internet search. 
And I've been pulling my hair out today, let me tell you, because some of these stupid internet searches I've been doing, like an internet search for regifting OS&D freight, good luck. <laughs> You're not going to find anybody who's blogged. You're not going to find any journalist who's taking the time to write a little ditty about over, short, or damaged goods that you could wrap up and put under the Christmas tree. It's just not something that people do. And it makes me think that maybe it's an unethical behavior. And if that means that I'm unethical, then so be it. I guess I'm unethical. But when it comes down to it, uh, I do think that there have been times, and you can tell the story if you want. You don't have to tell the story if you don't want. But uh, if you have ever had a damaged item, maybe a pallet of damaged items on the truck that got rejected, the company says, throw in the dumpster. You said, boy, this would really look good with some maybe some red and green wrapping paper around it and maybe a bow. <laughs> it, might be, it might be nice to give the kiddos uh, a little summer sausage. I don't see that there's anything wrong with it. If you're going to throw it away, obviously, uh, your company may say something different. I, I just happen to be of the mind, waste not, want not. And uh, so if you've ever had an OS&D holiday freight item that you want to talk about, maybe giving to a friend as a Christmas present, then that is fair game. I did find uh, some information about re-gifting. And I have been the recipient of a gift that was re-gifted. And the reason I knew is because the original thank you card was included with it. Um, so the original recipient had forgotten that they had put the card inside the gift and then had given it to us as a wedding present, which is, is acceptable, right? I mean, you get so much stuff and so many duplicates whenever you're married. But uh, moneycrashers.com has a pretty interesting list of rules for re-gifting and I'll share those with you a little bit. If you've ever regifted, you know what we're talking about. But our conversation together, you and me, what I want you to call me about is holiday freight. Are you making plans for some increased capacity, some really good runs this year? Are you hanging it up for the holidays? You know how important truckers are to the holidays. I know there has been a lot of controversy stirring around with that uh, old rule that's going into effect uh, December 18th. I, I can't remember for the life of me what that rule is all about, though, for some reason. I think it was three letters, uh, E something. But anyway, <laughs> there's been some folks that have been talking about not running for the holidays and to, to make sure that you are letting folks know how important it is you are. Now, if you're not going to haul it, somebody else is. Just keep that in mind. And that means that it's probably just money out of your pocket. So, have you hauled hams? Have you hauled turkeys? Have you hauled trees? Have you hauled fruitcakes? Have you hauled electronics? What are some of the hot gifts this year? We'll talk about all of this on the show today. 888-876-2336 is the number. I'm going to take some phone calls right now. We got pole position is none other than the Hossmeister. Hoss, what's up, fruitcake? Hey, Casey. That what are you doing? I pick up next low today. You do? Yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, uh, good money, I guess, for you, right? Well, I get paid by the hour, so it's next a couple hours a day. So, yeah, I haul yeah. fireplaces. You haul fireplaces. That Well, that's a perfect time of year for fireplaces, I tell you. And corn stoves and pellet stoves. and You'd be surprised how many of them going out the door. Oh, yeah. Now, are these all manufactured with plate steel? Is that what you're hauling? Uh. Some are, all depends on model you get. 
But it's, okay. uh, it's a very national known company that I haul for. Is it Buck Stove? No. Heat later, hearth at home. Okay, good deal, man. You know, uh, one of the one of the things that I loved about my childhood home was the fact that my dad heated the home with wood, and uh, so we had uh, hearths in two rooms downstairs. And I tell you what, boy, those things would crank out some heat when my dad had them stoked up, and uh, it, it warmed the whole house. I got I got one in the house. It's a corn stove, and mm-hmm. a fifty pound bag of corn will will last me a week. And then I mean that thing is cooking. What? So you're burning corn? Yeah, shelled corn. Okay, shelled corn. Get out of here! Yep. I didn't even knew it, know it burned. <laughs> yep. Crazy. And, okay. And I, and I have hauled hands before, and had had three cases that mysteriously had a cut in the box. Ah, uh, yes, mysteriously, how that happened, right? Have you ever gifted OS and D, Hoss? I gotta know. Yes, I have. All right. You're not alone, my friend. I have done the same. Then, you know, you're talking about regifting. You know, we got, there's about five of us. We all got a thing going on. Every mm-hmm. every year we give each other a gift. And whoever gets the corniest gift, that gets passed on to the next person. <laughs> next year we, have a, we have a drawing. Uh, yeah, there you go. You know what? That it reminds me of uh, the Dirty Santa. You remember we did the White Elephants uh, gift exchange last year. We'll do that again this year because that was a lot of fun. But we got one bot, one mason jar of Jack Peppers. Jack Daniels Jack Peppers. Peppers. Okay. And that, and 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 that's the gift that uh, kids giving. Oh yeah! Hey, you're not lying, son. I tell you, whenever it comes down to anything alcoholic, you cherries. Jack Daniel cherries. You know, that, that gift don't last very long. <laughs> That's right. All right, Hoss. Anytime you're gifting alcohol, yeah, somebody's probably going to hold on to that bad boy. You know, it, it's just how it is. And a lot of people are into that this time of year, especially when it comes to the holidays, right? Many people are taking some time off. They're spending time with family. And, boy, I know when I'm around family, I need a drink. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, uh, anyway, if you want in, thanks, Hoss. I appreciate you. I got open lines. 888-876-2336 is the number. We're talking holiday freight on the show today. And if you have hauled any holiday freight, if you make special plans to haul holiday freight, that is fair game for you today. If you've ever gifted OS&D and you want to talk about it, then that is fair game as well. We had uh, a lot of overage in Frito-Lay. Now, let me let me lay this out for you because I, I don't want to come across as being unethical or immoral when it comes to how I conduct a business. Working for Frito-Lay, and especially when you're in a bin operation, and for Frito-Lay uh, operators out there, if you're listening to me, uh, thank you, number one, because there were many times where the factory would ship extra cases. They would ship extra cases of, of salsa, of cheese dip, and you loved it whenever they sent you an extra case of cheese dip because the company's policy whenever they shipped it to you was just destroy it. What? Destroy it? It's a, it's 12 jars of queso dip. I'm taking it to the house. Now, we were supposed to uh, destroy the product, but and I'm sure that many people have not played by those rules. And, boy, I hope that there's a uh, statute of limitations that's run out on this because Frito-Lay might come back on me and say, uh, you owe us for 32 cases of queso dip. 
But uh, I, I did receive many times extra, uh, extra packages of queso, extra boxes of Tostitos, corn chips. And so whenever it comes down to the holidays and the, the fact that overages just happen to make it to the Phillips pantry, well, there are many times where I would give somebody a bag of chips and uh, some queso to take home. So if we were having a, a family get-together, they would come to the house and we'd have just all of the stuff that Frito said throw in the dumpster. Well, you either throw it in the dumpster or you call your stomach the dumpster because it's going to make it there eventually. <laughs> it just has a process to go through if you decide to eat it first. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we had very many times where OS&D did end up as a gift to a friend or family member. And I don't know if you consider that unethical or not. I, I, I really don't. It's, it's a waste-not type of mentality in my mind, even though it was company policy. Now, obviously, if I lost my job because of it, I would probably be speaking differently about it today. But I have a feeling that Frito-Lay understands that their employees are not going to try and just waste a bunch of product, I would hope. Anyway, I'm digging the hole deeper and deeper as I go, wouldn't you say? So I'm going to go ahead and take some phone calls. <laughs> Kirk is in Tennessee next up. Hey, Kirk, what are you doing, man? Hey, man, out here riding around just west of Crashville. Hey, uh, we'll hey, be I safe, man. In to, I was coming into Nashville this morning, and I didn't hear them storms. Uh, it was about 4 a.m. Were you not hearing any of that? Oh, no, I was asleep by then, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was giving you a hard time about being a wuss. Uh, we oh, a lot no. of, uh, turkeys and hams for the holidays. Uh, they try to get as many drivers as they can to stay out through Thanksgiving and Christmas because of that. Mm-hmm. I always work through Thanksgiving. I go home Christmas, but, uh, and as far as Christmas trees, I've unloaded them. Does that count? <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Hey, anytime you're dealing with Christmas freight, that's what we're talking about. So tell me about the trees. Was it a um, a flatbed of trees? Was it a uh, just a box truck? What were you unloading? No, they brought a uh, they were on a 48 foot flatbed and live uh, live cut trees. Tree live cut trees. Yes, they come out of New Mexico and okay. Colorado. Nice. And uh, I work for a chain of convenience stores there in West Texas. And every year they sell trees. This guy showed up about 1.30 in the morning. And I had to call the manager in so she could watch the store while I went out there and helped this guy unload. Mm-hmm. And I think we got like, I don't know, 40 or 50 trees. Of course, they always, you know, they always had some that we threw away, and they, the problem is they would bring them in too early. We'd get them, like, the first part of November. Yeah. And by the by the time Christmas rolled around, they were dry, dead. You know, we're talking West yeah. Texas here. Oh, my gosh, yeah. That does seem fairly and, early, uh, right? And as far as gifting OS&D, the closest I have come to being able to do it was I was delivering at a major grocery chain down in San Antonio, and I had a uh, case of beef rejected for some reason. It was extra, I think. Wasn't anything wrong with it. And my girlfriend lives just north of San Antonio, so I got a hold of her. And she took it. I told her that there were three packs in there, three 20-pound chunks of beef. I told wow. her to take one, give one to her sister, and hang on to one for me. Yeah. Every time I get the good stuff, I'm at least 
1,500 miles from the house. I was in Alabama one time, and they had nine cases of ribeyes rejected. Oh, my gosh, man. How many is in a case? Uh, I think there's like 20. Holy Lord. Can you imagine that? Store. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Nine cases, and I was 15, 1,600 miles from my house. Yeah. And my yeah. little freezer and my little refrigerator ain't going to hold many. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like uh, hopefully it's cold out and you can just strap them to the top of the truck or something. You know what? Oh, shoot, no, this was in June. I, okay. so I wound up yeah. having to take them 200 miles to uh, another customer that bought them. Okay. But, uh, yeah, we've got some of the OS&D we have with some of the different companies. They have different policies. Five cases or less, we trash it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the companies, we have to notify them so they can make a determination of what they want to do with it. Yeah, yeah. And so, do you think that there's anything unethical, Kirk? If and and it, it's happened with me, where they say throw it in the dumpster. If you just say, "Okay, well, I'm going to throw it in the dumpster," but you don't throw it in the dumpster. No, I used to work for Pepsi, and we used to oh. do the same thing there. <laughs> yeah, same yeah, thing you boy. did. No, I didn't see anything, and that's why I I truly believe that's why they send extra because they know that's going to happen. And they would rather have it come out of the extra than they would for you to short your customers. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that's a good point. That is, uh, that's awesome. Kirk, thank you, buddy. Hey, man, I appreciate you being on today and talking a little bit about your holiday freight stories. You, you think about what Kirk just said, a 20-pound piece of meat. If you are talking about getting three or four of those, 60 to 80 pounds of, of quality beef, what does it cost for, say, a one-pound steak in the store? I think that if it's the right cut, you're talking about 15 to $20 per. So that that's a huge, that's like $1,000 worth of meat almost at the retail level, I would say. I'm going to have to double-check my math on that. But you know what I'm saying? Math sucks. I, I'm not very good at math, but let me see how close I was. If you're talking about $15 per steak, and you get 80 of them, $1,200. I was close. Man, I should go on uh, The Price is Right. <laughs> but crazy to think about that. And then to have nine cases of ribeyes, OS&D, right around June. Obviously, yeah, you need to find some place to get those before they melt. But whenever it comes down to it, there, I just don't know if that is unethical. I, I guess I'll have to talk with my priest about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll report what he says. Well, if they said to throw in the dumpster, Casey, then you should have thrown it in the dumpster. I know that's exactly what I'll say. <sighs> we're all heathens all of a sudden. Anyway, hey, we're talking about holiday freight from one heathen to another, right? i got to take a quick time out. When we come back, more of your phone calls. I do want to get into a little bit of the eight rules for regifting. This is something that uh, I think is important. But if you want to talk about holiday freight stories that you've had, have you hauled hams, have you hauled turkeys, have you had any of this stuff rejected and then told to throw the stuff away, waste not, want not, have you gifted it? Have you ever wrapped up uh, an item that fell off a pallet and was rejected and gave it to a gift to one of your kids? What if you were the guy that was hauling the pallets of iPhones and <laughs> and one of the iPhones or the iPads just happened to fall off the truck? Sorry, boss. What do you want me to do with this one, man? Just throw it away. Okay, I'll throw it away to my daughter. 
<laughs> Lots of things we can talk about on the show today. Anyway, looking forward to having our chat. I'm Casey Phillips coming to you live, Sirius XM. This Road Dog Trucking News Break is brought to you by Crete, and we'll be back. I'm Todd Bork, the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. Not a lot of activity out there in terms of precipitation across the U.S., but we still have some rough conditions and spots. Be careful out there. Also some windy conditions as well, and mainly across the northern-tiered states. As we take a look at the east-west interstates, I-94 and I-96 in Michigan, some gusty wind there, but also watch out for some flakes of snow and a drop of rain or two. That will continue through the part of the overnight also be dealing with that same type of thing as you work your way down along I-90 and I-80 in parts of the Midwest. Cells were across I-80. Some drops of rain and flicks snow will be around your ride from Iowa into parts of Nebraska as well as Wyoming. I-90 in Washington State, some lower elevation rain showers and some higher elevation snow showers. Also some gusty conditions along that ride along I-90 in the Pacific Northwest and I-84 as well. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers Twice Down the Road Dog Series. It's at 146 and on the Series about smartphones. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. Do you know the top three promotional items for driving new customers? We do. Do you know how to make your logo come alive and magnetically attract new, long-lasting customers? We do. And do you know how to ensure your logo is delivered on the right promotional items on time at a great price? We do. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Who are we? We're for Imprint, the nation's leading team to make your logo shine on your choice of thousands of promotional items. And right now, we want to share with you for free the top three promotional items for driving new customers. Discover them now by texting ACT77 to 88988. Let us show you what a difference the right promotional items can make to help grow your brand. With 4imprint, you'll get high-quality products, exclusive items, popular brands, on-time delivery, and outstanding customer service. That's what we do. Discover the top three promotional items for driving new customers by texting ACT77 to 88988. That's ACT77 to 88988. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no-obligation quote. 1-800-700-9920. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-700-9920. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-700-9920. 1-800-700-9920. Road Dog Trucking and Sirius XM are pleased to present a legendary overnight show. I'm George Norrie, and welcome to Coast to Coast AM. The most dominant overnight show in the country is on Road Dog Trucking Radio. Did you hear about it? Weekday mornings at 1 a.m. East. It's Coast to Coast AM with George Norrie. Telling it like it is. Widely unreported by the mainstream media over the weekend. Coast to Coast AM with George Norrie. Weekday mornings at 1 a.m. East on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio. You're listening to Road Dog Trucking Radio's Road Dog Live with host K.C. Phillips. Can you hear me when I call? 
Hey, welcome back in to Road Dog Live. Casey, coming to you. It is the Dog Day edition of the show, and we are cruising through the afternoon. It's a kind of blustery day in Nashville. Don't let it get you down, though, Casey. Thanks. I'll try not to. We are talking today about uh, some issues with holiday freight. Are, are you getting geared up for the holidays? I know retailers are. You walk into any store, and the Christmas lights are already up. And we haven't even hit Thanksgiving it just gets earlier and earlier each year. And I think it probably has to do with uh, the fact that the accountant, account, accounting, he said, department is really looking forward to getting in the black. They've been operating in the red all year. Let's go ahead and start planning on making some of that money. We're going to give people the opportunity to get an early start and maybe spread the purchasing out over a couple of months instead of just one month in December. Uh, there is going to be some change this year. Obviously, with Internet shopping, things are going to be a little differently. I wonder if that affects you, if it all rolls to the trucking industry and you have a, a, a change that you're seeing in holiday freight levels. If you want to talk about that, 8888-ROAD-DOG is the number. If you want to talk about the ham you hauled or the turkeys you delivered or the freight of the, the loads of Christmas trees, we can talk about any of that. Are you a fruitcake deliverer? I've never eaten fruitcake, and so uh, you wouldn't be delivering one to my house. But uh, we have been gifted fruitcake before. They were our friends, but not anymore. Just kidding. When it, when it comes to uh, re-gifting, this is something that has happened to us personally. Money Crashers has a list of things that you should, should do and not do, simple rules, uh, rather, for re-gifting. You never want to re-gift anything that's meaningful. That's number one on the list. If something is handmade, somebody put together a, uh, a honey-spiced mead that they're really into, dilly-dilly, then you never want to re-gift that to somebody else. If somebody took extra time to make a gift for you, it's really bad karma to, to give that to somebody else, <laughs> especially if you're claiming it that you made it yourself. That probably is, is not something you want to do. Uh, you want to make sure if you are giving a gift again, one that you've received as a re-gift, make sure that you're re-gifting it outside your circle of friends. Uh, say, for instance, you have a friend, uh, just call her Angie. Angie gives you a piece of exercise equipment that you don't want. You then, in turn, hand it off to your mutual friend, let's call him Mike. Imagine how Angie would feel if she were at Mike's house and spotted the gift she gave you in the corner. In addition to being awkward, it could be, ooh, I got a sneeze. Ugh, I hate that. It can be downright hurtful to the original giver. If you want to re-gift, make sure that there's no way the original giver could discover the re-gifting. Now, obviously, when Angie and Mike get together, they're thinking of anything but that exercise equipment, I'm sure. And also, there's probably not just one specific one of these it, whatever the exercise equipment Angie gave you, there's probably been a blue million of them made, right? And so it's not as if she could really identify it. But there, Money Crash is just using that as an example. You only want to re-gift brand new items. Now, this happened to me once. When I was a kid, I was going to a, I was going to a birthday party. My mother had not remembered to get a Christmas or a birthday gift for this boy. His name was Todd. I'll never forget it. I felt so, I felt so bad. 
She said, just go grab something from your room. <laughs> so me as a kid, I go up there and I'm thinking, what don't I want? <laughs> what don't I want? So I brought down a couple of books that I didn't want. And my mom wrapped them up and I took them to the party. It's like giving a kid sheets. <laughs> Here you go, buddy. Happy birthday. Here's some sheets. Oh, sorry. Wrong size bed. Ah, well, you can take them back to the store. You, uh, this should go without saying. You, you don't want to re-gift used items. If you are giving something, make sure they're brand new. When he pops that book open the first time he reads it and he sees that I highlighted a couple of spots or maybe I had a pencil in my hand and it marked on the page somehow or I was doodling, that ain't cool. He wasn't my friend much longer after that, and I never could figure it out why. I think I just figured it out. <laughs> uh, we'll continue with the regifting guides. Let's go back to your phone calls. Holiday Freight is the topic of the show today. Let's have some fun with it. Uncle Spazzy is in Massachusetts. What's up, Spazzy? Hey, Casey. How you doing tonight? Doing okay, buddy. Thanks for calling in. How are you? Uh, I'm hanging in there playing in traffic over here on 495 and around Boston. Ugh, can't even imagine. I hope it uh, clears up for you. <laughs> yeah, I do too, because I'm damn near out of hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think, man? Holiday oh, freight. boy. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, I've got a load of holiday freight with me right now. I'm actually hauling a load of cranberries. Nice. But, uh, now you're talking. That's, that's not what I was going to, what I wanted to talk about. I've got a, okay. a holiday freight nightmare story for you. Uh, a few years back, oh, about 20 years or so ago, I had taken a load of wreath greens, you know. Wreath greens, yeah, okay. Yeah, um, for a, I hauled them to a local Boy Scout troop somewhere, I forget where now, but uh, the troop met at their scoutmaster's house. And so I had to take this 53-foot-long trailer and a 277-inch wheelbase tractor into a very, very tight residential neighborhood. Oh, yeah. And, of course, I had to follow the Scoutmaster because this is back before we had GPSs. This is back before we even had Qualcomms, actually. It was probably more than 20 years ago. Um, but I had, when I got to a, a, a mall, I had to call the scoutmaster and have him meet me, and then I had to follow him to his house. Well, that all worked out great and well until we got into the residential district. And he's whipping around all these tight little turns <laughs> that his little pickup truck could make without a bat and an eye. And here I am trying to make these turns with this big old 53-foot trailer. And then on top of it, when I get to his street, it's a one-way street, and it's windy, and I've got to back down that one-way street with cars parked on both sides of it and then back up into his driveway. And the funny part about it all was when I got, in his, when I got the back end of the trailer in his driveway, I had three-quarters of his neighbor's block nobody could get in or out of their driveways because his house was at the end of a cul-de-sac okay oh. <laughs> so, so anyway get the doors open 
and he's looking at the load, and the scouts are all looking at the load. Nobody knows how to get the freight off the trailer <laughs> because they were not expecting it to be, you know, in big Dock height. boxes. And yeah. the big boxes were loaded on top of pallets, of course. Oh so I said, you well, guys, get up in there. You know, somebody get up on in there. and Roll up your sleeves, you know, lumpers. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> start lumping that freight. I got to go. I, you, know, I'm, I, you know, it took seven hours oh my to unload those boxes of wreath greens. That is crazy. Wow. I bet you it smelled real good, though. Oh, they did. Oh, my God, they smelled so good. I wanted to take mm-hmm. some home just to uh, freshen up the old place, you know, because nothing oh, around yeah. Christmas time smells like pine, you know. I mean, oh, it's just oh, yeah. wonderful. Love that smell. But yeah. uh, anyway, so I get up in there. I start grabbing boxes. I'm pushing them to the end of the trailer. The scouts are grabbing them. And then by the time we got it all off the truck, I didn't have any more hours to go anywhere. Thank God I wasn't on ELD at the time. I was on paper logs, loosely mm-hmm. with that. So anyway, so the scoutmaster says, uh, he says, have you eaten dinner yet? I says, nope. I'm getting ready to go up here to the truck stop and go have me a bite. He says, nah. He says, come on in the house. I says, nah, I can't do that. He says, sure you can. He says, come on. Come on in the house. So his wife had made dinner not only for him but for all of the, 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 the troop members that were there and mm-hmm. so i had i had dinner there and it was nice <laughs> it was yeah it was well it was it was nice for them to offer but um the wife wasn't that great of a cook <laughs> uh and, thanks but i'll pass and and the meal was all tofu oh no you've been tofu i'm it was all tofu, and I'm a meatitarian, you know. I mean, yeah, give me I, my steak, give me my bur- and I like my my beef damn near raw. Yeah, well, hey, Spazzy, we got to go, but uh, yeah, I, I tell you, when you are thinking about uh, a turkey leg or maybe a slab of ham, give me some goose. Don't give me bean curd. I I got my my mouth set on this, and we. <laughs> When you go tofu or you get tofu around the holidays, yeah. Now, not to say that there's anything wrong with that. I like tofu. I, I I do like eating healthy as well, but it's the holidays. So, Spazzy, thank you so much. Especially when you've worked up an appetite. You talk about seven hours of unloading. You were lumper boy taking those greens off of your truck. You probably work up a pretty powerful hunger. Something that tofu probably just won't quite satisfy. I need meat. Sorry, all you vegetarians out there. Let's go ahead and get out of the way for a quick time out. Hey, we're talking about holiday freight today. Have you ever gifted OS&D? I got to hear from you. Haas is the only man who stood up and admitted to it. I, I have done it myself. What about holiday freight nightmare stories, just like Spazzy was talking about? Uh, Are you seeing a spike in freight? Do you take full advantage of the season of freight that we're in? When it comes down to it, you're putting a little extra jack in your pocket, and that can't be a bad thing because you got Christmas bills you're going to have to start paying. If you've hauled hams, fruitcakes, cranberries, uh, what about Christmas trees or turkeys? 
Have you ever feared for your life because you had one of the hot holiday items on your truck? Those are some of the topics we're talking about today. I got some open lines. 888-876-2336. Casey and Charles coming at you live. Road Dog Lives on Sirius XM 146. This Road Dog Trucking News Break is brought to you by Martin, and we'll be back. Rock legend Billy Joel returns to the Beatles channel. There are places I remember to take you on a one-of-a-kind guided tour through the Beatles albums of 1966. It was a fun adventure to go where they went. Good day, sunshine. Billy Joel takes control of the Beatles channel. It touched a lot of people. It was a very exciting time. Throughout the weekend, Sirius XM Channel 18 and streaming on the Sirius XM app. With Zika and mosquito-borne disease all over the news, picture yourself owning a business that guarantees its customers a mosquito-free yard. We're the Mosquito Authority. We'd like to let you know how you can cash in by owning one of our few remaining franchise territories. Our backyard mosquito control business is in such big demand that we've already grown to more than 130 franchise owners. Franchise Business Review recently called Mosquito Authority a top emerging franchise, a top low-cost franchise, and gave us their Franchisee Satisfaction Award. Customers love us, and mosquitoes hate us. You know that timing is everything, and Mosquito Authority has just opened up a limited number of new franchise territories for sale. If you know a great thing when you see it, you have to call Mosquito Authority now. Get all the details from your cell phone now. Dial pound 250 and say the word mosquito. Dial pound 250, and when prompted, say the keyword mosquito. Again, Mosquito Authority is selling a limited number of franchise territories, so dial pound 250, keyword mosquito. Message and data rates may apply. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, this may be the last time you ever have to think about hair loss. Because I'm telling you, Bosley is the real deal. They're giving men their hair back permanently. They're real hair. All it takes to get started on the hair gain train is a single text message. You'll get an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card when you text KIT66 to 85850. Check them out now. Bosley will show you for free how great your hair could look. Dude, this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're America's number one hair restoration expert, ahead of the curve with the latest technology. And the best part, Bosley's solution is permanent. You're going to love what they'll do for your hair. So drop what you're doing long enough to send a text. Get your free information kit and gift card for $250 off by texting KIT66 to 85850. Don't forget, that's KIT. 66 to 85850. Imagine a financial partner committed to better tomorrows. I'm Paul Purcell, Chairman of Baird. Whether we're providing advice for families, municipalities, and schools across the U.S., or companies around the world, our focus is on making the future brighter. And that commitment goes beyond the business we do. It's why we give back as a firm and individuals in the communities we serve. Imagine the power of you and Baird. Visit rwbaird.com. You're listening to Road Dog Trucking Radio. Sirius XM 146. Or listen on the Sirius XM app. Now, back to the conversation on Road Dog Trucking Radio's Road Dog Live with host K.C. Phillips. Face lies the snake in the sun in my disgrace. 
Welcome back into Road Dog Live. Casey coming to you live. Sirius XM, Satellite Radio Tower, Nashville, Tennessee. Let's go ahead and grab some more phone calls to end the hour. I like to call it rounding out the hour, and I can't think of a better guy to do it than Rounder. Round it out for us. <laughs> Rounder, what's going on, man? Oh, living life through the windshield, or we're in misery. In misery, a it can't be more miserable than a soggy Nashville, my friend. Well, I'm glad the heads up, but I'll be going through there tomorrow. You better get blowed out of there. Uh, yeah, I hear you, man. It's pretty bad out here. Yeah, I got, I got to go back down to the bottom of Florida. Well, good deal. What about uh, OS and D and holiday freight, man? What are your thoughts? Well, I've never, I've never. Uh, Regifted anything. I always thought it's too petty and cheap, and now a lot of people give me little cheap, petty little presents, and I just use them or just donate them to Salvation Army or something later. Figured, well, they just, I was a little lower in their financial totem pole. At least they give me something and thought of it. I wasn't very concerned about, you know, expensive uh, gifts and stuff usually. Uh, But, and I've not had any really, I had only one really. I know my decades on one really bad instance as far as holiday uh, uh, Christmas uh, freight because when I was owner operator, I did hit it from Albie down to go get a load of Christmas trees, and I passed up a load in eastern Washington, paying a couple three cents less than a load over in western uh, Oregon. I went to Oregon and got to, to all day getting them loaded, and I'm hundreds of miles away, all the way over. Uh, I think I was over crossing 50 in Nevada when the uh, agent called and said that the owner dropped the rates like five cents a mile. Ooh, okay. And I went through, the, I was leased to Lancer at the time, and I went through them and the agent and everybody else and could not get compensation. So by the time I got to Houston and got them two drops off of trees, uh, I, mean, I probably was lucky if I even broke even. Might even lost okay. a penny or two the time I got done. So yeah, well, hey, watch out for those people. Yeah, exactly. I could have, yeah, I could have picked up the Washington load uh, for two cents less, and I'd have made more money. But I didn't know that. But that's the only time somebody's done that to me after I've got the load on the trailer and long gone. I hear you, man. Well, buddy, I tell you what, uh, you got to watch out for him, Rounder, and I appreciate you being on today. We have got to get going. Ed is going to be it for the first hour of Road Dog Live, and we're going to be talking more about it. The next two hours, hey, anything holiday gift-related, excuse me, holiday freight-related, we can get into. If you've had some holiday freight nightmare stories, if you've seen a spike in freight, do you take full advantage of that spike in freight? If you have uh, fruitcakes on, cranberries on, turkeys behind you, what about fearing for your life? Some of the electronic gifts that you guys have hauled in the past. Have you ever gifted OS and D? We have folks who say yes. We have folks who say no. You can't do that. I totally get it. What are your thoughts on it? Again, the number 888-876-2336. And we're going to be back. Hour two is coming up. I'm KC from Nashville. We'll be back. Sirius XM 146. Or listen on the Sirius XM app. 
Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy. Larry the Cable Guy here. Happy to bring you Jeff and Larry's Comedy Roundup. You'll hear all-American comedy that you love, backstage interviews with your favorite comedians. Be me, Jeff Foxworthy. And a whole bunch of our friends. Did I mention me? Oh, quiet out loud. <laughs> Jeff and Larry's Comedy Roundup is on right now. Check it out. Sirius XM 97. Or listen on the Sirius XM app. You're going to love it. I promise. Are you looking for a job or looking for a better one? Are you tired of applying for a job only to feel like your application fell into a black hole? Then you need to try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter understands how frustrating it can be to apply for a job and never hear back. And that if you've taken the time to apply, you deserve to know where you stand every step of the way. When you apply for a job on ZipRecruiter, you can choose to get status updates. These alerts will let you know when your application has been received and when a real live person has actually viewed it. And if you don't get the job, you'll know when it closes so you can move forward to the next opportunity. Knowing where you stand keeps you in control of your job search. That's what makes ZipRecruiter the smartest way to get hired. To find a job you love today, download the top-rated ZipRecruiter app on iPhone or Android. Or get started at ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. Once again, head to ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. On the road, I've learned there's one company who knows drivers are key to success. Heartland Express. They provide the best resources by offering top-of-the-industry pay scales, excellent home time, new equipment, and full benefit packages. And they'll do the same for you. Plus, check out their new owner-operator division with the self-dispatch program. You'll love Heartland as much as I do. Call them at 866-862-7405 or visit driveforheartland.com slash xm to learn more. The latest Sirius XM one-of-a-kind subscriber-only event, Taylor Swift's Reputation Celebration. Taylor Swift is back, and we're celebrating the release of her latest album, Reputation, with an exclusive acoustic performance from Taylor for a handful of Sirius XM subscribers. Hear Taylor Swift's Reputation Celebration throughout the weekend on Hits 1. First in the pop category, or listen anytime using the Sirius XM app. I'm Todd Bork, the Weather Channel, with an interesting weather update. Take a look at the north-south interstate starting west. We have some floor elevation rain showers and some gusty winds along I-5 in Washington State and parts of Oregon, even a higher elevation flake of snow. Also dealing with some spotty light rain and spotty snow all parts of I-29, Dakotas into Iowa. I-75, some snow showers and rain in there in parts of Michigan. I-39, I-55, and I-57 in Illinois. We have drops of rain and flakes of snow possibility, particularly in the parts of Illinois that does extend along I-55 elsewhere into Missouri as well. I-35, we have that light rain and snow mix and turning over to all snow. That'll be along your ride in parts of Iowa and Missouri in the parts of Kansas as well. Of course, the farther south you are, the more likely it is rain. The farther north, the more likely it is snow. We also have some spotty rain showers, I-95 and I-75 in Florida. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather for Drivers Twice Down the Road Dog, Sirius at 146 and on the Sirius map of smartphones. Now, back to the conversation on Road Dog Trucking Radio's Road Dog Live with host K.C. Phillips. 